Previously on Martini Giant. What if we did two episodes with the same director but different films, high and low, his oh, good one sure. and his bad one? That's interesting. Yeah, and reflect right. upon it. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting idea. That's that's great. So, so that's we two do episodes on Titanic. James Cameroon, um, <laughs> which would be Titanic, his worst one, and his best one would be Titanic. So we can do two in a row. <laughs> Welcome back, Martini Giant fans. This is episode number 32. In this episode, we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about the John Wick trilogy. As of the recording of this, there's only been three of them, so that's why I'm calling it a trilogy, in the same way that I would call Star Wars a trilogy. And when I mean stay on topic, don't worry about it, we do take some extremely long tangents. Uh, but we always manage to get back to, to John Wick, so it's actually worked out pretty well. So... Don't worry, we're going we're gonna to be able to, to pull this off. Our very special guest on this episode is Mr. David Strapenis. David uh, really wanted to be on Martini Giant, and uh, he was telling Dan, because I think Dan and uh, David were working together, and uh, uh, Dan said, I think he wants to talk about John Wick. Now, I had not seen John Wick uh, until I watched it for, uh, for this, so I was really... <laughs> I just didn't have any interest in seeing it, but I can tell you this. I am super glad I did, um, but I'm going to let the podcast, you know, explain all of that information for you guys. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I should also note that because I was doing this podcast, I actually recorded another podcast uh, for my other podcast I do, which is CG Garage. And in episode 254 of CG Garage, I had Rob Niederhorst and Alex Nice on. Uh, Rob Niederhorst is the VFX supervisor and Alex is the uh, was on a production design team and helped design the glass house that you see in John Wick 3. So uh, Rob and Alex were really cool on that episode and there was a lot of information of behind the scenes stuff that was going on for John Wick 3. If you guys enjoyed this one and you want a little more John Wick stuff, I highly recommend that. CG Garage episode number 254. Alright, that being said, Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And I would really like those last two things. Rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts is a big thing for us. It makes it means a lot. We really would appreciate it. It would help uh, get more eyes on to our podcast. And if you have three and a half hours to listen to this, can you take five minutes and actually just go into Apple Podcasts and rate us and review us there? It would be really nice. I would really appreciate it. All right. No more, no more pandering to the audience. Enjoy episode number 32, The John Wick Trilogy. I was listening to a podcast, Bjorn of ABBA, and quite interesting the way his life now. Uh, he was one of the guys that wrote the music for ABBA, and he was in the band. Right. And I, it's something like 436 million albums. That's so, a lot of albums. You mean Total Souls, not separate titles? Yeah. No, he didn't like come up with 427 million albums. No, that but dude is that's, really that's fat. That's a <laughs> lot. very prolific. I mean, that's just an extraordinary amount of... Some albums were just one note. Yeah. Of <laughs> record sold. That's just that's a that's that's crazy shit. number. Yeah. Because usually bands are like, they're so successful, they sold 22 million albums. Yeah. It's like, but you think about the worldwide appeal of ABBA. Oh, ABBA's been gone uh, since for, since they... Oh, after, after, after I'll tell you something. I can't say it now that we're on the air, but after all. Is this some good ABBA dirt? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. ABBA gossip. Good ABBA gossip or bad ABBA gossip? <laughs> yeah. It's not a Phil Collins song. Do you know what they call that? Abacadabra. Abacadabra. <laughs> oh, man. Are we, we're rolling now, right? Yes, we, we are, are rolling. So, How is it that you start asking that now? 
I, right. it, it goes, we go I know. clockwise. <laughs> I know. Clockwise around the table. See, because I, I was going to, I wanted to bring, and I know you guys like your scotch. Oh, this is God. a bourbon. And I have. Lots <laughs> public bourbon. It's got a bear on it. I, I <laughs> and have, a fish. And a bear fish. eating a fish. The fish isn't faring too well. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. so, so I was re-gifted a uh, bottle of 50-year-old Macallan single cast. What? Oh, my God. Reserve. Oh, my God. And I was like, "That would be gone, though. That's the problem if you bring it here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but how expensive is that? I have no idea. That's up fifty old Macallan Reserve. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's up there. Single Whatever cask, it is, yeah. it's up there. It's at least maybe a couple hundred dollars, at yeah. least. Yeah. No, like maybe. Yeah. But I, I want to price uh, of fifty-year-old Macallan Reserve. We're looking this up on Google. He's just not saying it. I'm. Uh, it sounds so sweet. So oh, I, br- yeah. I Wait, decided no. to bring something themed appropriate. Oh, what do we got here? Hang on. Oh my God! Yes, look at this. <laughs> it's so frosty. What is it? Russian standard. Ooh. Or, or as it says in Russian below it in Cyrillic, puffed. <laughs> vodka. There's look some Macallans here that are ten thousand dollars. Oh my God! Ooh. Wow, this is cold. That is ice cold. What There's is a it? Macallan there that's ten thousand. Oh my God! Look at this. Oh Please. no. Okay. Well, we're not opening this Lost Republic. What is this? That is vodka. That is vodka. Yeah. Vodka. Is. Vodka. It's themed appropriate to the vodka. That, that, it's uh, true. It is themed appropriate. You know, the, the, the bourbon has a bear on it, and that is yeah. vodka. So yeah, it's made I was going with the, the, the Lost Republic <laughs> because it does feel like the high table Lost Republic. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was, right. that yes. was, that yeah, was what true. I was going for. But, but let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, theme appropriate. Thank you so much, David, for bringing but, this But in. if you're a fan Amazing. of McAllen, go to – here in L.A., there's a uh, bar called the Ten Pound over in Beverly Hills. The Ten Pound. And it's owned by McAllen. Oh my wow. god! And uh, yeah, so you can if you break a glass there, it's six hundred dollars. No kidding, because it's Lalique crystal. Oh yeah, Lalique is beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a pretty sweet deal. Look at this stuff pour. It is, it is like that is slow. It's so cold. Yeah. It's actually syrupy. I'm afraid I don't drink any butter, but I'm going to stand by and appreciate. Look at that frostiness. Thank you very much. Yeah. No. No worries. <clears throat> Lord's sakes! And then, and the audience gets to listen to the. Uh, uh, the sultry sounds of and just velvety tonic, liquids. Yeah, do we need it? Do we need? An, we do need a bottle opener, or a, uh, yeah, we do need a bottle opener. Hold on, let me get. Okay. I have pre-cracked Brunel? all my stuff. Huh? What'd you say? Brunel. Need a bottle opener well, for the tonic. tonic as well. If you want to, hold on, just a second to cut it. I'll go bring some a bottle opener. Okay. <gasps> how are you? Good. Thanks for <laughs> nice. asking. You betcha. How are, how are you? I'm I'm awesome. Good. I mean, I'm. Let me. Let me clarify. <laughs> I'm Addenda. doing awesome. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to seem completely egotistical. Be, I am awesome. I am awesome. I uh, am yeah. awesome. <laughs> no, I'm doing very well. If you look me up in the dictionary, you've got a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And how are you doing? Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I, um, uh, first, I suppose we should introduce our guest. We should. Oh. Who wants to do this? David. Is uh, I have known David for a long time. Uh, we've never worked together, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never. Uh, cheers, by the way. David. Cheers. Thank you so Chin-chin. much. Thank cheers you for on. coming and for the gifts. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for having me. Cheers all around. Beautiful. Yeah. Long reach and boom. There it is. Yeah. Uh, I have the minty fresh. How is it? Mm. Oh, that's so good. You know what this is? Mint. This is La Colombe. La Colombe coffee. <laughs> Uh, peppermint mocha draft latte. Uh, it is appropriate only, for Christmas. It's appropriate for Christmas. It is a lovely sort of te- teal. Would you say that's teal? It's a teal. Teal yep. kind of rimmed the can. It's Tiffany color. It it's is. Tiffany it's color. Very, that's a good description. Uh, we, are now, uh, we are now officially. Lalique, Tiffany, are you from the East Coast? 
I am from the East Coast. Where yeah. in the East Coast are you from? New England, Connecticut. Where in Connecticut? The exact middle, actually. <laughs> Where are the coordinates? I'm from Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> what, the exact, like, like Danbury? Well, after he DDoSed like, me or doxed me on uh, CG Garage by giving my, how li- did, how my did, license plate out. Well, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, but you see, now that's very Chris to do that. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> Listen, it's you're driving long. around Los Angeles to see a black Tesla and you see the license plate that says VFX LA or LA VFX. LA VFX. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much going to be David Strapenis right there. Yeah. There it is. And this is David Strapenis this, right here. Yeah. This is. And uh, so uh, uh, anyway, he, he's been on the CG Garage podcast. He, he's been actually he's, – he's been on so many podcasts. He was actually uh, part of the VFX show podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, David and I uh, stood in line uh, for our Teslas when they were first doing a line for the Model 3. Chris cut in line to I be cut in li- I saw David in line and I was like, hey, David. And so I cut in front of a whole bunch nice. of people. <laughs> Not that it really made a difference. I don't wow. think it made a difference. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It's, it's, and uh, another podcast host, Jeff Kanata, was there with us as well. Yep. So This was just the podcast line at Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> in LA it's all just, it's just podcasters. Podcasters are How long have you had your Tesla? For baseballs. Uh which one? I have had two. Wow. I, I totaled my first one after four days. What did you do to total your first one? Um I was driving like an old grandmother mm-hmm. and um so I left about a car length and a half between me and the car in front of me, mm-hmm. and then I went to pull around them, and a car changed lanes at the same time, hit me, threw me forward, so I slammed on the accelerator and went from zero to 60 in a car length and a half. Wow. And wow. plowed into the car in front of me and totaled it out. And, uh, oh, man. And Sorry uh, about that. I will just have very nice things to say about co- progressive insurance. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. That's it. There you go. Yeah. What, what, flow really handles things well. Yes. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Flow. Good job, Flo. Yeah, excellent, excellent work. Well, so, so David, D- <laughs> David, uh, you know, we mentioned that we want to have some guests on the podcast, and and I and I put it up on Facebook, and then David. Uh, well, I uh, mentioned to Daniel at work. That's true, right? Back yeah. when we worked together, yeah. right? So you guys were working together at Pixamundo, right? Yep. And then you mentioned you want to be on, and so he said, "Yeah, I think he wants to do John Wick," which I thought was great. Yep. I brought this up to Lon, and Lon says, you know, speaking of which, we should have on the other podcast I do, CG Garage, we should have uh, 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 Rob Niederhorst, uh, Niederhorst and, uh, and Alex Nice to be on because they both worked on John Wick 3. John Wick 3. Yeah. So that episode actually just dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of a John Wick go-go on your podcast it is. list. So I hadn't seen any of them. Oh, wow. And then I just watched one, one, two, and three one day after the other. Nice, nice, nice. The, the key, I what I did was the three, two, one uh, process, which is basically start with a third and work your way back and look at the production values. And, yeah, scale and, <laughs> as the money goes and, down. And, and just like what they – so we really started with the highest at three and went right back to right. one. Yeah, yeah, and that true. was a different approach to the whole thing. But I did – it's like flipping your drawing around yeah, so you can get a different me. angle. Exactly. And it definitely uh, – it's it's drawing the right side of the brain for John Wick. Yes. Yeah, exactly. John Wick on the right side of the brain. I was I didn't necessarily feel like I wanted I had wanted to watch any of the John Wick stuff. So mm-hmm. I sort of did it out of All right, well, I'll watch John Wick. Sure. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Wasn't it fucking great? <laughs> I I had seen I, one before. Not to before. jump the gun here. I love those movies. Yeah. I love them. I think they're fantastic. I had seen one before mm-hmm. like a year ago and I was like Okay, it was very to me. It was like a comic book, and yeah. you, you were the right. And I liked it, but there wasn't. But three, 
it feels like a totally different movie. Yeah. It's so beautiful, and I loved it so much. And it, it's not even just um, uh, like a production value. There's a sense of humor. It's art directed to intimacy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But it's, <laughs> the production value is incredible. But yeah. in the art direction, design, the visual effects that uh, Rob did, amazing. Yeah. But there was a sense of humor in it mm-hmm. that was not in the first one. Yep. And that's why I like the first one best. Actually. Yeah, I, I remember too. We, we, I we talked like about this that a bit with the horse bit. Oh man, that's some good business. Well, yeah, that kind of stuff I totally dig because let's, then you, you invest a little bit more. Let's let's get to David's overview of what is your opinion of of the overall experience of John Wick for one, two, and three. Okay, so the original movie was called John Wick. Mm-hmm. And now they've retroactively named it John Wick Chapter One. Chapter <laughs> now okay. they retroactively oh. named it Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, <laughs> and so the I like I love I think John Wick right. is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Is an absolutely perfect movie. Right. Did you see it in theaters? It's like I did. First mm-hmm. Blood meets Get Carter meets something else. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, But I yeah. it, I dug it, but I just didn't. Right. It, but what. John Wick Chapter One, I don't like nearly as much as John Wick, right? Because <laughs> right. I actually think I love, I really like the trilogy so far. Uh, Wait a minute, right. they changed they changed the title. Yeah. Once, That's it. Yeah. Okay. He but, likes it as a standalone that he saw yeah, 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 once, right, right. not right. as a first blood, as opposed to Rambo. Right. Yeah, I exactly. really, really exactly. like first blood. It's fucking fantastic. two and it's three. My, one of my favorite movies. But I think they detract. Right. From John Wick One. And right. they, they retroactively make John Wick One worse. Right. They right. they Maybe that's my three two one theory yeah. goes back <laughs> and it's But is it because like what Eric just said essentially it's like the third one is a totally different movie. Like they turn into an entirely different thing. Well, right? it, franchise. It, yeah. it, it, it the first one is a great action movie mm-hmm. and two and especially three are an action opera. Absolutely true. Right. Totally agree. One hundred percent. And yeah. the the heightened ridiculousness of it mm-hmm. loses me a little bit. And yeah. I have one question for everybody here and everyone's very technical in some ways. And Did they use LED lights in the third one? I was curious. I was like, gosh, I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Just a, little, just like, a touch. Just a little like bit on the sides of the camera. Everything was like LED, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, but awesome you look looking. at Grand Central Station yeah. by the, the Oyster House or whatever, yeah. it, it's totally different. It's, yeah, like, it's like, wait a minute. Different flavor. Like they're putting them in the bean. Yeah. Like and it's, it's all in camera, too. That yeah. was not like all DI'd into no. oblivion. Oh, it, I mean, the, 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 the cinematography is, is amazing. And the patches of black work. Yeah. Like the patches of black work, and it. The thing is, uh, uh, is a dumb question, but I was like, those lens flares, like in camera anamorph. Oh yeah, my! And you can so tell. I shot it anamorphic, both yeah. uh, anamorphic and, and spherical. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they look. I mean, like it just looks incredible. Yeah, because I, I totally agree. Really I was actually going to use those exactly cars. the word that you use, which is like the what. And I like them. I like them better as they go. Like I think I like I like John Wick two about twice as much as John Wick, and I like John Wick three about. 0.3% more than John Wick 2. So like the the second two movies are almost a single movie to me. And I agree well, with it you. is. Yeah. yeah. I mean basically. the whole thing takes place in like 48 hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, but the uh, stylist sorry. Yo, no, I was just going to say that the but the 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 thing that I like is that that it is an opera. And so like and, yep. and with opera like people like opera they don't like opera. And if opera's not your thing, well, that's what happens to John Wick, you know, that's that's the way it goes. But right. like I do agree with you the first one is just a as just as a stone cold action film was one of the fucking highlights of the past ten years. Right, John, like the first John Wick. Yeah, like you could see that crossing over with Collateral. Yeah, right. Absolutely. That would be that's a, they're the same mm-hmm. grounded world. Right, but it gets into 
a, a heightened state of, you know, n- you know, in the first movie you see him strapping on body armor. Right. And then he has like the bulletproof coat. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just so like it's it James Bondier. Yeah, yeah it, it gets more it, mystical. Very much yeah, James yeah, Bondier. Yeah, right. You know, and it, it it's uh and it it's, it's enjoyable in and of itself. Right. But it's not you know, it, the the like the precision he kills people in the oh, first yeah. movie. Yeah. Is completely lost. Right. You know, it's like, oh, two bullets down. Right. And then, like, I'm going to empty an entire clip (laughs) at one person. Yeah, absolutely. It it gets a little bit, uh, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, it gets, it gets, because I I almost think that those movies become sort of hallucinatory. Absolutely. They're, they're so, they're so total and on purpose, they're so ungrounded. Like, and there's, I think in John Wick 2, like, it's the, it's when he kills the woman in the, in the tub, <laughs> like the, in the big, in that big bath. Like that's the moment when I'm like, I'm almost in a David Lynch movie now. This is, the, Oh yeah. yeah. Like this is, this her is, death was like, <laughs> the, but she cut so, her wrist. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, so yeah. languid yeah. and kind of sexy yeah. and kind of, I'm just like, yeah, what am I watching? This and then she insane. kills herself, but then he still blows her head off. Yeah. Just oh to, God. just to top it off. Yeah. Yeah. And then so like, it, like, I guess the, that's the, I, I I am 100% with you in terms of like the shift between those things is pretty garish. Um but I I didn't know how much I wanted to see a weirdo, you know, art film that is jam-packed with brilliant looking action like I did when I saw John Wick 2. I was like, "Oh my god, this is it's completely insane. It's completely insane." And then they managed to continue that and make and make it funny with John Wick 3, which is pretty great. There is that sense of humor like I I didn't see in the in the um First two. First two, because yeah. I went backwards. Right. It was, and I. Basically, they weren't taking themselves as. Well, they were but beautiful. The thing yeah. that was also seriously. heightened was the adulation. Mm-hmm. Like in the third one, that guy, the bald dude who was a sushi chef. Um, yeah, yeah, you see, Iron But chef all guy. those guys, yeah, <laughs> but all those guys. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's actually my problem with it, right? right? Because the first movie, there's a couple moments in there. Which is like, uh, like, oh, he he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog, and he's like, right. oh. <gasps> and it's like that's a perfect line of dialogue that tells you everything right. you need to know. Right. But then, you know, the kid, you know, the what's his name, um, Greyjoy, um, Theon Greyjoy, doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Do, doesn't right. know who John Wick is, right? And he's only been retired for five years. So and we should actually, we should actually, do we, do we want to give a little bit of synopsis? Because we might as, well, might as well, we have the time, right? Um, okay, so let's see. John, so John Wick. Yeah. So John Wick is a character that we know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So lives a, a, a nice life. Kovinovich, right, is his name? Something like this, yeah. And he works with, around the Russian mafia. Some No, his, he's just no. a character. He, yeah. He's just a character you know, and his wife passed away. Right. Uh, and uh, and so his, and you have this very realistic opening, very realistic opening, and then he receives after her death, he receives a gift, which is this dog, the mm-hmm. cutest dog possible. That yeah. is that beagle is very cute. Yeah. No, impossibly. Yeah, that, it's sort of like you start to suspect CG. You're yeah, just like that's not how dogs work. Yeah. Right, very cute dog. <laughs> and so he has that dog, and he has a car. I forgot what the car is. It's a sixty-nine Mustang. Sixty-nine Mustang. Was that right. the one that's like a bullet? No, no, no. But it was bullet. Bullet was a sixty-seven, um, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but green, yes. not gray. Can I just interrupt yeah, very quickly? Yeah, it wasn't say, the same car. Uh, the, but it's the, the same manufacturer, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. This has nothing to do with anything. But I, I just want to shock the audience in case they want to get shocked, like I got shocked. The guy who directed Bullet and Breaking Away directed Krull. Really? Yeah, that's you made the face I made. Good. I was wondering. Directed which one? Krull. Krull. 
Have you seen Crawl? Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy. The three three knife thing. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like this. It's a very weird kind of. Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings is right. a good way to put it. Same era of like Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Same quality as yeah. Beastmaster. Legend. <laughs> Legend around the same Flash era. Gordon. Yes, exactly. Uh, it has aspects of all these things. And to know that uh, like you could watch a legit bullet crawl double feature and there's you don't have to explain anything really blew my mind. I, well, we okay. also talked about you know the same guy who directed MASH directed Popeye, right? That's Yeah, that's true. Robert and the, yeah, Robert Altman. <laughs> and really nobody. But he also did Nashville. Popeye. Right. Yes, that's right. And uh, and one of my all-time McCabe favorite McCabe and movies. Mrs. Miller. McCabe and Mrs. Miller. And, and Gosford Park, which you guys couldn't remember. That's right. Gosford yeah, Park. Gosford Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. by the way, correction from a former episode. Mm-hmm. Please. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Go, go, go. <laughs> yes. Was actually filmed on the street. Oh, it was? It yeah. was. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, because I saw an Academy screening and Tarantino was there afterwards for Q&A and he mm-hmm. said the three things he uh, couldn't believe they let him do was film on that street, uh, shut down the 101, and use a real flamethrower in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I have uh, I have watched that movie uh, every three days since it was released on video. It's just on all. Is the it time. on Netflix or HBO? No, or? I bought it. I bought, bought it for twenty yeah. bucks. And um, I just got my screener yesterday. It's uh, yeah, it's just a thing that I have. Have you like seen wallpaper. The Irishman? I did. I loved it. So yeah, did I. it was. It was like it was loved a good it. picture. It fucking Pacino, sad, dude. Whoa. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, the Chino okay. powerhouse baby. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. I, I, won't, I won't. I give went back away. to watch Serpico after that. Oh yeah, I love, if you in or you out with the yeah. Irishman, if so you good. have the opportunity to see it in a theater, yeah, don't. It's three and a half hours long with no intermission. <laughs> see it at home where you can I, pause. I, I literally, <laughs> I was, I, I, uh, I, I went with my friend Dave, and we specifically there should be chiropractors like, outside. Yeah, cards. <laughs> we should. Like, we were like, oh, maybe we should get, uh, you know, like go get some coffee, get some drinks beforehand. And I was like, no, 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 no drinks. Don't drink anything. <laughs> like you'll die. When when I when I saw it, um, as soon as it ended, I stood up because I need to stretch my back, right. and I started a standing ovation. Yay. Like I didn't need to. <laughs> I just need. That's great. <laughs> No, stop, everyone. <laughs> everyone else is clapping. Doing? I'm there like, oh, no, it's just my kidneys. I'm just uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, the Irishman was great. Um, uh, I haven't seen Marriage Story, which is also at. Bombshell. Oh, oh, bombshell. Bombshell is phenomenal. It's the bomb. Uh, yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's with Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah amazing. It's about Fox News, right? Fox News, yeah. yeah. I, did you guys see Knives Out? Knives Out. Knives Out is really awesome. Really. Okay, I'm, I'm, I am the outlier on Knives Out. I didn't like Knives Out. I can't believe it. I don't even know why. I feel embarrassed. I feel bad that don't I didn't like embarrassed. it. Don't feel embarrassed. I can understand how you didn't like it. It, it didn't. It didn't play. What, for me. I think the biggest thing that I, I liked it. I Mainly, thought it was well made. I thought it was well, well made. It's a. It's a well. It's a very typical mm-hmm. type of movie like that. Right. right? It's a murder right. mystery thing. Right. Very typical. The thing that bothered me about it. Mm-hmm. Was the ridiculous accent that Daniel Craig had? It was yeah. it's <laughs> out of control. Is that Don Johnson's son that directed it? No, no, it's, no, the guy it's who, Ryan, it's Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. He directed, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he directed the last Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I love uh, I love these kinds of movies. I love whodunits. I love yeah. uh, Ryan Johnson's first. But two that's movies. like uh, the one with uh, um, Olivier. And- Wait, you didn't like Looper? No, I didn't. No, first uh, Rick and Brother right. Brothers Bloomer. Oh, I forgot Bloomer. Brothers Bloomer. So I like his first three movies. Actually, okay. uh, I really love Looper, and I really, I really, really love Brick. Brick is still Brick my is favorite. awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I like I. Uh, I this is without giving anything away. Um, I 
the structure I think the structure of the movie that he was trying to make work was really an interesting thing to try to do. Yeah. Right. Um, and but in practice, like in theory, it was interesting, but in practice, it meant a lot of people re-explaining something I already knew, like a lot over and over and over again. And so I just kind of got I was like. Uh, is anybody going to find anything out? <laughs> Which <laughs> is in Knives Out? Like most of Knives Out, nothing is being discovered and nothing is. Happening. Yeah, you have to wait way later for the the twist. for the for the movie for the movie to start. Yeah, <laughs> I get and, it. And I, so get like, it. I get it. I get it. Was, uh, like, I kind of like the fact that it's like because in the back of my mind, I I saw it as like, yes, we know all this information but clearly some something's missing so right. it was the anticipation of yeah that. well when when the actual plot starts which is like a hour and a half into the movie like <laughs> yeah. that that's the part of the movie i like i i loved um i don't know her name anna dindarmus anyway, yeah. uh from blade runner 2049 right she's uh she is terrific and her scenes with christopher Plummer are terrific and the end the very very end is terrific Right. Uh, so I have no complaints about any of that stuff. I was just like, that's really that's the movie I want to watch. I didn't want to watch anything with anybody else, and there's a lot of anybody else. Oh God! Yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome in that movie. I love, like, I love, I love the, her. I yeah, love her. Yeah, I, love, I love her. I love everybody. I love Don Johnson. I love all these people. I yeah. just didn't think they had anything to do. That was my own. That was my. And so, like, it got. I was like, Darmus is also in the well, next you know, the, Bond movie. The thing she's that I thought yeah, was yeah. She's, was, she's was interesting to me is I saw it with uh, uh, my wife and my daughter, right? And my daughter, who just kind of loves like murder mystery mm, stuff mm. just to see her literally sitting at the edge of her seat like like just oh, super fun watching it yeah. and just being like oh my god this yeah. is so exciting yeah. just, that's great I'm, and i'm glad this kind of movie is a hit so yeah so, so yeah, to me great. to me that it, that's part of the enjoyment sure. part of, i'm not, I'm not totally going to go good. to her and go whatever it's yeah. all predictable i have yeah. i have yet to see <laughs> it dumb. from the posters Jesus. it reminds me or the trailer reminds me of the mccain uh, michael cain Olivier film from 72. Oh, Sleuth. Sleuth. Yeah, Sleuth's yeah. great. It, it, yeah, I love but Sleuth. It's a non pre existing IP movie oh, made God for bless. adults yeah. that made $80 million this in the weekend, and that's This awesome. is great. I totally salute that. I have no, I, I have no, I have no anger or badness about like, this. Like, I'm not, I'm not. That is rare. It's like a meteorite <laughs> yeah. flying yeah. You know, down Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but actually, this is like, because um, uh, there's, there's been a couple of movies that have really hit big that are non IP this year, yeah. which has been. An incredible relief, and there's been some big stuff that was IP mm-hmm. that totally crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, remember uh, we on the on the one that we were just releasing tomorrow, actually, which is our the Chateau one, where we for most of the movie we're actually not talking about the Chateau, we're talking about Terminator, <laughs> Le Terminator, Le, Le Terminator. <laughs> yeah. uh, I recorded a podcast with uh, Tim Miller yesterday. Oh, great. Where, what is this podcast and where can we hear it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> CG Garage. Not, fam- not familiar and, with it. And we'll be, out, it will be out probably sometime in January. But, uh, with Tim oh. the director of Deadpool when and you, of Terminator. How often do you do Terminator. CG Garage? Is it twice every two weeks? Every week. Every week. Every week. Yeah. But yeah, so, so Tim talks about that. Uh-huh. And I mentioned how we talked about it on Martini Giant. <laughs> <laughs> and how Eric, Eric is just like, why? And I, I, I on the podcast, literally oh, with him, I, I said, so Eric's like, like, why would you, why would you, Tim Miller, the guy who, who, who pretty much, <laughs> pretty much like is reinventing That's like awesome. the, the whole genre of superhero yeah. films and love death and robots. Why would you ever go into a movie with James Cameron? Because he clearly says he would never work with James. Yeah, of course. Right. Cameron again, right? I mean, he's put. He said that publicly. Yeah, right? you didn't throw me under the bus. 
It no, didn't. it doesn't no. sound. But like I no, said no, that no. we all talked I'm, about it. Yeah, of and course. He, and you know what he said? He said he said and money he was, was so much, good. No, no. He said exactly what you said. He said because uh, I wanted to do a Terminator film. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. This is what I meant. I was and, like, and he Fuck said yeah. and he says I sh-, and he's like I, and then he literally told me like, I don't remember if it was on mic or off mic, but he's like. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done it. I don't know, but uh, you did hey, it. You no, did it. But I that's I, yeah. but that's interesting. Yeah, it's you get excited about your heroes and yeah, you do it. Right. right yeah, but it, I mean, I would I would still I would take that gig today if I if I were offered that gig. It's know you know it. when Fuck it's no. offered to you, it's hard to say. In no. retrospect, he's like you know no, but yeah. but he 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 did he. He doesn't regret having done it at all. Sure. He he really enjoyed it. He he likes the movie. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. likes the right. movie. Um, uh, everyone I know who has seen that movie enjoyed that movie. It's just a lot of politics behind it. You yeah. know, when you're given a budget of two hundred million dollars, there's crazy. a lot of freaking politics yeah. to go behind Bizarre, it. Right? And when you're Tim Miller and you're like, now I got my ideas, it's hard. It's <laughs> like I just it is it is shocking to me. I mean, we discussed it last time, but I'm just like. The dude made a movie that made a billion dollars. Like, yeah. let him Termin- fucking no. make a movie. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. I, I thought mean, you were talking ma- about Terminator. Yeah, no. Like, like, Terminator like, didn't do He knows do what well. he's doing. <laughs> Terminator <laughs> lost a lot of money. Did, yeah, did, did Deadpool make a billion dollars? I I damn near a billion dollars. I think Joker was huge. the first like, R-rated Yeah, the first dollars. one, actually. I, I was exaggerating slightly, okay. but it made, made an like enormous six, amount. Six, seven, if it wasn't, but I'll tell you what, and we said this, if it wasn't for... Uh, Deadpool, D- Joker, would not and, get and, and and also what's the other one? Um, uh, uh, Logan would never have been made. That's right. That's right. right? So, yeah. uh, and that's it. You know, Tim Tim's basically saying like the thing that people said would never be possible, which is an R-rated superhero film or right. whatever, he's done or uh, R-rated um, uh, animation for adults. Right. Right. So he's right now heavily into season two of Love, uh, Death. Love, Death. Love, Death. Love Robots. Yeah. So. Uh, By the way, because you mentioned Logan, I saw Logan sitting in front of Len Weissman, who, oh, wow. uh, yeah. who created uh, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the end of the movie. Was he, he crying? Was, he was in cry- oh, yeah. he was crying. No doubt. And he's just like, finally. Yeah. No shit, man. Yeah. That, that's like – that is one of my – that is – That was the last time I saw him before he died. David, that's, can you get a little closer? Yeah. That, little yeah little closer, one, yeah. one fist away. One fest away, just like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what. And, and that's not a club like in Berlin. It's yeah. literally one fest yeah. away for podcast. <laughs> whether you're fighting or whether it's something else, there we are. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that is I Logan is something else, but it's fine. Lo, 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 Logan is easily. Let me say it. Like that is my favorite serious superhero movie. I think that may be it. Logan. Like, yeah, like that is just fucking phenomenal. I did not like. The ending part of it as much. Mm. It was a didn't didn't. I, the the other it goes to its logical place, mm-hmm. but and there's there's definitely parts of the ending that I really loved. Right, but part of it I just didn't buy it. No, it's not didn't buy it. It just didn't. It didn't it soured a little bit. Right. Wait, did you say favorite superhero? Or, My favorite series or, superhero or a comic book? A uh, comic book is more accurate. Yeah. Okay, because history of violence is mine. That's a ah. okay. That's true. That is a comic. I've yeah. it's also a comic. Yeah. That's a good movie, boy. That's a good one. I was I was just quoting that the other day, um, which has my one of my favorite William Hurt lines of, "How do you fuck that up?" <laughs> oh my god, I love you. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? As drunk as possible. But, whoa, because uh, uh, History of Violence and mm-hmm. John Wick, mm-hmm. guy who escaped. Thank you. Yes. From nice roundabout and <laughs> gets pulled back in. Yes. Against his will. That's right. Yeah. Nice. 
Wow. Right. Okay. That was completely. I, I now understand same. how you guys get off topic. Loop it. And now how you come yeah, back. Yeah, it's totally. Was, and how can we get off topic again? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? John, we just mentioned John Wick. Let's go back to it. So, John Wick. Ask go back me a question. To we'll get off topic. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 minutes ago, John Wick is a guy. He gets his dog. Uh, and he has this car. Yes. And <laughs> right. right. Wow. 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 Think about that. Think about that. How we, many we minutes has it been so far? It has been one John Wick 30. away. <laughs> it's been one John so Wick away. So we have 20 minutes of detour from yep. the, the, like me trying to get the first sentence in about John Wick. We got Wick the dog. We went to cute dogs and yeah. then it went off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Welcome to Martini Giant, David. And then, <laughs> and then he goes and he gets gas. He goes. He gets gas after doing an amazing little driving scene. Yep. Yes. And uh, runs but we in. don't really know much about him. Nothing. At all, Nothing. Right. No. And so he gets gas, and uh, uh, Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I hope that actor has changed his name to Theon Greyjoy. Because yeah. That's but he's that, he's, be he's he's amazing in Jojo Rabbit. Is he in? Yeah. Oh, he oh, always I heard he's really good. Man, oh, man, it's not not detour. Uh, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so uh, he uh, basically gives him a bunch of shit at the gas station about his car. Mm-hmm. He wants his car. He says, "I want your car," and he goes, "Yeah, it's not for sale, right?" Mm-hmm. And then because you know it's Keanu Reeves, so uh, he's like not going to do that. But anyway, he gives him a bunch of shit. You can tell he's kind of an asshole thug guy. And then they go to steal his car they follow him to steal his car mm-hmm. and they steal his car kill rob, his dog rob his house and kill his dog yep the cutest puppy in the world this is a mistake and this is a mistake because as it turns out john wick happens to also be a assassin mm-hmm. <laughs> right yes. a retired assassin who decides to come out of retirement to, to kill ave- everybody on the face of the that's earth. That's kind of like <laughs> to avenge his the death of his dog and get his car back. Yes. At which point the asshole kid mm-hmm. who steals a the car, they're like, "Whose car did you steal?" John Wick's car. At which point all of the and he oh right uh, he also he happens to be Russian mafia. He works at Russian mafia and the Russian mafia goes, "Oh fuck, we're fucked yep. because that's John Wick and we're fucked." Who's right? John Wick? He's yeah. the guy who is going to kill you. He's the guy who's going to kill you yep. and go through anyone that's going to kill you. And yep. he's a, and it's a very – you're right. Now that I I see your point of view, and it's John Wick, not John Wick Chapter 1. Right. It's just John Wick. It is a very – It's first blood. Very it's first good blood. Yeah. movie, yeah. right? It's such right. a great reference. Like, yeah. First term, blood. Yeah, first blood. Because out. it's the same kind of thing where it's like they drew first blood. Like they come after him. The cops taunt him. And it's almost like – David Caruso's character in First Blood, kind of the whiny, douchey dude, is yep. just like the Russian rich kid yeah, exactly. in a way. Right. There's always one that stands out, and it's just like – it is. They pushed him, yeah, there's and like, then there's you unleash this fury, but it stands alone right. because it does get up or out. I never liked the Rambos. Yeah, like all the Rambos know? past that are pretty – pretty. Yeah, dumb. I love just – First blood, yeah. so, because the I, like there there's an element in that movie which is which is corny, which is um uh what's his name uh Troutman there uh Colonel Troutman 
played uh, by Dick Crenna. Dick Crenna. And he has all the, the trailer lines of just a like, good supply of body bags body and bags. shit like that. By the way, go back and watch Rambo 3 because <laughs> in it, Rambo is helping the Taliban. It's the best. It is amazing <laughs> when you think about it. It's yeah. awesome <laughs> what you can track for in policy. Like all of our mistakes through Rambo. It's just like, oh, that was also a bad idea. That was a terrible idea. <laughs> Rambo helps Osama bin Laden. Exactly. Nice job, Rambo. Thanks. Actually, no. Osama bin Laden is not the Taliban. He is... Uh, well, he is, he is helping... Uh, Rambo is getting is funneling arms to uh, the ta- the, the uh, Afga- Afghani freedom fighters against the Russians, with, who are, who's right. the Taliban. But the, yeah, which is well, it is the Taliban. And it also that's where I believe Osama bin Laden got all of his weapons. Mujahideen, no, 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 was no, it the Mujahideen? No, no. The Mujahideen. They evolved into the yes. Taliban, and right. then they. But, but so, Osama so, bin Laden was not the. He was, no, no. He's Saudi. Actually operating in Africa. he was Saudi yeah. and then moved to Afghanistan for shelter. For shelter, shelter right. because yeah. there's a tradition within certain Arabic cultures of basically the right of a guest. And he was like, I need to stay here. And they're right. like, oh, there it is. okay, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Osama bin Laden was actually mostly act- active in, say, Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabia and a- Africa. Uh, Africa. Right. And he did like the coal bombing, I believe, yes. was uh, his, USS his coal. Yeah. USS he's, coal. He's, and the embassies. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And African embassies. Yeah. 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 So good times. Thanks, Rambo. Yeah. Niger- um, Nigerian embassy? Uh, there's remember. a U.S. embassy in What's, Nigeria. Why am I and blanking the, yeah. on the name of the terrorist group the U.S.? Because it was not the Taliban. Al-Qaeda. 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 Thank you. The base. Oh, yeah. The ba- yeah. Can I uh, – here's a real tangent for you. But I also read some Dune news today, which I was very excited about. That. Uh, <laughs> wow. ADD. <laughs> this is it. I'm taking over. We shifted over one. Hey. This yeah. is it. Yeah, you um, started with First Blood. This is no, I didn't. Started. Yes, it did. <laughs> okay. That was you. I just want to throw this out there. First of all, I'm excited about Dune because Denis Villeneuve, who we recognize as the greatest fucking director ever, and Villeneuve, uh, uh, Villeneuve, 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 Villeneuve. We're going to get more and more French Canadian, French Canadian as we go. Um, but much uh, like the the VFX industry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depressing. Yes, um, uh, uh, Oscar Isaac, who is in Dune, it's now called Caustic. <laughs> That's right. Instead of caustics. Uh, uh, and now it's, uh, yeah, so this is Denis Villeneuve's Dune. But Oscar Isaac was being interviewed, and he says that uh, Dune is, um, I forgot what the first word was, something like brutal. Or, no, it was, it was bleak, and uh, the style was uh, brutalism. Yeah. So oh, right. uh, all of the, uh, the vibe is a, so he, uh, now I can start picturing what this is. The thing I was going to say that goes off of what your comment was about Al-Qaeda, which means... The base. The base. The base. Uh, so, watching Dune, the uh, uh, David Lynch version, uh, there's, a, there's a scene in which Kyle McLaughlin, who plays uh, the sort of Western white kid who joins the jihad against the Western oil companies. I'm sorry, spice companies. Um, uh, he joins up with the Fremen, and the Fremen give him a Fremen name. And yes. The, and the Fremen name they give him is, is Usul. And Usul means the base of the pillar. Same thing. It's, wow. the, it's the base. And they are fighting a jihad, which is what they call it in the movie, against the uh, people who are mining the stuff out of the ground that it, it makes ships go. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder how Dune is going to play now. Post Peter post. is the rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Played by... Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> uh, it is true. It is true. But yeah, I, so like, I, I like Dwayne Johnson funny. as an I know, actor. I, I know. I really do. I know. You I love that dude. I love, I love ballers, man. I'm not into sports, but I like ballers. I like Dwayne Johnson as, a, as an I think actor. he is an excellent There's actor. a little touch He's of Jimmy Rockford. Kind, like kind Go watch yes. The Rundown. If you've never seen uh, The Rundown. That may be the best of, of, of the his? Johnsons. Yeah. 
It's super fun. Uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken yep. and Stifler. Yep, and Stifler. And Stifler. Yeah, uh, that is a good one. That is an excellent, excellent uh, uh, um, sidetrack. John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> there so we go. So the Russian mafia say, oh, my God. He's gonna... Actually, from that point forward, it's really mainly about – It's death. It's about him going after them in any way possible, yeah. dealing with a bunch of – Straight up murder. Right. Straight up murder. And it's extraordinarily violent, beautiful choreography of stunts. Well, it's – Co-directed by two stunt coordinators. Yeah. Right. Right. Only one of them got credited. Right? Why is but, that? Uh, the DGA. You're only allowed to have two directors on the movie if you are related. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Right? Yeah. So you can only be the Cohen brothers or the Wachowskis right. or the Duffer brothers. But um, if you are not related. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. So David Lecht is co-directed it, but he's listed as a producer. Right. And then he left midway through the pre-production of the second one to do Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde, yep. which is also gorgeous and phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah. And he's since gone on to do a bunch of action Deadpool movies. 2 yep. and Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. So he's, he's doing okay. He's doing yep. nice. Uh, and then uh, the first guy stuck around did John Wick 2 and yep. 3. Yep. And, uh, and ah, may okay. I ask a question? Did he leave because he couldn't get the billing, or is it just like I- I'm done with this kind of idea? I he, th- he was given the opportunity to yeah, do. He just did it. Yeah. Like they were so close that there are stuntmen in both movies that you can recognize. Right. And Charlie Theron and um, uh, Keanu trained together. That's funny. At, yeah. For yeah. two of her John Wick two and Atomic Blonde. Right. Yeah. I think he mainly wanted to do the amazing soundtrack for. Uh, Atomic Bond sure, right. versus... So it uh, wasn't because he was... He, no. Yeah, yeah no. I don't think there was a big But he's still thing. getting some yeah. cash for it. So. Yeah. yeah. No, they're all... Yeah, they, they, then they created it together. Then they also, I know. The writer created it. Strength, oh, strength, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the thing about, like, I felt started with John McWan is, like, it is a movie that is really, like, a... It's a ballet of violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It really, you know, to me, I was like, okay... I, Interestingly, it reminded me of like a Fred Astaire and Ginger Roger film. Instead of people, instead of people dancing, people are just people are shooting, shooting and killing. Yeah. Well, the, the, and it was kind of just amazing, well, and it, it got more amazing. I'm going to get to the other ones later. M- but, much, yeah. much like uh, the old, like you know, dance movies. <laughs> the 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 especially in the first movie, it is not the whole. Oh, we're going to cut eleven times for Liam Neeson jumping over the fence. Right, it's a solid one shot yeah, of actioning yeah. happen. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. appreciate yeah. they are actually do, like, yeah, he's not really killing the guy, obviously, but it's happening, and it's yeah. not yeah. an editorial trick. I think right. that's right, but I think if you look back at like um, American in Paris or Singing in the Rain, yeah, like those extended wide open shots, wide open shots yeah. these going from the three to one. Uh, it definitely was – they were a lot um, – obviously wider but longer. But there was a, a way the movement between them kind of started like like a dance move. Did you really yeah. go three, two, one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so it just – it's very – it was much obviously more choreographed but it was really beautiful because right. it wasn't just – it got to a point where it wasn't just about uh, killing – it was like finishing the motion. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Well, and yeah, so there the, was some the the edits, uh, especially the editing in three, is really pretty fantastic to me. And it's an, and it's hyper fluid. Like it's just like I don't even know what the story is anymore. I'm just I think those insane. bright colors help you. Yeah. Because the kind of the muted colors in the first one, you, mm. I for me, I it was hard to 
I picked up with all the LED and the color and stuff, the, the motions were a lot, um, I don't know, there's a rhythm to it that I, I, I yeah, like I mean, better. It, be- it becomes like, it is like a Chinese opera style thing. It's it just is, like totally, so much totally, yeah, absolutely. I, I disagree, though, about color in the first, because if you watch the first one, right, when they're in the, um, you know, depressed Keanu <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> to bring up a meme. But it's a solid it, color. It, it's, it's all grays and sure, sure. dark. That's, that's and, what I'm saying. It's muted. Very, very yeah. But when it does the flashback to him with his wife alive, oh, it's, it's all... It's, it's golden. It's, yeah. it's golden. Yeah. But, but I have a question but about, also about the flashback like, for him alive, okay? Because in the second one, there's two women in the flashbacks. I don't think they could get the actress back. No. They had both. Because they had the original woman... Bridget Moynihan was in the flashback. Bridget Moynihan wasn't the woman. Who was the? Who it was, was the, the woman wife? from that movie, uh, the, from that show, um, uh, Blue Bloods. Uh, uh. My parents watch. Uh. But there is another woman in there, and I think they had two flashbacks of two different women to clearly look different. And I, the woman in the picture, and the and then there was another, and then she was there, and then there was another. I think if you look back at the second one, he's having flashbacks of his romance with with two women. I, I have to go back, but one of the flashback sequences is very brief. Is when another one was like, "Who is that?" And then I realized that's not his wife, but it was the woman who he assassinated, the the the, the sister. Oh, interesting. Oh, because right. yeah, yeah. there is a very right. brief moment where he's having a flashback of a romance with a woman, and it's like that's not his wife. Hmm. Yep. And then I look back and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" And I, I think about it. I'll have to look at it again. Right, but. That that flashback sequence one is like that's not his, and then I think that's the the woman that the the the, the woman he had to assassinate. Right. The, 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 the great thing, by the way, about the wife is her name's Helen. So he goes to war over a woman over named Helen. Helen of Troy, I'm just exactly. like wow, yeah, like because yeah, there's so many references to Latin and Greek yeah. mythology. Did you guys notice though, like on the second one, when people got killed, if they were in like uh, like at a party, or, you know, and no one was, cared. Around them. Well, on the second one, people reacted. On the third one, like Grand Central Station. Oh, it's a you're totally yeah. You're in this other world now. Yeah, yeah the third it's one. weird. There weren't like it is Bridget Moynihan. Oh, Thank you. I'm okay. sorry. It, there wasn't a lot of like the 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 people reacting to the killing that were not involved in the killing, but just right. like a guy with a you know. Well, by the third movie. Everybody is an assassin. Yeah, every, oh, like, I realize that, but when they're like, at but, the hot dog cart, but guy. hold on a second. At Grand Central Station, <laughs> right, right. there were five, you know, five in the center by the main clock, and then in the hallway area by the oyster bar, there was like seven. But the point is, there were tons of commuters. Not one commuter, you know, reacted. Whereas in the in the second one, there was a lot of reaction. Like um, right, but this is my thing about how the movies get more operatic because it's oh, like yeah. right, you know, he, yeah. he gets in the cab and he but has just a gold becomes, coin and goes take my dog exactly. to the continental. It becomes, like, of course, Mr. It becomes Wick. dreamlike. It's it's very yeah. dreamlike with the it, lighting too. The world building gets so big, yeah. that you completely accepted this scenario. Yeah, no, it's, uh, watching all and I together, really kind of like I I kind of loved it. Yeah, like the, the hyper reality. As, as, as you progress, because I did it one two three not three two one. Mm-hmm. As you progress towards it, it's like it's yeah. It, I'll well, buy it. David, you said something really interesting. I'm which curious is that what the, four is would that be like. Wa- watching it. Uh, this is the first time I've actually watched it one like one two three straight through, and I found I thought it was going to be jumpy. Like I thought there would be a big difference between one two and three. No, it progresses and, and nicely. It, and now when I watch one two three, like it feels absolutely super smooth. But it's because of what you said, 
like the other two changed how I see the first one. Now. Right, right. Like the, the first yeah. one is now a different movie, and now when I see that John Wick is uh, upset over his dog, now I think, oh yeah, that's right. Assassins have a thing about dogs because of Halle Berry and this whole thing. Right. You know, I'm just like, right. okay, so that I'm being informed by later stuff, and so the movie seems in uh, like as one big piece feels enormously smooth. The the, the, the I'll get back to the, the whole dog thing because I, I I have a theory about that, but the uh, with the color. Mm-hmm. Right. If you notice in the first one, when he descends into the underworld, mm-hmm. again, he goes yeah. down into the basement to go into the bar. Mm-hmm. As soon as he goes through the door, is bright color. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Right? right? So the only yeah, time the dream. he's alive right. is when he's in the underworld. Right. And then at the Red Circle Club, it, it's all... So then the third one is all underworld. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's completely now in that That's world. That's why yep. nobody... React. There was something that was like, why would not one person say, but, "Oh my God, that person was just killed"? Yeah, you, you know, I think I think it's, it's it was funny. a lot. Like, it, it, it had, is, had like, some reminiscence of what's the uh, Angelica Houston, by the way. That was oh, Angelica yeah. Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what's so the what's the uh, the vampire film I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, vampire Killer one with Wesley Snipes. Oh, Blade. Blade, yeah. Blade right? <laughs> yeah, it had right. a reminder of like, oh yeah, there's this entire world the of... subculture. A subculture right. of like, yeah, vampires, Because no, like, right? what David's bringing up is the... Uh, for Blade has one of the greatest openings of Oh yeah, the Blood from the Ceiling yeah. the Dance Club. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. But like, yeah, no, but what right. David's bringing up is, for people listening is the, the hero's journey, when you map that out, right? Uh, like within 15 minutes, you enter the underworld and you spend half your story in the underworld and then the last 15 minutes you come up out of the underworld again. And so what you're suggesting, I think, is essentially like the co- the tonal change is represented by color and intensity. Yeah. And, and the, the further we, the, the more alive he feels, he feels more alive from being in this environment. Yeah, it's like at it's the end of the second place, movie, so. yeah. when he's in Central Park, right. yeah. and he's it's all natural colors. Right. And as soon as he has to, because he thinks he's out. Right. But when he runs, right. suddenly it's sunset. It gets, yeah, it gets And it's again. dark and it's a brilliant, right. like instantly sunset. Yeah, absolutely. A- and it, it's it's really clever because, yeah. I, I, you know, the, the, the second and especially the third are mm. brilliant Just visually. Just insanity, yeah. But yeah. they are so painterly yeah. and unreal looking yeah. that um, you kind of forget, like you – Back picture the first movie as being very drab, right. and it's not. Yeah, when you're in the underworld part. Yeah, and in fact, like watching one again, I think the only the only thing that like differentiates it visually is like you can tell their budget is a little less because yeah. what they're choosing to. And this isn't a qualitative difference, but you can see that like the way they're handling their photography is more film noir. Like, and the first like one. much more single light stuff, much more like one lost, camera, one camera, yeah. exactly. Like there, there's there's not a lot of um, uh, complexity to the setups. There's just like very very well designed, and if you're a filmmaker, you go inexpensive shots, like beautiful and inexpensive. Whereas like the later films are beautiful and extraordinarily expensive. The other thing is, I think the, the first movie they they, yeah, they, yeah, they don't they, they don't feel that. Like the action doesn't feel as rehearsed mm-hmm. in the first movie. Oh no! In the yeah. second and third, it feels overly rehearsed. It's, it's absolutely ballet. It's like, ballet. It's like, it's I didn't. Ballet. No. But you see, I, I, I felt like I liked that because it was. Um, I felt like the first one was like frames, mm-hmm. like individual frames. We talked about that going between in a comic book, mm-hmm. and whereas the frames were kind of filled in a little bit. But it definitely with the way they wrote. It communicated as just like a, a film, like a like a illustrated book, and right. I kind of like that approach because after a while, with all the killing, mm-hmm. it's like um, I think that's what with the sense of humor to it. I just I, it removes I, the 
No, it just becomes an abstraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah abstract. and the abstract quality right. is what I like about yeah, mostly about movies. Yeah. And for me, I surprisingly I love the third. Just yeah. well, I you bring up American in Paris, it's the same thing. Same like, you thing. Don't want, yeah. You don't want Paris and American in Paris to actually be Paris. You no. want it to be a soundstage. It's, what is it? It's, it's, uh, Menzies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedric Menzies. Yeah, yeah. Menzi, yeah. Really? yeah. and so like I mean, the, you watch this movie and like they, Cedric and Gibbons. We're, we're Cedric in, Gibbons. Yeah, we're, we're in we're in Paris and. They're not in Paris. <laughs> like this, this is a, this is a beautiful that, set. You I want know, it to be a beautiful that's set. That's cool. That's cool. But, that's what I mean. Yeah. And like, it's like um, like the backdrops and the searchers and the forest scenes. Absolutely. Absolutely. looks cool. There's artificially uh, – watching I did last week, um, I did a couple times. Cause it's one of my favorite movies. Is Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, yeah. It's yes. great. Yeah, I watched that too. And I just – there's something about those wide angles, man. It's just – I just absolutely – Huge influence on this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very I, much so. And it's weird because literally I didn't – I don't know when you told us to watch this, but I didn't – was on, wasn't on my radar, uh, uh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. But I have – I own it. And I was like, oh, man. So I just did it like every other day. Mm-hmm. And all week and I just love that movie because the music uh, it just gets me every oh, it's time incredible. and also with Jason Robards and like you wouldn't believe Robards yeah. and it's it's funny and I had a theory about it well not a theory uh, apparently Jane Fonda hates that movie really yeah oh, poor Jane. because she Very says good. it's the only film where they depict her father's depicted as an evil person yeah and she doesn't like that. Oh, I see. And then I was like, wait a minute. So there's like 68, 69 when this movie came out. I was like, I wonder if it was his way of saying, because I know he didn't approve of way she was like anti-war and really yeah, sticking herself right. out. Yeah. It was his way of like trying to punish her yeah, like, right. because she was putting back. herself out there right. as like so anti-war right. that it was subtle little way because yeah. they had a kind of conflict, which they, uh, you know, from uh, his last movie, they kind of patched it up. But, on Golden Pond. Yeah. On Golden Pond. Yeah. But I thought, I wonder if that was his way because that's, he that's is that's good. Yeah, beautiful. That's, that's the only movie he plays anywhere near that kind 100%, of thing. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Everything else he's uh, totally... Um, but it's just you can just and the way you know it's interesting the way that um, just that train station it was like wake and fright yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh the, yeah the shot, the right and shot. I was like God I've seen this before it was yeah. wake and fright but it was mm-hmm. way before that yeah. or a couple of years five years yeah. but to revisit that again you don't you with a beautiful image and the way the music and the pacing goes apparently there was more music but they had to pull it back. Mm. But um, one, you should read the bio on that. Like one guy committed suicide. What? Really? Yeah, one of the guys in the opening train sequence killed himself on the third day, and Leone was like, "We need his outfit." <laughs> Good old Leone. So they went sent somebody to the hospital to get the outfit because Listen, he's like, it was "Don't be rude. Wait until you know continuity. he's dead." <laughs> He came, he jumped out of a window at Wait. the hotel. <laughs> okay. just say, it's the weirdest story. Wait, if he thing. jumped out of a window and committed suicide, how is the costume still wearable? Like, he was got off the set and he killed himself and he uh, went to the hospital. Right. And they he was wearing the outfit apparently and right, Sergio Leone sent PAs to go saying. get the yeah. the body to get the clothing. Yeah. It's but a, what, if you look it up on Wikipedia, I was like, what's that? Insane. But that's it just insane. shows Leone. I don't know how much of it is true. It's There's a new book. Man. There's a book that came out last <laughs> year on the whole making of it, which I I actually need to get for Christmas because it's 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 that's a pretty kind of an, special and that's kind of an under, uh, unsung picture. I think that everyone like that you know, and Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. I mean, Once Upon a Time in, in America. America. Love great. that. Yeah, those deserts. And I know it's convoluted at times, but yeah, it's, it's just though. so beautiful. And it's the imagery with the music. And yeah. so the imagery on this, there was a point, though. Do you know I'm talking too much? No, hit it. Um, there was a point a on Wick that 
I didn't. What? It's circling back. It's good. Okay. Yeah. On Wick, <laughs> that I just like for the for the dance scene, mm-hmm. or the ballet scene. For me, oh, it was, yeah. I, I just was like, I it didn't was... push me anywhere, um, any anywhere. I know she helped him and she got punished for it, but showing the dancers, I didn't know if that was a way to kind of uh, reiterate that this is. A ballet. A ballet. Yeah, I think that, I think that so. was just I think it. That, yeah, like I think that because it went on sequence, with the yeah. dancers. I was like, right. okay. Yeah, I think that that entire sequence is the transition to, uh, like, they're telling you, we're now making this into a different thing. Like, we're we're like this is a different the, the, different the, thing. The right, cast right. was just kind of like, oh my god, okay, yeah. so it's Jen, Angelica Houston and yeah. Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, we're just yeah, going to redo the Matrix. Yeah, here. exactly. Like they're bringing <laughs> in so many meta things into right. the into, like they're 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 doing everything they can to remove you from any base reality at all right yeah they're lifting you up and out of that i think that like i agree like the the ballet bit is like my 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 general overall on these three movies is like uh in in general i like them progressively better i have notes on all of them i think that all of them have like all of them go on a little bit too long for me and all of them have a couple of scenes that kind of like, you know, whatever. But like the, the, but the overall is a, is a, is a strong climb. And the thing that I like best is, uh, once we t- turn over into when it just recognizes this is a different art form we're entering into now. And it's much more like a musical than it is like an action film. That being said, as an action movie, that first one is a fucking knock, knock out of the park. Just there incredible. were beats though in the third one that was like, he, they correct me. It was like they, he would shoot these guys, but they had like the yeah they, they were, were the they bulletproof. Hey, that's yeah. right. And yeah. so then he would have to pull the helmet back yeah, and, then and shoot, shoot at the under neck. the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> it's hysterical. That was a good little detail. Yeah, I was like, hysterical. that's great. Yeah, you never see great. that because usually it's bang, you're dead. Bang, yeah, you're dead. I mean, the, to me, the big kind of where it shifts is in the second one mm-hmm. when it gets back to America, right? And it becomes a video game, and you have yeah. oh yeah, totally the sumo guy. You yeah. have yeah. the Without the doubt. woman playing the fiddle in yep. the yep. in the subway, yep. and they literally are like, oh, I played that in Street Fighter Two. Absolutely, like, <laughs> like, I played it a hundred times in Street Fighter Two. They are they are they are caricatures. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And true. it's just like okay, we're now doing this thing. And the thing is, I mean, like I I would say that like I mean because I I think you know like feeling. Like liking it or not liking it, is I completely understand. Um, you know, let me, let me, let me. I, I really, really like all. Three yeah, you movies. enjoy it, right? But you just but prefer the the, the style first, of the, the first, first one, right? Is I because Collateral is the last movie I paid to see four times oh, on opening weekend. Is a good one. We should do that one. I love yeah, that movie incredible. so much, and it's I love how, like, you if you are a professional. A successful professional killer. Mm. You are not sloppy. Mm. You are not wasteful. You are not inefficient. Mm-hmm. And so John Wick, to be the legend that is supposedly John Wick, right. would not be spraying bullets. Would not be right. Do, right. Being the kind of uh, there are there are parts of two and three that look like John McClane in Die Hard, right. where he's just like, oh my god, I'm going to die if I don't just keep firing yeah, bullets sure. and dive right. in the corner, and that. Like loses me, and you it, like it, the like the the efficiency. It's like with the the scene in Collateral that gets me every time that I love every time is when he kills the, the two alley. dudes in the alley. Yeah, unfucking real, unamazing, so good, so yeah. good. It just goes pow, 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 so, pow. That's that. Well, <laughs> well, that that is what you would do. You, I mean, at, so like clean. like I realize that like you you two to the chest, two to the head. Yep. It's that. so funny because I literally watched Matador again on Thursday night mm-hmm. with Pierce Bronson. Yeah, and the Matador. Yeah. The Matador, yep. and it was like he's the, the hitman. I saw it when it first came out, but he's the hitman who's having kind of a, a uh, kind of a 
midlife crisis. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, it's it's a very television-y kind of thing, but sure. it's still – it was like that's another angle to the – Every single Pierce Brosnan movie looks like he a TV version of James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> it really – Well, the guy that true. shot – the guy that made The Matador is a TV director yeah, I discovered. TV. But that's there cool. was definitely the way kind of they – Resolved a lot of the stuff, uh, like mm-hmm. the, the beats in, in each right. scene yeah. it was television. It's a little freeze but frame. There were the a couple roll. of good moments right. with him mm-hmm. um, uh, that I liked, and um, but the thing about two, I think it's in two, is when that homeless guy was like, "Hey, I'm talking to," and then he shoots those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That scared the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, that was really good. like holy moly because so he was just kind of unassuming. Hey yeah. man, he spared boom, 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 and just takes right. him. Yeah, because I mean, by the, like this point, it's like the. Uh, the the journey of John Wick is essentially trying to make a movie. It's like uh, you you start with Collateral, and then you end up with um, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like that's basically the yeah. that's a, that's the distance we're covering stylistically right. between all three films. Because by the end of the, the third one, it's just like. We are in a complete fantasy land, mm-hmm. like absolutely true, right? And uh, which is like, what? But isn't the killing a fantasy type too? I mean, those kind of the way that everybody keeps going and going and going and going mm-hmm. and going. Well, that's the thing that 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 is because with the the John Wick films, everything's like, oh, there's so much killing, there's so much killing. That's the thing that I knew before I even watched these films. Right. But by the time I got to the third, it's like, yeah, that, that that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. because like, that's the world I'm, I'm, that it's, it's not against right. it. It's just that there's so. M- there's so over the top that the world is kind of right. matched it. It accepts you accept it. Well, right? this is because I mean, the guy walks through Grand Central Station and stabs three people and walks out. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's like, a, that's how we're operating. Yeah, it's, it's you're, fine. You're in a dream. You know, it's like the in the middle of a crowded. Right, and the thing is, I mean, yeah. like the the because I my my baseline feeling about violence in film is that like I, unless you are a serial killer, like you don't receive violence in your mind in film. The same way you receive actual violence, like if you see no, because if you did do it that way, you would not watch it. You would not watch it. You would not watch right. it. Right? I mean, you, or you have a real hard time. Like, with yeah, exactly. like you know, you can watch violence on film, like a, like narrative violence, mm-hmm. and be completely fine. Mm-hmm. But then, if you watch, um, like I, I can't watch like medical documentaries. Oh, no, I can't do anything. And, I can't and, watch any actual like, any, like and, and oh. not, or. Yeah. Um, Oh god! What was the name of the documentary where they talked about the killing fields and um, uh, oh yeah, Khmer Rouge right. kind of the killing Khmer, fields? Khmer Rouge yeah, stuff, Khmer Rouge yeah. and yeah. it's like I, 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 it's like when you're dealing with like real yeah, it's not possible for me to watch that stuff. I, I saw I need to see videos. I, I saw a documentary on a coroner in Russia. Wow. <laughs> like, Interesting. You know, frozen Things bodies happen. and a saw. Sure, it's unbelievable. Right. Job security right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, holy, <laughs> such yeah. a depressing environment. Yeah, it was dude. just like. But that's the kind of stuff like uh, like people. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, like like irreversible scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because, well, the take, take something like irreversible. Like I can watch that because like most of, like a portion of my mind is like. It knows that it's a movie and it's, it's operating it, and it's and it's operating in a symbolic way, yeah. right? But when you do very realistic violence, right, then you're using the fact that violence, it as a real thing, is completely horrifying to essentially spice up your movie. That's what you're doing, you know. And whether, it, whether it's used for good or bad or whatever it is, it's like also the, about who the violence is against, though. Like yeah, sure. like Joker mm-hmm. has very realistic violence, yeah, right, exactly. But uh, like before movie ever came out. Um, there's a lot of people on Facebook going like, "Oh, I'm not gonna extremely it, mad about it." It's yeah. like yeah. I'm I just celebrating violence, and so yeah. many. Uh, I'm like, I worked on the movie. Right. No one innocent gets killed in the movie. 
Lots yeah, of people die. There's, it is not a celebration of violence for sure. Like that is an but, anti-violence but no one, no, movie. No one innocent gets killed because yeah. there's no one innocent in yeah. that movie. Right. And you look at the John Wick movies versus say like Ronin. Right. Right. Where Ronin, there or are heat. tons of bystanders that get, Just mowed, get down. mowed down. Yeah. 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 And, and, and or heat as well. We talked yeah. about yeah. that. That's right. People in the shop, like shopping, shopping center. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah totally and it's down. like this is this is uh, everyone who dies deserves to die. Right. right. No. No one gets. John Wick is in a landscape where right. if if you died, that's what ca- what's what was coming for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and by the third movie, you notice an everyone's an assassin. assassin. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And the thing is that that's the because I mean, like even in like in um you know you say like in Heat or whatever where you have background characters actually getting run and getting people getting killed, uh like they're still not getting killed in a real way, but it is being used to heighten the. The, the gritty reality of the fantasy story that you're watching. Mm-hmm. It's the texture of what you're watching and how, so you go, oh man, that was really mean or whatever it is. Like, in, or in Once Upon a Time in the West, there's a lot of that stuff. Like when they uh, kill the family in the beginning. Oh, I know. You know, and it's, and it's super intense. Actually, it was the, when they're lying on the tables with just the desert flowers, mm-hmm. that is more heartbreaking yeah, than, absolutely. you know, when, if they're coming. Interesting thing. I'm huge, uh, like world World War One fan. Like, I not a fan of it. I just <laughs> I don't, I don't I, get the newsletter. The hist- I, I love reading history, and and that period is a really yeah mm. it, it has always that's had an impact on me. Have, have you listened to hardcore history? Yes. On it? Yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. so amazing. And the thing is, um, I saw they will grow old, or the um, oh they shall not grow old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter and Jackson's movie. It's yep. so beautiful yep. to see that back and, in theaters. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's and really so, something to say, man. That's but incredible. to see. Footage that I, you know, you see World War One footage. It's always black and white. To actually see that the the, the fields with with in color, mm. I might I reacted in a completely different way. Like yeah. all the romanticism is gone. Man. It's, yeah, yeah, I just right. was like, it really like some of the you know because it's not old timey. It's that's a place more current. Yeah. yeah, right. It Absolutely. really that's a great film and I want yeah, to see it in nineteen seventeen. Oh, it's supposed to be terrific. I am seeing it on Friday Son with and I'm with Sam Mendes and Deacons thereafter. Did you oh work on God. it? I did not. You just, oh, you, you just, you just, just No, it's an academy screening chain. for awards. Oh man. Yeah, no, because like that that uh I w- that was that the movie where beautiful. Mendes is a wonderful director and obviously Deacons is one of the best of all yes. time. Um but when I first saw the trailer I was like, This looks like a movie that has a good ad, but maybe a bad movie. You know it's rope, like one shot. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a one shot movie, right? And but the bird, all, all it? of the reviews, on a, not Bird on a Wire. What's the uh, uh, bird Birdman. 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 Yeah, yeah same kind of natural. Uh, the, bird yeah, on the, a Wire is Kurt uh, Russell. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, Birdman. I, uh, can, I did oh, not yes, like yeah. Birdman. I got confused. You did not like Birdman. That's right. I got confused with the the boat with the memory. That's why the yeah. See, yeah, this is what we do all the time on the show. But yeah, no, the 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 one or like. The when I when I saw the nineteen seventy seventeen ad, I was like, uh, I haven't heard a lot about this. I don't know, but I just saw all the reviews, and they're like, this is like the opening of Saving Private Ryan for two straight hours. Like mm-hmm. your mind's gonna be blown. Yeah. So I'm very very jealous of you. I, right I, I'm um yeah I, I love war uh, okay I love history of War One and stories yeah. about it because uh, like it is the VFX industry <laughs> where the whole thing is like let's just send as many people at yeah. it until they run running. out of bullets yeah exactly and that and like and we don't if care you how don't many go who, over the line they'll shoot you yeah it doesn't right. matter how many people who die there's tons lining up to, to have you ever read Doughboys yes and how like the French had all the um, they would have the the senior level of military uh, staff. 
they had different decorations, but they were red and they wore brass helmets. So the Germans could see the reflections of the brass helmets and the red, and <clears> they were <throat> picking them off like the first month <laughs> because yeah, it was just like, oh, there, there they are. There it is. <laughs> exactly. Okay, guys, let's get rid of the red vests, okay? Because it was a transition. It was like <laughs> – Let's was, take the targets off our hats. Like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite genres uh, is uh, revision – not revisionist, alternate history. Alternate history. Like, yeah. like Harry Turtle Dove sure. is right. like I love, right? And um, – you know, like the American Civil War almost became World War One. Yeah. Right? right. It was like starting to get into trench warfare and yeah. that kind oh, of stuff yeah. right at the end. And then it ended. And there wasn't another major war until World War One. Right. And that was like all well, of a sudden. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so my, my. Great, no, in 1899. My, my, no, no, my great grandfather, who was uh, a general. Uh, so he, he's been in several wars or was in several wars, mm-hmm. World War One, World War Two, but he was also in the Spanish American War. That's right. Which is another war that happened between the Civil War. And, That's what I'm saying. 1899, okay. right? right? 1998. So, so he was in the Spanish American War and then, uh, my dad found his diary, which is his World War One diary, which is what you're, what you were talking about, right? And so, uh, I got to read it and most of his diary at the beginning is about him, trying to get to the front. Like, we have right. to go fight this war, fight this war, fight this war. Right. And he's, like, stuck in Halifax, and they're trying to wait for the boat, oh. and there's all this stuff. Right. And he was, like, trying to get if to the thing. only we can go. By the way, the nobody front. in like, the family is well, talking about Chapter 7 in his book because it's about the hookers in France. But other than that, I mean, they, they go, they go well, 6, 8. <laughs> so, so what happens is he finally gets to the front, and you can tell, like, he's, like, trying to get to the thing, and mm. then the diary just stops. Yeah, yeah. Because they're at the front. Because <laughs> it, well, it's just just horrible. Yeah, it's, it's the worst thing possible. The rest of the diary is fuck, 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 fuck. Get me no, out of here! I'm, Holy I'm, shit! Fuck. So, so then, <laughs> so, so anyway, anyway, he he did end up. You know, he became a a, a pretty big general. In fact, did I tell yeah. you the story about about about? You him? did. You mentioned it to me before, but yeah. I don't think it said it on air. Um. So so he was a general during the Second World War as well. In in the UK, and he was part of the American Legion, which was uh, well, he was the leader of the American Legion. So, which was an American uh, American troops that were working alongside the British before the Americans actually joined the war. Yeah, right. Right, right. and so they were like doing this thing, and so there was uh, my mother found in the attic these old newsreels. Or old cans that were in nitroglycerin, and uh, oh, yeah. and so they were like they were, she was like we should get these fig- you know transferred transferred to VHS, uh, and no one would do it, and then we found someone that did it under the under the radar that actually transferred to VHS, but turns out it was old BBC News real footage mm. of my great grandfather with Churchill. Oh my god! Uh, oh, and so uh, it was him and Churchill. And when were, was this? You did uh, when that you were. Ta- uh, this is from 10, 15 years ago that your family – you still have the you diaries? The yeah. you oh, the no, no. This was like 20 years ago yeah. that we found it, right? Uh, so anyway, so uh, it's actually uh, – it's on it's on YouTube. I, I took the, the BBC footage of my great-grandfather. I put it up on YouTube. So look up uh, General Wade Hampton Hayes That's and you'll, you'll, you'll see the, the story. I was doing that for my great-grandfather yeah. with my daughter last week and that's what I was calling my wife. Well, for, I'll show it to you after this. Because anyway. he, was a, he was in Iquitos in Peru oh, yeah. and he was friends with uh, the guy Fitzcarraldo. 
No shit, really. Yeah, that, he was a rubber guy. baron, and Mario oh Vargas Llosa did a book on him right. and those three other guys. Right. Oh so, God, so it's crazy. So, so there's We're this, all related. This footage. Are you related to anyone famous, General? Because I, I am as I, well. Oh fuck! I'm. Out. Oh, let me finish my story. <laughs> so, General, so, 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 so wait, guys. Chris so, so Wade, is talking. So Wade, yeah. <laughs> I haven't said what? a word the whole time. The, so, so, so anyway. Uh, uh, my great grandfather is on the thing, and he's doing this thing in front of a link in front of his desk, and he, he's reading a statement, and he goes, "There are people at home that feels we should help our friends in the UK here, short of going to war. It is my belief that we should do anything that can be done, short of nothing." <laughs> and the point being that he confronted. Kennedy, who was the ambassador at that time, right. who was pro-Nazi. Yes. Yeah. Right? So he was the one who basically went up to Kennedy and said, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And at which point um, Kennedy said uh, – the famous line in the family is that he basically said – as like, come on, General Hayes. Uh, uh, we sh- you know, can we act like gentlemen? He says, there's only one gentleman in this mo- room and he's leaving. And he's leaving. And so that That's was right. the, the big thing. Great. That's a drop yeah. the mic moment. He's yeah, like, where's the microphone? Like, I need to drop it. Yeah. And so basically <laughs> he left. And so he became very – obviously very close with the English. Uh, and we ended up going to war. Obviously, we ended up joining the uh, joining the, the, the alliance and, and going to war. Uh, but he ended up living in the UK. And so he still had an apartment there till till he died in the UK. And no, man. Yeah, I, I, not about your great-grandfather, but I pitched that show Which about show? three years ago of the Americans who went over to fly in the Battle of Britain. Mm. Oh, That's yeah. That's a good idea. Because uh, anyone could die at any moment. Right. And Didn't Joe Jr. die that way? How did he... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Joe Jr., yeah. which was the oldest brother above Jack and yeah. Ted and everybody, he died in a some air out of England in a plane. Yeah, right. I believe so, yeah. Which killed it, it crushed his father because that was the guy that was going to be yeah. Yeah, take right. over not Ted. Let's be honest, Ted wasn't very good at driving, but Although this is are you true. watching Big all, for Big all Big mankind? <laughs> What's this? Are you watching for all mankind? No. Oh, did you see the, the crown? Yeah. Do it. Oh, yes, yes. I still like By the way, I, I okay. so uh, I went to a thing. Welcome back to ADD channels. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, went, I went to a, a thing for Crown Season 3, and uh, I have to say Olivia Coleman is the most charming human being she to is ever fucking awesome, dude. walk she the is, earth. I've never met her. She's what, amazing. What? Holy crap. Yeah. She's, I, yeah, I, I, I have to say the crown this year was really beautiful. Really just wonderful. I've seen the first two episodes of The Crown, and that is an amazing show. I, I almost don't want to see it anymore because I liked it so much. The I first two afraid. episodes of The Crown have a larger budget than all three John Wick movies. Like, <laughs> it's it is really, really amazing. I, I don't, I'm being facetious, yeah, but no, it is. Really not, I, I didn't believe you, but I'm yeah. sure the budget – I'm curious what the budget is. It's insane. It's go- I mean, that's a gorgeous, gorgeous show. I mean, I couldn't believe it. But, you know, Helena like, Bottom Carter was wonderful as Anne – Yes, uh, the, Margaret. Margaret, the and, crazy uh, one. And, and what's his name? Uh, 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 Jared Harris. Uh, Plays her father in the uh, first father, season. In the first season. Like, that dude has become the king of streaming television. Yeah. Yeah, because he's in The Terror. He's marvelous in The Terror. He's on uh, The Expanse. He's great on The Expanse. He's in um, Chernobyl. Kills it in Chernobyl. I got to see Chernobyl. I, I haven't I haven't watched yet. Have you seen Warrior? Warrior. The, oh, the movie? No, it's a show. Oh, no, I have not seen There's it. There's too much TV. There is. I watched the first season of it. The titles are so great. So much TV. The yeah. rest of it is like... Right now, we're at, we, have a, we have a Frasier problem at our house because uh, <laughs> Brady, Brady we announced to him that basically Frasier is going to be taken off Netflix at the end of December. Oh, my God. Oh, what, really? what do you do? 
So he's binge watching. He wants to be able to watch all twelve seasons twice. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. So, so, so. who owns Frasier? I'm sorry. Uh, NBC. NBC. So it's Hulu. It's so flipping go. flipping back to previous episodes, mm-hmm. you were talking about the death of physical discs and that you don't buy them, right? Because you're aware. Oh, you're you're afraid but of now them wearing. You out. should. Buy I them. have a question for you. <laughs> uh, so I am a big buyer of physical discs. Yeah, okay. and you are correct to have done that. But <laughs> I have not taken a physical disc out of a package more than once because I have a Plex server at home. Right, and if you do not know about Plex, you I do, need Plex. I do, I do know. Yeah. I do know. And I do not know. Plex basically, you rip your stuff and you put it on the Plex server. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, and yeah. therefore, and you can not only do you can you watch it in your house, you can watch it anywhere. Oh, right. So you can build because your, you can serve your your Plex server is on the internet. So if you log into your VPN? Plex server anywhere, you don't need to. This you don't need to because to it's your login. It's Technically, yours. I'm, so it's like it's like the Western Digital Cloud thing, but a better but one. It, but but it's serving back to your house. So if you're yeah. somewhere in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. you're basically using the internet. Going back to your house to your. What if actual, I'm in France, right. not the, the Netherlands? It, 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 it's your own deal. private. I don't know the difference it's, between it's your, Sweden and the Netherlands. It's your own. <laughs> it's your own private Netflix. If you're but in China, right, then right. no. But the thing is, is <laughs> the reason I like one of the things I love about it is like you put a DVD in and you have to watch a stupid FBI yeah, warning right. and all. You know, I just worry all, about all, also all. it degrading. Yeah, of course, but the, eventually. Yeah. But I have I I have 37 terabytes of. Movies that no, are no 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 no. I'm not all, talking about that. I'm talking about the physical media, I know, like but, getting but, scratched. But or I have whatever. all of them. They're the the discs are in the cases, and they're not just going to be there. They're they're just but there in case of emergency. I have I have all of the backup. movies yeah. that are they're just images of it. Yeah. So there's no they're not recompressed, right? And they're all backed up to Backblaze. Right. So they are never going anywhere ever. Oh my God. Did you see like this is, you've done it right. You've created like what the U.S. government's done with all data. They've locked it up in a big concrete box because Disney will own everything and will not allow people to see it. This is what's going, this is what's happening right now. They're doing, like, they do, they used to do that. They're off. doing this now. Like they, they, cause they now they own what? 75% of movies, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like this. They have already reached 10 billion. In the U.S. box office mm-hmm. or, or this, this year, year this and year. haven't released Star Wars yet. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like because like, the, like they they are now withholding movies that they now own from this, the Fox this is, their, this is their business model. What they're going to do is you have Disney Plus That's right. for six ninety nine, yeah. and then they're going to have the Disney Vault is ninety nine dollars a month. Yeah, no like, shit. It's, exactly. Dude. Oh, is that what they're doing? doing? No, 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 gonna, no. It's going to be something like that. <laughs> but it is six dollars, which I was I actually thought it was going to be like twelve or fifteen. Yeah, I was shocked to see that it was cheap. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's no. That's how they get you, man. I, yeah, oh, I know. But it's, you. I thought, Do you really think a hamburger should cost 99 cents? Of course not. Yeah. You're going to pay for it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but the, what you said a second ago about the $99 you know, plus club special, yeah. you know, in five years, it could be like that. And you'll just be pissed because this is what they're going to – something like this is going to happen. You know, because but, like, but software is doing that, People are going to say, fuck it. And they're already beyond – I already see this, right? Because like Karen and I were watching – like sitting there. It was like the new Star Wars coming out and then and we're like – I don't actually have an interest in seeing it. I do not have an I have no in interest in seeing Maybe this new Star Wars. No. And then she and I looked and it's like, it's like, we'll probably see it. I mean, I'll see it like I, I eventually. I will see this. I will see this. It's going to happen. But I don't actually care anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, they it's killed uns- it. Yeah, I'm done. And I, I, think, I think it was fascinating is the fact that Star Wars, they're like, it's going to be a billion dollars no matter what. Right. Like People are flocking to it. The truth is it's not. And they're happening at Disney right now at Disneyland Park uh-huh. where they're like, 
the Star Wars land is like, huh, people aren't banging down the doors to get here. In yeah. fact, uh, what's also interesting is that Knott's Berry Farm is actually making more money than they ever did because people are <laughs> just, going there instead amazing. of Disney that's because terrible. they're like, I'm not going to go there. It's going to okay. be too crowded to go bananas. see Disney, uh, right. to see the Star Wars stuff. So they're going to Knott's Berry Farm. So De- Knott's Berry Farm is profiting. No, they should start making from- movies. <laughs> <laughs> from Star Wars not being as successful oh, as they thought it was. See, the, the world is a good place. That, it, quick thing, you were talking about like just the the tiers and the different stuff. I have actually started noticing. I have a program that I use, and it's a iClone character creator, right? And it's part of the Real Illusion thing. Mm-hmm. But to export certain things, I need to get the other part of the, which is another, you know. Two hundred, three hundred dollars, right. and we're like FBX with animation, or something. and I'm just like, when did it become like that? Do you right. know, I mean, like all of a sudden, I have like a sliver, but if I need to go beyond that, and it's just uh, like yeah. everything yeah, is being is, cut yeah, up, yeah, because everything is like it's like how Tapas used to be, like, like what Tapas originally was like basically free. Like it's to encourage you to drink more beer. That's what yes, tapas yeah. is for. Right? Tapas is like keep giving you food, yeah. So that that's you right. don't. So leave. you keep drinking. The, right. exactly, like the beer is the pricey thing, you know. Like that's the, what you're paying for. But now tapas by itself adds up to a seventeen dollar plate of French fries. <laughs> like that's basically right. what it is. Same thing with Vegas. Right. Vegas was free free drinks and food as long as you keep gambling. Now right. it's like two hundred dollars for a. Steak. When's yeah. the last time and, you and were in Vegas? Puck. <laughs> exactly. And you're just like, wait, like a minute. wait a minute. I <laughs> thought there's thought, no incentive here. I'm no, also losing money here. Yes. No, it's 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 absolutely dumb. And when this was is, the last time you were in Vegas? Oh my god, it's uh, been a while. Years. Yeah, I, it's That's probably it. been. Yeah, I, I, there was one year. No, I, fourteen not, years. It's yeah. been a couple of years, but I, I mean, I don't experience. I experience Vegas the way that most visual effects people do. Is I go to freaking NAB or whatever, yeah. right. and right. and then I'm out of there. There's nothing I in Vegas that can't I do stand anymore. It. <laughs> so, no, like that's 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 pretty much it. No. I don't, I, there's no reason to actually be. in You the don't city go of visit Vegas, friends in Nevada State Prison? No, uh, yeah. but I'll tell you this. In an old so, so my – so my – this is a funny story. Uh, uh, this is years and years ago when we – kind of not, not longer than when we moved to, to L.A. But my wife got – her company sent her to NAB, mm-hmm. right? But they uh, – and I decided I was going to surprise – I dropped her off at LAX and decided, you know what? Before we had kids, uh, I'm going to drop her off. I'm going to surprise her and see how fast I can drive to Vegas to meet her in Vegas and surprise her that I'm there. Oh, you nice. know, she just took That's the plane, right? That's very romantic. Right? That's nice. That's cool. I like that. So – because what happened is that they uh, they booked her a, 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 an NAB ticket la- last minute, and there was like no hotels left. Mm-hmm. So the only hotel room she could get, <laughs> with the, which they booked her, was at the Four Queens, <laughs> super seedy. Yeah, nice. The honeymoon suite at the oh, yeah. at the Four Queens. Yeah, which. Pretty much look like a, a, a set from Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, dude. It's like big, you get the extra fat bed bugs in that yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the like shag, shag, extra shag, <laughs> shag, shag, that like the good. bright red shag carpeting and right. uh, and uh, right. the heart shaped uh, tub. That's nice. Like, in in the room, it smells like bleach. <laughs> Do not take a black light into no, that room. No. She refused to take her shoes <laughs> off funny. in the shower. Like <laughs> I, would, I would refuse to take my hazmat suit off in that place, dude. No, no, I was like, so yeah, that, that that is that is Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm uh, there's there's Vegas uh, was lovely when uh, it had things in in it that I partook of, but I no longer do. Right, so there it is. It's now a horrible place to be. Yeah, and that, that does not interest me. We we uh, I think we were there uh, having a 
uh, for some some event. And we were we were, we were um, we're gambling. We were actually we we're not on downtown. We were in the downtown area, mm-hmm. right? So I think we were at the at the Golden Nugget, which is actually a pretty nice hotel. Oh, wait, uh, like yeah, no, that's actually I, do, I had a good I have a good time in Old Vegas. Gold, gold, Golden Nugget, yeah. the great buffet, uh, yeah. uh, buffet at the Golden yeah, Nugget, that's, that's and, and a really good bread pudding, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, so there's this one guy. It's a complete uh, uh, irony, and uh, is that he loved to gamble, but he's super cheap. <laughs> so Damn. he decided he wanted Nickel to go. Guy. He wanted to go to uh, the El Cortez, or which is really off the strip. Yeah, yeah if, it's, if, it's, if it's a casino you've never yeah. heard of, then it's, because because they <laughs> had right. the they had, crap, they had crap hmm. they had crap tables right. over there. Which were had a two dollar minimum, yeah, super low, yeah. That's the best. and they were like, we go that's, there that's and it's the like, fun let's way. go, let's go over there and play some craps. And we go there and and it's like, oh, this is like depressing. People like trying to break a five, yeah. Oh, see this, yeah. The, you know, yeah, and, I'm, and then I'm someone and someone like is like you know taking their welfare checks in. Yeah. It's like uh, oh, because yeah, I yeah. I used to be oh, a very yeah. big Vegas guy. Yeah, I used to take the Stripper Express there every weekend on Thursday. <laughs> Right from Burbank. Oh my God, the Stripper Express from Thursdays at Burbank. I've never heard of that. I've known what the Stripper Express is ridiculous. We should should explain what the Stripper Express is. It's a Southwest flight from Burbank to to Vegas on a Thursday. On a Thursday. How do you all know about this? And you all have generals in your past. Okay, so (laughs) I I have dated two. Exotic dancers wow. in the past. Nice. Uh, a little but, closer to the mic, David. Uh, yeah, well, uh, that's something you really want on mic. Um, <laughs> but uh, so basically all the uh, very attractive uh, exotic dancers mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. go to Vegas on the weekend. In to order make more to make money. Make some money, money and yes, come right. back. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, because because you can make a lot of, a lot of dough. A thousand bucks a night yep, in sure. L.A. And you can make $20,000 a night that's, in Vegas, just dancing. That is yeah. smart. Not doing anything illegal. Yep. And um, smart. I, yeah. used, I used to work at a. Uh, I was uh, worked at a theater in LA, uh, early two thousands for three and a half, four years, just like a theater study program. Exact. I think Barry is based upon that program I was in, right. and um, literally uh, at the well Beverly Hills Playhouse I was at, and it was great. I shot a lot of, of stuff, used the actors, but uh, there are. A handful, three or four girls that used to do that. Because I went out to a film festival once and we all went out, but they would do that and they made tons mm-hmm. of money. They were they had a talent. Yeah. The girls. And they would make so much money, I would like I my head I was like, really? Like unbelievable. <laughs> and one, like the smart one out of the other three were dopey, <clears throat> invested in real estate. Yeah, right. yeah dude. Boy, boy, boy. Super smart. Business acumen, man. Yeah, you got it. Do it. But, you know, it was was was. Uh, so my wife, when she was pregnant with our first kid, she went on to, she found this forum of uh, that you could have that were moms, right? And the whole way that this forum worked is that whenever you find out your pregnant or your due date, mm-hmm. right, that all the women who are on that due date, they all sign up for that date mm-hmm. right so they're all going through the whole experience together mm-hmm. and they all go through like oh you know this is what i'm going through etc 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 and then uh then the kid is born and then they go through the development of the kid at the same time so they're all kind of experiencing this and they're all over the country or the world or whatever it is right so one of the women that was on there was a famous 
porn star. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> Famous nice. porn yeah. star. And they were like, really like, oh, wait, what? That's, and that's and so, that's um, what's her name? Uh, China. She's got a Harvard degree. She's really smart. That, I, really, I really know. smart. I, I have no porn star. In, right. In so so her name is China something. Or her yeah, porn sure. star name is China yeah. something. But right. she she was basically like talking about like being a mom now and right. doing – and like going from like Would have been really life. embarrassing if somebody at this table just was like, oh, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> so jump on that one. No, the no, famous one, one, no, the famous one I know is that had a kid was uh, – she made a ton of money with Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. She made a ton yeah, of money. She's a millionaire. She was a millionaire for yeah. sure. Like branding and That's stuff a, like that. That is a that is a if you do it right, you can make a lot of money. I can't business. believe I if read. I know this is a total lady. I'm shocked that uh, on the Kylie, uh, uh, one of the Kardashian girls, the Jenner girls. It's like worth $800, 900000000 million. Wow. A billion dollars because she wanted to be the quote-unquote first self-made billionaire and so asked for money on Instagram and people gave it to her. And that's the way but the world works cosmetic, now. Did it work? She had a cosmetics yeah. line too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it work? Yes. She's a genius. <laughs> She's a billionaire. True. True. <laughs> that's pretty good. I remember I mean, in the early days of the, of the I internet. I would not have thought of that. In the early days of, an, of the internet, mm-hmm. there was this guy, you know, when you're like registered domain, like early, early days. I'm talking like 90 – 97, 98. Right. This guy uh, started uh, – made a domain called buymeaferrari.com. Oh, my god. And basically like it was, you know, can we donate do money do, donate money to me to buy a Ferrari. Can, okay. Well, can we formally ask people on the show right now, please send us money so we can go to the movies? <laughs> it, do, you it, the, it, do you remember the story of the guy? Patreon. The no. Patreon. Do you Patreon. remember the story – this was a long time ago. The, the story of the kid was trying to figure out how to pay for college and then he made a uh, – he made a, a web page that was uh, 1,000 pixels by 1,000 pixels. Do you remember this? No. He made a web page that was 1,000 pixels by 1,000 pixels. Mm-hmm. And he says uh, – and Oh, you uh, can buy a pixel? Buy, buy a pixel or buy a bunch of pixels and put your logo there, right? Uh, right? So 10 by 10, 100 by 100 or whatever it is and you fill in the thing. And he basically made a million dollars in like uh, two weeks. What the fuck is wrong with me? How are we all not bazillionaires right now? This is amazing. Because everyone's like, this is what the – this guy made this page and went on the news and then freaking everyone yeah, bought – Yeah, oh Yeah, everyone bought – like, oh, yeah, here's – you know, 10 pixels right. by 10 pixels. I got my little logo on there and it's 100 bucks, whatever. Yeah, why not? And then basically it was just this a wall of logos yeah. of, of different things. And you could click on the logo and it will take, take you to their site. site. Right. Oh, my God. So this kid – He's like, how am I going to pay for college? And he came up with this 1,000 pixel by 1,000 pixel idea, and it freaking made a million dollars okay. in two weeks. I got to come up with years old. What year was that, though? Uh, or a long time ago. If you make a million dollars, why bother going to college? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so why would you want to lose all that money? Yeah, no, exactly. that's true. It's true. I tell you, we got to come up with some dumber ideas, gentlemen. <laughs> this is all the way too smart. That's I mean, it was really – like smart. If yep. We, uh, yep, honestly, true. if we were smart, would we be in visual effects? That's a good. That's a good point. I mean, <laughs> like not really known for <laughs> the money making and the uh, and and the. But c- we make every pixel beautiful. That's we? right. We just need to charge ten dollars per. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that that's the thing about Nab is you go and you think like you know it's visual. You're like, oh, if I only had four thousand dollars to buy a new computer, my mm. life would be so much better. And then you go to Nab and they're like, oh, here, buy a helicopter. <laughs> like you go to NAB, NAB. Yeah. you go to yeah. NAB and there's like, oh, look, not only, and then you go to the other level yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. like helicopters and like 
yeah, a whole other level zone. of money. I'm not in that zone. I'm I'm in the the, the hustle to pay. Oh, I, I, I'm I'm not in the buying in a helicopter business yeah, either. I'm saying at a, NAB, you zone. you see exactly yep. how crap our equipment that we're given. Yeah, of is. course, of course. Yeah, that's that. Like this is the there is other things besides visual effects that are interesting and fun. That's true. This you is know? very fun. This it's is true. true. And so so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I love doing great visual effects. Going back to John Wick what? And, and experiencing that, <laughs> yes. I really loved hearing, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nudorhorst and and Axonice's story because I was like, that is kind of exciting. Just the idea of the creation of that, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. and how they were going like, to figure it out and the solutions. I, I, lo- I watched the whole video on the uh, on the bike chase stuff. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to interrupt you to say it to me. So yeah, uh, absolutely, I, super, super cool. I, I want to recommend the episode because it's not about the making of John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. It's specifically about the creation of one part, yeah. one set in the movie. Oh, man. The glass and, thing. Right? The glass, glass thing. Yeah. For an hour. Incredible. And, it, and there, there's – um. This is the, the CG garage you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. My episode. It, it's amazing because it breaks down. It's like, oh, well, we need to decide how opaque the glass is going to be today mm-hmm. because otherwise we can't manufacture it in time. Right. And, and like the detail and the things you don't think about and the cascade effect of all your decisions are all laid out. It's it's amazing. Yeah. There's Damn. um, and the glass breaking right. stuff. There's a there's so there's a, a, a like so. You know, you, you you remember John Wick three, right? And they're in the glass house, and he smashes the head on the glass, fighting the yeah. guy from the raid. Yeah, fighting yes, the guy, right? Yes, yes, yes. So turns out they did it. They had a whole system for where they 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 blow the glass. They had this explosive to blow the glass stuff, and it worked the first time. Didn't work the second time. The problem ended up being that every time the glass explodes, it's an hour of cleanup and yeah, safety between right. every take. Right, and they're like, they did it once. Yeah. And then they never did it again. So all the glass in the breaking and stuff is all CG. Right. Yeah. Right. Because cool. it's the only way they could do it. And it's you can't seamless. Reset fast. You can't, exactly. It's seamless. Waste all day, yeah. I, so, I also love the fact because uh, what's covered there is how people who don't do visual effects think visual effects work. Where they talk about like being in an environment and like, oh, you have to wear black because then you can't see it. But right. like talking about how like, oh, well, you need to put up green. Right. And I start to laugh out loud because yeah. I worked – I did a short for a friend of mine years ago when I was working on Avatar. And um, we were in a – I was just doing the visual effects for it. We were in an industrial kitchen. Everything, everything is stainless steel. Yeah, right. right. Everywhere. And you put anything green in there. And the yeah, DP was like – and we, I had to blow a guy's green. head off, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, just static camera and film the guy and then film it without the guy. And then I can just run away his head. No problem, right? <laughs> easy, easy peasy, lemon yeah. squeezy. Yeah. And – He's like, don't you need a green screen? I'm like, no. You do not want no. a green screen. He's at like, all. I've, I've never heard of someone not doing visual effects with a green screen. I'm like, everything will be a green screen then. Like, yeah, do yeah, n- yeah, no, yeah. no. So basically, like, you know, when uh, in John Wick 3, when he cuts his finger off, it's against the- black. He, so they used instead of a green, they were gonna like put a green finger condom on his finger. <laughs> right. They used a black one because uh, most of the time yeah, it's against and when black. He show, exactly. And the thing is, when they show his finger, Painted. it's against the black um, yeah. of his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was Niederhurst being smart. I just saw it. I was like, oh, that was smart because uh, yeah, it was yeah. a low angle. Yeah. But it definitely was. Uh, if you the glass up, was beautiful. You can probably see it. Uh, but, yeah, who cares? But, but even so, it's, it's like just a little bit of paint yeah. as opposed to green. Then you have to. I have to look at a breakdown. I was. I was. I was. I was so. I did a movie. I can't say what it is legally, but the actor had broken his finger. 
right. and was in a, a finger splint right. that they painted bright orange. And we had to replace it with a CG finger, right? <laughs> oh, my God. The entire time. <laughs> That's so good. And it, That's was, good. it was utterly ridiculous. <laughs> they, because they put ping pong balls at every knuckle. <laughs> well, not only that, but because he was in a splint, he couldn't bend – like because of like the way tendons work, right. he couldn't bend the rest of his hand completely. Right. So he'd be like gripping – a thing it'd and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. it'll be like a little like claw hand thing yeah. and a, they're like just replace the whole hand oh and it's God. like it's taking up 80% of the screen yeah yeah no <laughs> find a different how about cut. we get a different hand yeah how about yeah <laughs> how about cut around this shit yeah exactly. w- yeah we 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 did it and then we went and saw the movie and that shot wasn't in yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> exactly. Let's get a wheelbarrow full of well, money and just, light it on fire. I remember, like my my first, you know, my first job in visual effects was on Day After Tomorrow, and then when the, the, I was hanging out. In Is the that the one the turntables of hailstones? That yes. That okay. Was. <laughs> I, I I knew that it. sounds like a, an album. <laughs> Rush tables of hailstones. Oh, I'm sorry, we went through 125 versions of hailstones. Mm. Mm, Can that, we go back that, to 133? That was a <laughs> pre-Z brush. So I mean, yeah, imagine now. Yeah, that's amazing. But there was a there was basically a, 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 a shot. Uh, there was this guy who was working on the uh, what's it, a Daredevil movie mm. that was done by <laughs> Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yes. yes. And basically, there was a scene where he. Had to have all these scars on his back because he's uh, uh, Daredevil, right. right? And he's in the shower. So the prosthetic people put scars on his back, but they couldn't see him because of the water. Right. So they decided, don't worry, we'll just fix it in CG. So he had to track a back on him <laughs> through wa- dripping water right. by hand. That's amazing. Took him like a week and a half of tracking a back. So. I'm just going to ask. Was so we would go ben by as like housing forward. No, okay, because <laughs> you could use any other back, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you can film that. They're like, no, 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 it's and then easy. he tracked his back for a week and a half, and then the like we would they would like put the scar in to make it right. show up better. It's like. This is our fucking job. This is it. I mean, it blows my just mind. think about like just being smarter filmmakers. Yeah. So, like, so now, now, a friend of mine worked on a Ben Affleck movie a year or so ago, mm-hmm. and he now has this enormous tattoo across his entire back. Oh, right, true. Ben does. And ben does. So, right. like, when he had a shirt off, they had to digitally remove it. Right. As opposed to this movie, when you realize John Wick is a badass because he has a big tattoo right. on his back, right. bringing it back to John Wick, making right. you happy. Oh, and yeah. also connecting it nicely, too, I'm sure that back must be up on Turbo Squid now and is used in that movie. Yes. <laughs> ben Affleck's back. What was the Ben it. Affleck movie from a year ago? Uh, I, I'm not. I, it was a Netflix thing. Oh, okay. uh, something Third Frontier? Oh, uh, yeah, Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier, yeah. Triple Frontier. Yep, uh, by uh, a favorite director of mine. That's his worst movie, but it's still pretty good. It's a great movie. I I think it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it's still a very good movie. His other movies are even better than that, and that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, He uh, directed uh, uh, A Most Violent Year and All Is Lost and Margin Call. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all, all is lost. Yeah. Margin call. No margin, margin call. Is margin really call. Margin call is great. Yeah. Fucking I had a long discussion with that's that director. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's great. And Ken uh, had, a, the guy in, who he had a place in Greenwich or something like Kevin yeah. Spacey's character. Yeah. And he's burying yeah. the dog or something. It, it, and, yeah, it's the uh, yeah. So it's, it's the you know it's the it's the 2008 crash movie with uh, yeah, Spock. It's yeah, it's, great. it's yeah. a great film. That's who is the film. director? That is uh, J C Chandor. J C yeah, Ch- yes, he yeah. did the. Uh, Redford movie. He did all. all he's all, from Connecticut, isn't he? Guys. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Well, I had a long great. discussion with him about 3D printing. Actually, oh no kidding. Um, he's a cool guy. Yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, he's fucking and uh, cool. he, well, did the, uh, cool he did the he did the one with the garbage cool, right? so. thing in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, it's the oil thing in New Jersey. It's yeah, the, uh, most violent year. Which yeah, is most my violent favorite year. Movie, and then um, yeah, but um, it's funny because you mentioned uh, what's his name, Spock, Zach. Yeah, Quinto. Zach Quinto. Yeah, yeah, Zach, Zach Quinto, but. Ties into John Wick. I'm trying to it's, be. We're getting there. To we're getting there. Don't worry. But it's good. Heroes, the TV show mm-hmm. Heroes, was ruined. Like the first season of Heroes was amazing. That's what I heard. I haven't seen it. Right, but they suffer from at the end of that season. There's a guy who's basically Superman, has right. all the powers. And what do you do with that? Right. What do you do with that? Right. right. You have. But that's that's what happens with John Wick. Is he right. becomes this like myth? Yeah. By right. the end of the first movie, untouchable. Right. Right, and so it 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 in the first movie mm-hmm. they hit him with a baseball bat mm-hmm. and he falls down. Right, and then they kick him once and then they can kill his dog and he's done. Right, second movie gets hit by a car like oh, eight yeah. times. Third in the first movie five falls minutes. off the building. Yeah, <laughs> and he's still <laughs> fine. Like, that Atomic fall bomb. was so brutal. Oh, it's a good one. It's real. It's, fun. Yeah. it's real. It's 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 two stunts stitched great together. Guy. Okay, but it's it's a real. It's, it's, it's real. brutal. Yeah. The thing about when uh, thinking about three. I was watching, you know. Are we back on John Wick. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. True. Good job. Um, we'll thinking get to finishing of, something up. The thinking first one about soon. three, <laughs> there were moments like when he was in um, Morocco or Marrakesh. Mm-hmm. You know, with, I've uh, given up on synopsis. And on this because the thing was, I just was like, you know, on four, it could either go so right turn like uh, the. Uh, the Matrix movies where it just – it's like – because the fan, yeah. it started to get a little fantastical where it's in the desert. Oh, yeah. And it was it like all of a sudden the, the next yeah, one's yeah. going to be, I'm on a meteorite <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like exactly. it could totally go that way. John Wick in space. Yeah. That's the thing. It could totally be Moonraker and it's like, huh? And that's the danger if they don't yeah. reel that well, thing the, in because that the, was the touch. Well, you know that was the little sliver of right. like we can go crazy with this. You know this what he needs? Right. You know what he needs? John Leguizamo has to come back with his car at some point. That's the thing because when I went backwards, I was like, "What happened to Leguizamo? Yeah. Like, why is he not in the? Se- uh, why is he not, not in the third pro- one? Third right. one? Why is he not prominent? Because in the third he one? has to come back in the fourth one. It's like, here's your cut. Yeah, exactly. Ray and Winstone, it, I and, love. And Ray, he's amazing. And like, what I would say, I totally agree with you. And what I would say, what and what might solve the problem for you, David, is if if they come back out of the underworld and make the fourth one, like they bring it back down to realism, then this. Then this what is it a, a pen what is that what is a what is four it's not people say it's quintilogy but or whatever it is it's a quadrology it's not quadrilogy it's a <laughs> it a is quadrilogy pen, no it's pen no no it's, pen, pen, is, would be a pen five. is five no so what's four quad no but it's I know that it's it's a tetralogy tetralogy it's a tetralogy so if they make the tetralogy. Like come back up out of the underworld and back into realism again. Back to the then, first one. Then this will be he, a perfect. Well, he set. needs to fall in love again. Yeah, he exactly. needs to find because that's the thing. About and then the she dogs. needs to die. Yeah, right? and the, and this, so the style like, becomes more realistic towards yeah. the end. Right, but she needs to die just like in De- Lethal Weapon. Oh, that was a good one. Lethal Weapon. And too. will she Lethal me- Weapon? Will too. he meet yeah, his yeah. love so through Lawrence Fishburne? Yes. Yeah. What was the name of that because actress? At the end, he's with. He goes back to Lawrence Fishburne. No idea. Meaning, what is that like? Going back to him. Is High he, five. Was, I can't reach you, but he was stopped yes. by he yes. basically wow. is now Pop. against that girl in the system, Fishborn. Yeah. So like 
is the fourth one going to be like they come together or does he help? I, the fourth one is probably just going to be tearing down the entire system. Sure. I'm right. sorry. That's it with Fishburne. Right. I'm and, sorry, but like I'm, I'm just still high fiving on that, 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 that dance, Ron. The, that might be that my was, best that was, ever. That was your best pull. You guys totally missed this. <laughs> we were having cross table conversations. <laughs> what is the this name is a, of the of the woman who plays Mel Gibson's love interest in Lethal Weapon Two, who is drowned? Patsy Kensett. Patsy Kensett. I, I, I love Patsy Kensett. Oh, yes, very, very. And she's, she's really, really good. good, and she is. Hot. She's beautiful she's and very talented. Yes. yes. But, man, I can't believe I you dug can't, that. You I was that. hoping we'd go the whole episode without objectifying anyone. I'm objectifying Wait all a minute. of you, you right now. You dated strippers. <laughs> I didn't objectify them, though. <laughs> and so, that, there's nothing wrong with saying Patsy Kensett is a beautiful, was a beautiful woman. She was a piece and of an ass. I think and I should. That is politically correct. That is the wrong thing to no, say. No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess yes. I'm going to say yes. Saying someone is beautiful <laughs> is not objectifying them. No, that is saying, because like that is, like, she is, she's a really good actress. She does well, a great job. Hold on, it is actually objectifying them. I will say that because you're basically saying. The intent. Of, like what, what people mean by objectifying is you are only paying attention to their physical traits. Yes, right. That's not yes. what we're doing. She is amazing in that movie. So when she I say she's a piece of ass, the fact that she is also very good looking. <laughs> yes, and Eric is, is no. making a Twitter storm for us. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. But she was, and I don't know if she dated. But well, we actually objectify men way more than we do. You should. Okay, because first of all, you want to talk about a sweet piece of ass. Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon Two. Oh, when he's is, in the trailer. When he's in the fucking trailer. K Guapo. K Guapo. K Guapo. Holy shit. He's yeah. better. Better is uh, Patrick Swayze getting out of bed in Roadhouse. That's true. I mean that that is a that is a that is an objectification. Fest. I just watched Roadhouse the other night. Oh, so. I mean, yeah, it'd always be nice to tell time not to be nice. I love that yeah, movie that so much. Incredible. Mm. Yeah, my, no, my entire life philosophy is based on the movie Roadhouse. Oh, it's brilliant. Which it's is, brilliant. you know, uh, it's an absolutely stoic film. It's a yeah, perfectly stoic film. You know, it's amazing. If 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 if. Uh, Oh God, my brain! I, I haven't had alcohol in ten months. No, oh, here it so. is, <laughs> nicely done. This, this vodka I'm is glad uh, we could break that streak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, yeah. welcome to but Martini we, Giants. Our Martini <laughs> Giants is all about drinking too much and objectifying men. This is what we do here. Please tweet us about this. We don't I mean, actually drink that much, but we do objectify men. We do objectify yes, men. That's yes. true, and we are going to continue doing it no matter what. Way, absolutely, says. absolutely. I, I, I'd like to say that Keanu Reeves is in that category with like Paul. Rudd. Yeah. Of does not age. Oh yeah, it's weird. It's like, weird. He's like, he's a he's been a like when he was very young, he was an incredibly beautiful boy. What's the right? what's once uh, he, private once Idaho? I saw yeah. him at uh, in the lobby of the Roosevelt in Hollywood. Oh yeah, and he was pretty much wearing the John Wick outfit. Yeah, was yeah I I was at a Nick Cave film. Nice guy, uh, and such he was, a nice he was person. There in front of me. He's killer. I love. I love. He him. is so nice. You ever him. seen the video of him on the subway? Yeah. No. Do, 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 do I, do I tell tell him the story. Yeah, tell him the story. Uh, oh, well, this, this is just a great little – It's just a little YouTube that people put up there like he, – He's sitting on the subway and he, he's like – Someone obviously saw him on a subway. And it's And they're like – they're just like filming him. It's like, oh, filming shit, him. And, he, and he's just like looking down and then he like looks up and realizes there's a woman standing holding on to the, the pillar or yeah. pole. And he goes, oh, and he just stands up. He's like, here, do you want my seat? And then she's like, oh, thank you. He sits down and he's just like – and that's, know, it. that's it. That's it. He's just being cool. A, he's just he's being chivalrous. Yeah, he's just a good guy. Yeah. He's just a yeah. good guy. Uh, so, okay. You're, and it's very – and whether or not that's a, a woman or a man, that's the right thing to do. That is not a sexist thing. That is an absolutely – like you see someone like fucking hanging out, having a hard day, and you're Keanu Reeves. 
You give up your seat, your Keanu Reeves. You see that a lot, though, in the city, though. When I live, you would see that a lot. People you do, do. Yeah, you but do. you don't it's expect it nice from a superstar. See, you just, it's just nice to see Keanu Reeves do uh, yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, honestly, if you're Keanu Reeves, you have to do that. Yeah, just that's because what you do. That's it, the right it's thing it's like it didn't, it, it didn't feel like he uh, forced. It felt uh, it Okay, felt and it, that genuine. woman was his assistant, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, there, was was a, a there was a great crew there, and they were filming. But it wasn't a setup. It wasn't a setup. It's like the – it and then must, you followed the woman, and she got onto the stripper express. In, in L.A., in L.A., I can't imagine yeah. anything being more stressful than being famous and driving in L.A. traffic mm. because you can't like honk at somebody and yeah. they turn around going like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, you've got fuck, a golf club. Yeah, yeah. or just be like, oh, fucking Ellen DeGeneres being angry at me. Like it, yeah. it, it, it yeah. doesn't roll. Yeah, that's true. Um, you got to be very. Yeah, you got to stay wise to yeah. what you look like. It's all unless you change oh, words. I, I mean, I, I, God bless you. I was at a I mean, pharmacy. You, you, know, you know, David, as much. I mean, I've heard from 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 celebrities that I've, I've I've spoken to about specifically that situation where they get recognized. Yeah, and they're just trying to get through their day, or they're they're jogging on the beach or something like that. Yeah, and someone's like, "Oh, you're so and so," and they're like, "Yeah, hey, thanks," and I'm like just trying to get through my day, and they're like. Fuck you, hey, asshole. Jerry yeah, Langford. What? Jerry Langford. Jerry Langford. Really? I'm just oh. trying to do my daily routine. I was, I was like, hey, I was at, I was at, I was at uh, Village Pizza in Larchmont mm-hmm. last where year. I, yeah. I, I, that, that is the best pizza in LA. And it's such a cute area. I have a better, and, and, I live in that, that's my neighborhood pizza. There's another place just down the street. Z Pizza? Nope, oh, not okay. that crap. All right, go ahead and talk right. to, tell, tell your but story. But the guy who plays uh, George Costanza. Yeah. Uh, 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 name blanking. Um, yeah, him. George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, for the rest of his life, he is the guy. His, his the rest name. of his life, is, he yeah. is the guy who plays no George to Costanza. Mr. Costanza, but that's your He name. came in to get a pizza for takeaway, obviously had pre-ordered it. I was sitting outside with a couple of my friends, and it literally took him 40 minutes to go in. Oh, man. Get the pizza and Everyone's get out. Everyone's got to throw lines at you. Everyone's got to quote. Every, no, everyone wanted fucking selfies. Yeah, yeah. And right. I was like, oh, just leave the That's poor guy alone. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not autographs. It's selfies now. It, yeah. yeah. It, it, is, it is, you know, I encounter celebrities a lot mm-hmm. uh, just because of, you know, academy stuff and work and all right. that kind of stuff. I never do, and it's just like they are just people, and they just want to go about their yeah, day. Yeah, just it's a job, and you know, they're doing this. There, are, there are those that like want to have nothing to do with it at all, like mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Like yep. Matt Damon is actually awesome. He's like, hey, photos of me, fine. Leave my family out of it. Yep, sure. And then you know, uh, there are those who embrace it, but there are super like Tom Hanks mm-hmm. is as nice as you think. Oh God, right. I, that dude. Yeah. He's made of Keanu, sweetness. I've met, is yeah. as nice as yeah. you oh, expect. Yeah, very nice. Like, there are people who are super – awesome. the, 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 the funniest one that I did – like, well, there's several ones. But uh, one of the ones that I remember, which was similar, it was in Beverly Hills. I went to, like, a Starbucks or whatever. And I was getting my coffee, and it was, like, early in the morning, trying to get through it. And suddenly, like I'm, uh, you know, I, I bump into a table as I'm trying to get through the crowd, and I apologize to the person at the table that was sitting at the table. I was like, "Oh, excuse me." I look down, and it's John Malkovich. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I'm like, oh, and I, and I was like, oh, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I'm sorry. And then I smile because I recognize him. That's it. And yeah. he just realized like I recognize him. Yeah, right. And then he and smiled back at me, and I was like. Okay. Have hey, a great day. Uh, Thanks uh, a lot. To, hey, to, you know Eric just brought this up. I, I have to add to my my collection of things that I it, the idiot things I say to stars. 
uh, is I told James Woods. <laughs> I told James Woods that he was James Woods. <laughs> really? I was standing, it was the Rose, and he was sitting next to me. And it's just and he just goes, "How, how do I uh, do, how do I pay you? Do I do?" And I was just I looked over and I'm like, "You're James Woods." And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> But you also, I, you also I told, told Nicole David Kidman. Fitch, that, you I told, told David that, Fitcher he had huge hands. David Fitcher that he had huge hands, and Nicole Kidman that she was tall. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, the, I'm an ace. The only stuff. time I've ever lost my shit mm-hmm. was I was going into Starbucks mm-hmm. on Vineland and Ventura, mm-hmm. and uh, I opened the like I was going into Starbucks, and I went to open the door, and there's someone coming out, so I just held the door, got out of their way, so they could come in, and it was Joel Hodgson. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. from MST3K. Cool. That's, cool. That's a good one. And it like took a moment for me to uh, like Why? like that, and yeah. I was like, "Nope, not 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 not, not gonna let it go." Yeah. And I called to him and like talked to him. He was totally cool. Oh, that's great. But that's great. like, I did kind of be that guy. Yes, you're gonna be that I've guy been for that, at least I've one been person. That. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Who is who are you that guy for? Uh, I was that way when I would always uh, – I lived in the West Village for years in the 90s and run into Lou Reed. Yeah, and, you told us the Lou Reed Keith, story. Yeah. when I ran into Keith Richards. I still yeah. love your Eric Clapton story. I Clapton, I was pretty – but I was more like, wow, because I love Jeff Beck and, and Clapton. But right. I, uh, I, I, yeah, did, I had that – I was really kind of stupid around Keith too. I That's was, reasonable. That's very reasonable. I was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah, I hear Hey, baby. That was the time when I uh, ran into Will Ferrell and didn't realize it was Will Ferrell for oh, a long yeah. time. That was a pretty funny one. That's <laughs> funny. He's Just tall, talking right? with him. Super tall? Yeah, he's, he's my height. Yeah, he's a big dude. Uh, he's a big, uh, big tall guy. Six, three? Yeah, I'm 6'3". Yeah. And so I was like talking to him for a long time. I was like, oh, uh, hey, Will. And I didn't know his name was Will. I was like, hey, what's going on? Because I thought it's like, you look familiar. Like, yeah, sure. like a man who ran into dude. a party or something. I'm like, Probably hey, Will, what's going on? And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Talking to him for like 20 minutes. And I go to my wife's like, hey, uh, I forgot that guy's name. Did we meet him at Joyce's party? Where was he? And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You've been talking to Will Ferrell for 20 minutes. <laughs> I, uh, a, fr- That's a, funny. A, a friend of mine dated. I've told this story many times. It's Sorry, a good one, Sorry like to this. the podcast. A, a friend of mine dated Kate Beckinsale. And when uh, I'm, I met her, I was like, you're really pretty. And oh, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, dude, dude. Yeah. Hey, no, do? the funny thing is when we were do? when we were on we were working on iRobot, right? And we had been like, just we were the, the hours, the hours, the hours, uh, right? Sure. And you so, never do overtime in a visual effect. No, no, no. So we're working on. And so we were on that too. We were walking down. I was there, but we were walking down the sidewalk on on Main Street in Venice, like trying to get a cup of coffee, and we're like, ugh. And we, you know, you, you just have these, these shots in your head of like plate after plate after plate. And Bridget Moynihan is in, in the, in the movie. And then suddenly she walks down the sidewalk like her and like, wait, am I at work? Yeah, or was that happening? a real person? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because suddenly she's like walking down the sidewalk and like, huh? Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. No, no, this is not the movie. <laughs> this is, she's act. that's a. You're going to wake person. up at your desk. I almost wanted to poke her. Like, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, yeah, dude. Wait, no, when, I'm uh, working on your movie, Bridget. <laughs> yeah, but there are, like, there are people that, like, but she was good. You know what I t- liked about Bridget Moynihan? She was not necessarily the best in, in, in iRobot. Yeah, but, but I, iRobot. she freaking yeah. hit the mark every time. Oh, uh, the best. She was the pro and making better. sure she was always in focus. Yeah. She was perfect. Nothing hit better. the mark every time. People, people that are there to work. She, 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 she's yeah, good. The best. Yep. The best. Keanu seems like one of those guys too. That is he like, is. Yeah. yeah. Like he's always Saldana too. 
Oh yeah, I bet. I bet. Man, you don't work. You don't work for Cameron. That fucking knowing where to. Move. Trust me, yeah. I know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, like that's the like these those kinds of prof- professional, real professional actors who just like there's no show going on. Like Olivia Wilde was like that when she was DD. You know, right. Yeah. Like I mean, she's just like yeah, just gonna go and do the fucking thing, and that's what there she's there to do. Yep. You know, and uh, with with Keanu, Tom Keanu, Cruise too, actually. Tom Cruise, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like uh, with, um, with with Reeves, Reeves, like nice nice guy at every opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like is really caring about like people that he's like he's making fucking Bill and Ted's uh, three, three because because it sounds fun. He wants to hang out with his buddy. <laughs> like that's basically the reason to make that movie. He's like, oh, Alex hasn't worked in a little bit. Let's make that movie. That sounds fun. That's cool. You know? Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's great. Did you see him? What's the What's the movie about the? Uh, it's a It's a streaming movie about the Asian uh, guys, and he plays himself as a parody of himself. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, oh, God, it was super funny when he showed up. Too. Show great. so funny. Have you oh, seen God, this what's movie? No. Uh, always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, pretty good movie. The heat. I thought you were talking about. Um, the, it's honestly yeah. just. Uh, it's a pretty See, good movie. Were you thinking? But then Keanu Reeves playing well, himself. No, 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 man, that is like he good. basically yeah. is the like, slow mo coming into the restaurant. Yeah, I, I've like, seen the oh thing on YouTube. Oh my god, it's so. Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and he's just like being completely awesome at being himself and it was like he's the nicest guy ever but he's really kind of douchey yeah it's so funny so, 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 so dude and, and it's funny because he's being a parody of himself yeah and he's in great. the new Spongebob Squarepants movie yeah and he has directed two really good movies that people have not seen uh, he directed um, uh, Man of Tai Chi saw it which is a really good movie like, and so, well he also directed Side by Side and Side by Side is the other one Side by Side which was a, like I thought a, the best most even-handed documentary about the transition from film to video yeah. that I've ever seen. Like the dude is fucking amazing across the board. All right, so I have to a little since we've, we've totally gone off the rails on on John Wick. I have to have the m- most Hollywood moment that my wife has gone through, and I'm, I apologize to, to, for telling this story. My wife is good, does, does does Pilates as a lot of people do, right? Mm-hmm. She enjoys it, and she does it in Burbank at this little studio. And so, because she's in LA. You've 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 met my wife. She she's had gray hair since she was you know twenty five right. years old, right? So she's got this very bright uh, uh, silver hair, yeah, it's and an awesome and, look. and, it's and she's got a very young face. So it kind of yeah. she kind of looks like a superhero, yeah. which I also love about it. Female Anderson Cooper. Yeah. So yeah. that good 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 way to put it. Yeah. Good way to put it. Uh, so she uh, she's had her Pilates class, and this woman comes up to her and she goes. You are so brave for not dyeing your hair. What the fuck? And she's and I and it was funny that she said it that way because I just read an article about Keanu Reeves's girlfriend, who is a woman who also has gray hair. Right. And the article says why Keanu Reeves's girlfriend is brave not to dye her hair. (laughs) And so anyway, brave. So this (laughs) this act this person says. You're so brave not to dye your hair. You must get called all the time. And Karen's like, what does this what, mean? What does this mean? Okay. Because, and he goes, oh, I assumed you were an actress. Yeah, there you go. Nice. To, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you are a very good looking person and you do not dye your hair. That's what, that's what that said. And I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah that's and then, right. so this person's life, yeah. it, like it, it, what it made me realize going back to John Wick mm-hmm. is that this person's life is like, she assumes it. 
everyone she ever encounters in Los Angeles right. is an actor, yeah. just like everyone in John Wick films assumes is an assassin. An assassin <laughs> yeah. Right? So you are brave because you must get called all the time. Right. And Karen well, Karen may may work as an accountant. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter, right? So like but yeah. The 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 the, the tragedy of John Wick, right, is that you know, when you get into the se- the second or third mo- third movie and you see like, oh, he was an orphan mm-hmm. and was raised to be a killer. Right, right. Right. And then he escaped that and had a normal yeah. life. Became a real human. Right? It's right. it's like a uh, Buffy. Right. Right. If you ever saw the Buffy T V show. Just and, when you thought you're out. And she no, no, she I was just right. thinking of that no. Godfather three. <laughs> well no, but she she literally dies and goes to heaven. Right. And then her friends pull her back because they're like, oh, she has to be in hell. Right. Right? And then it's every moment is agony because she knew peace and happiness. Right. And so it's like even if he is a successful assassin again moving forward, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he's had heaven. He's had heaven. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the classic line about when you talk about the underworld, right, is you – the underworld only works if you can see heaven from there. Right. That's that's the whole – that's all point, <laughs> you know. Like that's that's how you suffer. It's like look at that. It's right right outside your reach. You right, know? because you could live in the underworld and it's it's could be a joyous day, but it's not till you get to the top that you realize what the bottom looks like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and I think that, that like there is a what a was great... that like City of Children, City of Men, C- no. City, City of God, God. City no. of God, City, Wait. City of Children City of... of Men or City of God. City of the uh, French guys that did Amelie. Oh, City, oh, of, City lost of Lost Children. children. Lost Children, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Township of Lost Men. <laughs> yeah. That's a good we should we should write that film. Let's do this immediately. Township Township of Lost Men. Well, wasn't there a Kiefer Sutherland movie <laughs> it, where it, it, it was that underworld? In, 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 what was that underworld one with Kiefer? It's, it's Lost Ireland. Boys? Yeah. No, it was it was like a world that <laughs> two conversations, like, one of them is genius. It was like a machine. <laughs> it kind of Dark fu- City. Dark City. Dark Holy Fuck that movie's amazing. That's a good Alex, movie. That's a super. Alex, I have not seen it since the theaters, but Chorus. that's Dark yeah. City. And and obviously he was the director on Great. Uh, uh, iRobot. Uh, on His iRobot. Gears yep. and stuff. Yep. Was there a circular window in iRobot? Because he does circular windows in that's all his movies. Thing. Yep. Man. What's yeah, the movie with Nick been. Cage where well, it's like he jumps aliens? out? I mean, the, the oh, robot. Uh, knowing. Should, knowing. Yeah. He jumps out of yep. the window. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I let's give a slight pitch. To knowing for being almost an incredibly great movie. Who? What? Knowing. Have you, has yeah. anyone seen this? Yeah, knowing knowing was a swing and a miss on it's the a swing on, and a miss. Yeah, but I really two recommend. strikes, three balls. Yeah, swing and a miss. Yeah, and like knowing is the kind of movie that you should go watch all the clips of knowing on YouTube, and then you will have seen a good movie. There's also another movie in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Knowing, but the but the sequences from Knowing are amazing. And but Bryce knowing is a very talented director. No, knowing is Alex essentially Price an entire movie where. Nick Cage is in a metaphorical straitjacket the yes. entire time, mm-hmm. trying to be Nick Cage yes. the entire time, doing his best and best not way. being allowed to be, and yeah. then full Nick Cage. Yeah, just finally blooms. What is the, the what is the the you sent out a YouTube on your Twitter account or on our Twitter account on mm-hmm. our Martin John one about someone analyzing Nick Cage as an actor. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, I think it's sort of fascinating. It's the one where it talks about, like, what if he's actually the greatest actor? Where he's, like, he really loves acting so he much. He loves acting so much, and you don't have... He doesn't necessarily have to be the style of, like... Yeah, he doesn't the, believe the real, in, yeah, the real he doesn't actor. believe in realism. Like, realism. And, and he says like, that Like, what if you go to the surrealism? Yeah. He, and they're like, like, actually, that's... 
because this really the crossover for that with me and the reason why i think i'm back on board with nick cage is like when he did mandy and i was like oh god mandy's amazing yeah mandy's amazing and, it, and it's the first movie to really it, like lasso the power of cage matchstick like, man is yeah. another one matchstick man is really great really but yeah, like, he has explicitly said he does he like he he's bored with realism what is the movie that i was shocked to find out that it was uh brett ratner who directed it and it was the, it's a Christmas movie. It's like it, it's basically uh, 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 um, he's a rich guy, and then oh, the weatherman. Not, no, no, no. Oh, no, that's not Ratner anyway. But no. yeah, no, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Um, you need to talk to Google at this point. No, 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 no. I'm going to do this. Uh, he plays. You guys all know this. Who's in it? Who's the Who's the opposite person? The 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 Female character is uh, David Duchovny's wife. Yes. Tia, Tia Carrera. Tia, 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 Tia Leone. Tia Leone. Tia Carrera is from Wentworth. And yeah. so the whole point is that he's a very rich person that lives in uh, in Manhattan. Yes. Like a big Wall Street guy. What, yeah. What is this called? What year? I know that we've seen this. I've seen this movie. I have never. Well, I, I know, I've I, definitely I, seen this movie. I'm not I'm sure trying if it's to early night or late, late, late 1990s. This is not the weatherman. It's not the weatherman. Um, I have no clue what this movie. Oh is. man, oh, man, yeah. yeah. The and only I love the, I love this movie this when I saw it. I'm the like, only Taylor Leone movie I have ever seen is Deep Impact. Oh, you got there's some no, Jurassic World. Uh, three. three. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic yeah. Park 3. She's yep. good in it. She w- uh, she's um, good. She's the blonde she's really good to William in, H. Macy. Okay, yeah. I saw that once. Uh, she's really good in the uh, Jim Carrey remake of – oh, shoot. With, with uh, the, the real estate comedy. Anyway, she's very she's Glenn com- Gary Glenn Ross oh, comedy. Man. Yes, absolutely. But you know, like uh, yeah, if you look at like Tia Leone is one of these actors that I really feel should have been she's called successful. the family man. Family man. Yes, yes family the man. Family that's man. It. That's it. And I was shocked to find out that it was directed by Brett Ratner because yeah, I, right. I just love this okay. film. It's good. And it's a Christmas Ratner's film. Not the worst director. He's, He's not the worst. There, but, yeah. There's a hilarious mm. Brett Ratner moment. We are so gone from John. That's Wilson. right. We're coming back around. There used to be a show about. 15 years ago, called On the Lot. Yes. On okay. yes. the Lot. Yeah, on with, the Lot. Uh, um, it was a reality show, kind yeah. of like um, Project Runway or whatever, yeah. where they had like 12 filmmakers, and every week, one of them would get voted off. Right. Okay? And they had their celebrity judges. And one of the when celebrity does, judges- When like seven years ago? Ten. Ten, ten years ago? Yeah. Ten years ago. Easy. More than that. And one of the celebrity judges was Brett Ratner. And in the, <laughs> this is going to go well. And it lasted one season. Yeah, yeah. And basically, one of the contestants, they had to make a short film, and he basically made a trailer. He didn't make a movie right. or a story. He made a collection of moments. Mm. And it was easily the technically most impressive of all of them. <laughs> right. And Brett Ratner was like, there's not a story. And this <laughs> contestant just goes – why would I take story notes from you? You're Brett Ratner. You're Brett Ratner. Wow. You don't know oh, no. anything. <laughs> and then you could wow. just see. I think. I, I, I think. Guess uh, I know you're Brett. Uh, yeah. It, and then <laughs> that's that's amazing. I love that it's. I was on the show. It was like, like, on the amazing. show. And then that can like they they the the show was so bad yeah. that they just. 
they condensed the se- the season down. But yeah. so you'd just be like, it's just that scene. It's a ten minute season. You'd go to the next week, and there'd be like, uh, like four contestants. Missing. What happened to the other guys? <laughs> You're like, wait, what happened? Yeah. No, they didn't, yeah, it's they didn't just like, out. yeah, but you know, he's now uh, hashtag me too'd. So oh, was he me too'd? Oh, 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 this right. is not a giant yeah, surprise. That's no, not a giant no, surprise. he's a massive me too yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, hey man, shrimp cocktails are great. So 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 there are four people I, who. Get that reference. I, I was going to compliment him I on know, his John Gazelle documentary. I, I know. A gu- gonna- I have an old friend <laughs> who is a writer, worked for him on a movie. I want to say the movie and I want to say the guy's name, but he would fly him to the set and in Florida, I guess, is where he was from or like his house and do rewrites and stuff. Mm-hmm. But definitely. Okay. Yeah. My friend was the, like, the, the, what the I just, I just want to bring it back to, to, to Nick Cage really quick, even sure. though we should be talking about John Wick. <laughs> it's, it's on the way back. It all is based around film uh, and media. Fi, fi, no. Uh, it's a Nick Cage, loosely about like, I remember watching Family Man, which is basically I've seen a, it. I'm a, a more to... contemporary version of uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. yes. And I just loved Nick Cage in that. Yeah. He was just I, he was so good. He dropped. He dropped hard for me. I really liked him in Raising Arizona. Oh yeah, and 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 Moonstruck. Moonstruck, yeah. and then The Rock. No, yeah. no, no. The Rock is where it turned for me. The, the I Rock did, is I did not really, terrible. Yeah, the Rock's a bad movie. He started becoming really aware of something. I don't no, know. Yeah. That's what I like about Nick Cage. Yeah, much I like Keanu, yeah. he knows who he is. Yeah, right. He yeah, I know. is very much like this is what I do. Right. I know. You know, and he, like, so he just did, doesn't know. He just I, I worked on. I worked. I worked on Ghost Rider, him. and he was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, oh. yeah. I mean, I think I that, never saw it though. But uh, but I we, saw can shots recommend, of it. we can recommend. We can recommend to everybody <laughs> that Mandy is terrific. Mandy is yep. an A plus work of sure. art, and uh, and that is what Nicholas Cage should be doing. Like that. That is where he fits best. You know, and like I think he did try to like fit into the mainstream by doing things like Weatherman, doing things like um, Matchstick uh, Men, Matchstick Men, Matchstick Men. You know, and uh, or Matchstick like, Man was Ridley Scott, right? Yes, yeah. it is, yeah. and it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. That's a, that's a, that's one. It's a minor Scott. It's one of those movies Scott. where you're like Ridley Scott, really. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird thing that he did. That's more of a Brett Ratner movie. Yeah. But it's a. Uh, but it's got Sam Rockwell killing it. Also, that's a, I love yeah, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam like, but you yeah, can see uh, Jewel. I've oh, already I'm, seen. I've and I was already seen it. And yay or nay? So yay. So yay. Yeah, it I'm is so happy. Now yeah, I'm excited. It is phenomenal. There's and, a c- controversy though. Oh, over well, okay. the reporter. So the reporter yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. And they then, say that she slept with somebody mm, and they're saying that's not true. Yep. It's not true and you don't actually see it in the movie so you can take your own inference from it. Right. Which one Whatever. are you talking about? Richard Jewell. Jewel. Richard Jewell, the movie about the 96 one uh, of the Olympic three bombing. movies that Clint Eastwood directed this week. And <laughs> it is easily the best Clint Eastwood movie since it's, Letters. Nah, that's good. Like, wow. It's a good it movie. Is, it is but the guy, the guy, uh, guy who plays Richard Jewell, who Richard, plays Richard Jewell, he's who good, he, he plays guy. a really weird guy in yeah. um, I Tanya. Yep. That's it, I Tanya. And I loved him. Like, I've I've met him multiple times, and he is amazing person, like right. aw- awesome, awesome guy. But he is so good in this movie. Yeah, like Kathy I, Bates is supposed to be great. Kathy Bates great. is amazing. Yeah. Like, but no, seriously. Like, I saw Joker, and I was like, oh, Joaquin's a shoe in this year. Yeah. Right, and, and then, then I, you saw this, and then I saw this. But like, didn't he get great. snubbed? Well, no, no, he's, no, nothing's happened so far. Oh, the, uh, no, the uh, no, Golden, Golden Globes, but Golden Globes is like a handful of people, right? Yeah. Well, We're, it's Golden Globes, a TV show. There's like, oh that's yeah, just but a TV show. there that's was yeah. a, there was something going on about yeah. yeah Golden Globes. I don't did, know, the, I don't, did he get nominated? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, Golden. 
I think it got snubbed. Golden Globes has nothing to do with reality at all. No, I know. They they nominated they nominated the tourist. Yeah, right. Because it's about getting stars there for it's fun. It's a fun show. I like the Golden Globes. It's a fun show. Yeah, I like the Golden Globes in the same way that I like you know uh, nailed it. Okay, okay, okay. So I realize, God, I'm going to sound like such an elitist. Do it, cunt. Um, but the Dan is elitist, cunt. No, yes. I am. I'm a. Oh, but yes. Golden Globe. The Golden Globe. I think England oh. has uh, uh, rubbed off on you. Yeah, you've said, you've said takeaway and you've said cunt. Yeah. yeah. How long were you in London? Six years. Um, Golden Globes are by far. The most fun award ceremony. To oh, go I to. can't even imagine. Everyone's hammered. Everyone is so fucking drunk. Of course, that's the whole so idea. So fucking drunk. Fall down those yeah. little fucking stairs Absolutely. at the Beverly Hilton drunk. That's, it is it's beautiful. ridiculous. I have not, no, when, I, when I'm dissing the Golden Globes, I diss it with love. Like, like that is a hilarious like, show I w- to watch. I, When I went to the Oscars, mm-hmm. our seats were so far in the back, I would have been closer to the stage had I stayed at home. LAX. <laughs> no, if I had stayed <laughs> exactly, at home. Sure. And it's just like, it was a. I had to get there like four hours yeah, before the ceremonies. Their asses and, and ratcheted. They're just like, it, oh my god, do like, I win? Do I win? Oh god, yeah, I, I was like, oh god, and like, I, I, I have now gotten to the point where I don't go to the award ceremonies. Uh-huh. I just go directly to the parties afterwards, wearing my tux with the tie untied already. Right, right. and it's just like. I'm good. That's yeah. That's it. That's, um, that's where the fun for. is. The, the parties, yeah. the days before. This is why everyone wonders. Like, why are the Oscars so boring? It's because everyone is sweating it. Everyone is. Everyone in the entire audience is like, "Do I, am I gonna?" Uh, and like, there's no fun. Like, no. Golden Globes is fucking hilarious because no. everyone is drinking and they're having a good time. Yeah. and they know that it's dumb. Golden Globes, everyone's drunk. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars are so high pressure. Yeah. And and massive and everything like that. That's and the Emmys are horrible because they're, the yeah. Emmys are in at the end of summer and you're still in the tuck. So you're like, it's 99 yeah, degrees sweat. out and you're yeah. like dying of, yeah. of like, you think you're going to die of dehydration. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's, uh, the, oh God, the Globes are, I've been twice. Yeah. Oh God. But they are, they are, they are, they're fact, joke. They're, they're joke. joke. They're, they're joke. joke. They're a joke. But, um, Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, sure. It, it is. L- they could fit in this room. Yeah, like yeah, it's, and it's, it's just nonsense picks. It's all yeah. yeah, right. But the thing is, I mean, like with, with Richard Jewell, like I think that's a like it's nice to see Eastwood. Like I just respect Eastwood coming out. 90, so, so he's ninety nine years old or whatever he is, and he's still just making movies. What is all he? Eighty eight. He's, yeah, he's got to be at least eighty eight. I'm. He might be ninety actually. We. Yeah. It. it it's um the uh the the movie is. Okay, if you ever saw United 93, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, that's one of the hardest movies to watch. Yep, same. And in that very similar way, Mm -hmm. this is the same because you know the entire time he's innocent. Right. And you're watching this. And you just watch him get ground on the earth. This horrible thing happening to a guy. And you just, like, you don't know is he just a nice guy? Is he dumb? Is he, like, what, what it, it, it's, uh, but that actor, I'm blanking on his name. It's a three, three, three name sure. name, right? And he is, He's, he nails it. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that there's this controversy that you brought up, Eric. That because like, I'm just like, just let them. If it's a good movie, let's just let it be a good movie. Let it be a good let's movie. Just let it be a good yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, like I understand people be like, I, I wouldn't put it past, uh, it, you know, Eastwood's a, he's a. Uh, He's this kind of a person who'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in there and just to make that newspaper feel 
angry because they're the ones who fucked Richard Jewell. Yeah. And so it's so, so like, I'm going to do the same thing back to you. So there. Ha ha. Well, Eastwood is very famous. Good. He does uh, first draft. Right. Right. He doesn't do rewrites. Right. So it, it, he wouldn't be like, ooh, should we vet this? I don't think he thinks problem. twice about stuff. He's like, he just goes I like the script it. and yeah. we're going to do it. Right. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm, I know that, um, you know, many people find him problematic in all sorts of ways. I am a very hardcore, super left-wing crackpot liberal, and I love Clint Eastwood and his films, and I think he's a very respectable person. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say about that. Um, uh, and Unforgiven is one of my top four or five movies of all time. Unforgiven's one of the top four or five films of all time? Yep, that is something we can all agree on. Thunderbolt Lightfoot, play Misty for me. Politically does not mean you disrespect the art of exactly. someone else. That's right. Exactly. Because so. me, I mean, me for my politics, would not like any movie other than Mad Max. Because, <laughs> you know... It's a great one. <laughs> exactly. How yeah, you? I'm just exactly. like, that is the way the world should run. You, <laughs> <laughs> now, I did want to bring up a, a friend of mine and I were talking. Like, I why, in, in the world of Mad Max, why was it leather and bondage that became the thing when there's all sorts of different kinds of kink that could have become the thing. Like what if it was like, you know, furries or cosplay or any of this stuff, like the humongous got up there and he's dressed up in like a teddy bear costume. That would be a little bit more frightening. Let's say like, it would look like the snuggle bear and he's like, just walk away. <laughs> I saw, I'm old enough. I saw that. I saw that in the see. theater. <laughs> and the one thing that I, I haven't seen in years, but the original one, I remember seeing in the theater and I still recall the, like, the, the first Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Road, the Road Warrior? Road Warrior. Or, Warrior. Oh, yeah, I just, I still, when I think about it, I think of the scarcity of the oil, the way they kind of coveted, like the, oh, the that's gas. The gas. I just, the so way they did good. that, I, for some reason, that sticks in my mind because I kept thinking, like, the reality of that, you know, like how important it is in one's life, but it's like, it, they were just fighting over gas and the, in the way it drips and like, oh, it's like oh, water yeah, it's in the amazing. desert. And that's the, the payoff on the end of that movie is when yeah. they throw in the sand pours out. It's just like incredible. And the, so this to come back around to He was John such Wick. a rock star back then. Um, um, Gibson? Mel Gibson. It's fucking he was pre-rock star. Yeah. Like yeah he, but he looked was, like a, like yeah, he, he looked a like a fucking, punk rock. I mean, he was that, so he's cool such, looking. He's such that, a great that, actor. That was a movie you so looked at handsome. and you saw. Yeah. You oh, knew, you knew. This guy's he's gonna, got so much. But he's he was so cool much looking. He just it was had like, that. It was like, like Keanu Reeves and I, and John Wick. Yeah, I was gonna bring it back around. Are you ready? Here's yeah. my here's my here's my, uh, my private program. Idaho. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is cool. Speed, That's true. speed. That was when you saw. I'm, I'm trying. No, we'll, we'll do it. I love you to death too. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That's right. Parenthood also. That's right. He was the funniest part of Parenthood. That's great. But I do want to say, with respect to Road Warrior, which is a very good first film. A great second film, a third film that exists, and we don't need another a hero. fourth film, which we is don't perfect. Need one. So the yeah, we did not, and we did not. But it almost makes up the perfect trilogy of all time, minus the fact that the actual third one is terrible. So if you just omit Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, then you have. But a that's like the trilogy. Godfather thing. But the the third one in the Godfather is terrible, right? It's not even terrible. It's just not very good, right? The, the I was thinking like, Indiana what? Jones. Indiana Jones, another dis- like actually I've the come third to appreciate one is Kate this- Capshaw. You're no, having a hard time. There. I'm Kate trying Capshaw. to see you around yeah. this corner. You're, You're having a I'm hard time. I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. There are I all based know. on the three, if two, there, one theory. Of film- if we were to name the great trilogy of all time, ah. is there anything that comes as close to being uh, 
perfect as John Wick. Not to say John Wick in the trilogy is perfect, oh. but as close because those I think we can all agree. Like, John Wick is a pretty fucking good trilogy. It, yeah, like, it gets better and better. But yeah. that's the the theory we talked. Like the next one, if they're on a meteorite and he's got a little thing and he's pressing his finger <laughs> exactly. in it, it's fighting. It's tracks. gone. It's gone. Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and exactly. where they have that council right. of people, you're like, what? Right. It's the same thing that rave. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh my god, dude. Those well, you know that you know the story with. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. I brought back Ransom. We, we touched base. Uh, uh, now we can go off again. Roy, Roy Robinson, his whole thing. Oh, yeah, Remember yeah. his thing? <laughs> yes, yes. Because fair, basically, fair. like, they were talking about, like, you know, like, the, when films, like, go off the rails and they're like, what they do is they usually go into space, right? Like, it's like, oh, you know, Jason, Jason uh, X. in space. Yeah, like, in space. Or whatever. Thor. Thor, Thor in space. Thor in space. <laughs> or whatever it is. It's like, always go, like, let's just go to space. And, and that's how you know how how ridiculous it gets and then and then he's like what would be some really stupid movies to have in space like Jane Austen in, in space. space exactly or like or like Moby Dick in space like hold on wait, wait. Hold, a friend Mo- of mine, Moby Dick. Marty in space. That Moby Dick in space is actually Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so no, well, actually, what he did is he did Leviathan, the yeah. teaser, which yeah. is pretty much Moby Dick in space. It's right. like it looks Do amazing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, didn't they have the model there? What? It, Leviathan. What was the big one? A DD. Well, Leviathan. Levi- okay, so Leviathan. The, the Leviathan short, which is brilliant. Right. No, and Leviathan. Then Leviathan the Peter Weller movie, which uh, is not. I'm- <laughs> there was a big thing when I started DD. When you got me in there in 2004. Yes. They were doing a live. They had a huge spaceship, and it was that talking voice space movie and they were doing the motion control stuff on it but it must have been like 50 feet long the spaceship with LED. the talking voice space movie yeah it was a space um, an adventure in space and it it had this kind of talking woman's voice over the whole thing i do not know and do i just know. remember going in to check out the the i thought it was leviathan but leviathan is no. a is a bad peter weller sci-fi no. ripoff of the abyss Yes, uh, and uh, which I went to go see instead. I think Deep Star Six, which is a great ripoff of The Abyss. That's the only thing I can tell you. Right, but the thing you were mentioning was Leviathan. Leviathan, the Leviathan which is a short, which pretty much is Roy Robinson. Roy Robinson. Roy Robinson did, it's a and, movie. and it's a brilliant uh, pitch that he did for a teaser for it. Yep. Uh, Neil Blankamp signed on as executive producer on it. Yep, yeah, it's awesome. And the idea is that right you, now people, he's doing it. Yeah. People go in, in space. People go to space and they're hunting these giant creatures that look like huge whales right. uh, in this in this uh, space a- space atmosphere. Right, and it's it, so and great. it's like it's Moby Dick in space. Yeah, it's great. And it is like oh that, that it, it looks gorgeous. Just look up Leviathan yeah. Roy Robinson. Absolutely amazing. Did, did I work with Roy? No, he no. did it all by himself. Talk, yeah, brilliant, well, brilliant. I wouldn't say that. Uh, he, did, he did talk, it with talk, a talk. bunch of there's a bunch of people at Blur that worked on it, mm-hmm. and and Tim Miller actually. Gave him access to the to, the, awesome. to the render farm. Talk to, to render. Talk to me after. Yeah, yeah excellent. But, yeah, There's a lot say, of I'm other people you, who worked on I'm it. I'm going to give you a, um, a lot of people worked on it, but Rory really just fucking basically stopped and did that for a we year. We should have Rory on. It's, That's it, what we should do. We it's should been ask the, Rory it's to been come the way the that like a lot of people have gotten stuff made. Like my friend Wes, he did Ruin, and that got made. Yeah, Wes did Ruin. Dan Trachtenberg did his short. Portal short, and that yeah. got him all of his work. Yeah, um, like there's this era. That's the trend, right? That was it, the like, trend. Like, like through like late 2000 aughts yep. through like about two years ago, it was like do a short that goes viral online, yep. and you get. And then what? Pixel, hap- pixel, pixels. Pixel? Uh, and then what happened is they started to give these people movies. Yep. 
And they were like, oh, you made a short for $4,000. We're going to give you a $125 million movie, and you shit the bed on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And now we have happens. to call in somebody else to save it, yeah. and we're, from, we're making it's a movie. It's a big scale joke. It's a yeah. big scale joke. And it's, it's just like, true. oh, maybe it's not – a good idea to hire somebody who made a five minute short. Like you should at least give something like if we talk about Rory. Like at least he like he clearly knows how to. Oh, like, he's he's a director. He's, director. he's, a, he's a director. He won director. an Oscar, right? Like yeah, that's like, an like, director, like, director. like like West, well, you know, West won an Oscar as well as, as student. Yes, he did. Student films. And, but you you should talk to West because like. He kept on. I did talk to Wes. But you've been on this podcast. But I mean, not on this podcast, but on my other podcast. The other podcast, which is called. Yes. (laughs) But like, he had to argue to get his budget down. Oh, well, yeah. He's a wise man, then. you know. Absolutely, and, 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 and yeah, it, like in like in Silicon Valley, when he's like, maybe I don't take that much money. Yeah, yeah. D- Silicon Valley, by the way, stuck their landing. So uh, I haven't hard. seen this show. The, the season finale. I've seen, I've seen the season finale. I, I've heard. Or I've heard. Ser- series finale. They hit it so hard and so perfect. I gotta see this. It, it's great. It's great. Um, I, I'm going to throw out there the the new. I'm just going to make this. Going to try and make this a thing in space. Right. Blah 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 in space. Mostly ends up terribly, but Rory found it, right? So we now retire in space as the how to make a new movie. Yep. My new one is uh, plus the raid. And if you add anything to the raid, you end up with a good movie. Like, for instance, plus. Judge Dread. Dread plus the raid means dread. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And I would say, like, if you took Kramer versus Kramer plus the raid... You're making a great film. <laughs> the Raid plus Sophie's Choice. The Raid plus Sophie's Choice is an amazing film. Like, automatically. No, no. The Raid no. plus all that jazz? Plus all that jazz. Right. Done. Easy. Well, <laughs> oh, I was thinking the jazz singer because I was like, wait, The Raid and Blackface is not Yeah, no, a you're good definitely movie. no. No, uh, Jolson tonight. But the, the, <laughs> that's the one bad plus The Raid that we can make. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but okay. So the raid, the raid plus Clueless. The Raid plus Clueless in a high school? Fantastic. The Raid plus The Raid, Raid 2. <laughs> The raiding. The um, <laughs> the uh, no. The the the. It, I'm so glad you brought up the raid because mm-hmm. there are actors from the, or stunt people from the raid in John this, Wick. See that right? He picked up on the thread I laid out. But this is why we, we are really guests. we're really like drawing. We're doing the best. Fair, we're, no, no. But there, there's, <laughs> there's an interesting thing that's been happening for the past like about ten years or so, mm-hmm. where there have been these. You have the big studio, quote-unquote, action films, which mm-hmm. are mainly like Marvel and sure. DC and IP movies. But you had this like sub-layer. Mm-hmm. You have your John Wicks. You have your Raid. You have your Dread. You have your Atomic Blonde. You have these uh, – I would even put Mad Max in there. Sure, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it's – they're doing incredibly inventive, experimental, hardcore – and I don't mean that in any kind of – you know, but could could, mm-hmm. but they're like they don't shy away from the violence. They right. don't try to be PG thirteen. Right. They are have incredible action and incredible style. And the directors are allowed to make a movie they want to make, right? And I would say it all starts with Ong Bak. Ong Bak, yeah. Oh, that's a good, right? Because that was the one. that was the first what a great movie, boy. Like because mid-level great action right i love i i love 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 kung fu movies yeah sure like ton yeah. i i have i used to do a thing called kung fu days which was <laughs> every tuesday people would get come to my apartment and we would watch kung fu absolutely and um 
It was really problematic. We would order Chinese food. No, <laughs> watch Kung yeah, Fu movies, right? If you're crossing the line, cross very, the line. Very, very problematic, right? Yes. But um, everything changed about Kung Fu movies when... Post on back. No. Post China taking over Hong Kong. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because so. what happened is it, every single Kung Fu movie came about, uh, came, became how China was screwed by the West. Right. Or by Japan. Right. And uh, the Communist Party is awesome. Yeah, because you can see this in Hero. Right. Hero, very much Hero, yeah. right? Hero is very pro-China, pro-Communist movie. And, and Which is just that, weird. Sh- that in the film from- I was talking about earlier um, with the television show that I watched, one episode called Warrior. Right. Just watch the first episode. and You might have a screener for it. It's it's like – it's completely pro uh, – uh, people's uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like what it's just unbelievable it's, it's, when you see that when because when I saw I really like Hero it's Here's propaganda really movie, but like it was so when I watched it I was like this feels so bizarre just from an, an objective point of view like I'm so used to well uh, sort of pro democracy western storytelling right. and you watch a movie like that and it's just like and this is the happy ending and you go wait a minute that's the opposite and, of and, my and happy so I, I you know like even it man stuff is yeah. so so PRC, right? Yep, right? And and then Ong Bak came along, and it, Ong Bak was basically a kung fu movie that, because it was not from Hong Kong or from China, right? It, but it had the structure of a kung fu movie, yep, right? But didn't have any of the propaganda aspect. You could just be like, oh, you could just get back to business. This is just like right. we're, we're we're we have the barest structure of a story sure. to put kick-ass action, yeah. more fights together. Yeah, and there's loads of them, and that began this kind of trend of dread i would say is that mm-hmm. yeah. i would say uh the raid is that i would say oh, wick great. is that right yeah because i mean it's weird what's weird with the raid raid is like a what a british director british director in the, living in, in indonesia the, in indonesia and then he essentially makes stars out of these i mean his movie makes stars out of these indonesian actors and now those guys have gone on to make indonesian movies that mm-hmm. are action films i'm just like that's what that like because like it started, the raid started a whole movement of making Indonesian action, which is fantastic. Like that's the way the stuff sh- it should be. All these movies should be so well made; they're inspiring. Not you like- know, you know what's disappointing to me mm. is the fact that we have so much rich material to talk about in John Wick one, two, and three, and we <laughs> We're can't still talking. fucking maintain this. <laughs> but we are because all subject. those all those threads go back to and Wick. I, he's a byproduct of what is. he's talking. So, about. So, I'm so just trying. Try, I'm just like, I, how can I do this? I tried, and I part I tried, of, I part of me is like wondering, is like, I brought it back. To, I did. Yeah, for like five I, seconds yeah, but, but until then, yeah, they then you took it off the rails. I, <laughs> but <laughs> you're the one who did it. The you're thing, the one. There, there's this incredible. I'm just, it no, all the way back. I don't know. And, and hold on, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually not blaming you guys because listen, this is just honest conversation. This mm-hmm. is part of the podcast. But I'm like, I'm like, how how is it that we can't maintain focus? Because we, we because we find things interesting. If you like things, them. you like talking, yeah. and you like you, you're excited about the medium, then you pipe in. I don't think it's. Plus, I, it's, we're getting paid. I think, I think this is the. I think this is right? the way it works. And and I'm and pe- people could write in and disagree. But here's what here's the enjoyment I get. I want like Ken's passionate. The- Ken, tell Ken. us, <laughs> tell us, because I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> tell us, put it on Twitter and just say like, Chris, you're wrong. This is a great podcast. I don't care about all the the ADD moments. Or is like. Yeah, maybe you need to reel it in a little bit. I think that as long as we and, and because Ken, people expect to hear about John Wick, and we're no, not I, even close to talking yeah, about I, it. Yeah, no, this is this is how and, and people can jump in. 
We want to hear. It. We want you to come back and talk about this explicitly, yeah. and then we'll talk about something else. The uh, we that uh, <laughs> that we use these movies as a touchstone. To Thank converse. you. That's the idea. It is a touchstone right. that we come back to. Okay. Don't stop us yeah. when we're hot. Yeah, I feel hot. I'm not stopping hot. you guys. I haven't stopped you. I haven't stopped you guys. Don't stop. But us. I do want to bring up. Mickey, the get your boots. The Let's go. About, the thing about John Come Wick on. is there. See, now we're back. I, on I think I think John Wick is amazing and enjoyable, but there is at the core nothing original about no. them. No, right? No. Because John Wick no, is. You're right. You're right. Okay, so. It's it's exactly what you want out of a revenge movie, which is the guy wants to get revenge and he gets it, and then there's consequences, and he has and to it's keep satisfying. going. It's deeply right? satisfying. Right? Yeah. They are, but what they are is they are a culmination of all the things about them are awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Commando. Is an incredibly enjoyable movie, but it's a piece of shit. It's a bad movie. Right? Yeah. It's a great movie. But it, I, I think this all goes back to the James, my James Garner theory that he's such a nice guy <laughs> yes, that absolutely. you like him as a person or right. Cary Grant after a while. It could be a crappy movie, but that's ah, Cary Grant. It's fucking Cary Grant. Keanu Reeves is now such a big part yeah. of – You love him. Yeah, that it's like – and to see him – for me, not seeing these movies in Washington 321, I was like – I I like him. Yeah, I just like, – And so it's not – is like – he was. A, he was a, I don't think Nick Cage could do – no, no, um, I, I don't John think Wick. I don't yeah, think no. I don't think anyone else could actually because it's like you love John Wick. Right. He you root for him. He is an unflinching murderer the entire time. Right. Like right. he never when he's like, "Okay, it's time to kill. I'm not going to I'm not going to ever think twice about killing." Right. Right, but what I'm saying is every element of the movie, the script is very good. Yeah, I think I think they get worse over the three, but they're, they're workmanlike. They're straightforward, right. Right. but the cinematography is beyond yeah. impeccable. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, this, the is the, this is the reason the movie exists. Right. Right. The score is great. Right. The needle drops are great. The right. acting is great. Yeah. The or for what it needs to be. Yeah, exactly. The 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 casting is note perfect. It is very mm. operatic. All the elements. Yes, what I'm saying is like it is a. Solid B movie that is raised above to an A level, A level because yeah. all the elements are everyone is at their A game. Right, that's the thing I think that was surprising to me as I was going through it is like, holy shit, Angelica Houston's in it. Yeah, like all these Willem Dafoe. Willem, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is in it. He kills. I forgot how good he is in the first. Yeah, one. he's really great. So good, and like, so and fun. then all these all these actors are in. Yeah. It. I'm like, this is, I, I did not expect it. It was a very unexpected, uh, 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 like, like you, joyous experience. Do you, do you realize that if I was like, "Hey, I'm making a movie," yeah, who do you have in it? Willem Dafoe, Ian McShane, Angelica Houston, and Keanu Reeves. And people be like, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, and Lawrence Fishburne, he like makes an appearance, and people be like, "Holy fucking shit!" Yeah. Like. What is it? Oh, it's about a. It's basically a, a video game. It's basically a video game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> video game like 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 the level with the dogs. But with, it's like with, the yeah, Stallone exactly. movie with, with he bring all his friends in. Yeah. When I saw Angelica, Expendables, I, I was going to go oh, a little bit Expendable moment there, where it's just like, hey, we'll, yeah, we'll write a scene in with Ben. Yeah, exactly. I love that. But like, that okay, name. so like, I'm going to hear. Watch this. I'm going to do this really quick. John Wick Two uh, is about how he first he gets his car back, then someone comes and says, "Please do this." 
this guy. Now, please, you have to. You have to do this because of these. Oh, oh, because I have a marker. Because I have a marker. They introduced the idea of the markers. Right. So, uh, the, yeah, basically, the entirety of John Wick 2 is about John Wick being betrayed by that guy and then killing that guy at the hotel where you're not supposed to kill anybody. And then John Wick is on the run, which is John For Wick 3. For killing someone at the hotel. For killing someone at the hotel. And then John Wick 3 happens. Right. And the entire time, through those two movies, the, uh, the world is expanded very, very deeply into this uh, very hypnotic place where um, uh, the, it's not just assassins. Like there's weird cults and groups of mysterious people well, everywhere. And, uh, you know what? The, the, the world where they make the trades mm-hmm. felt like Brazil. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, the movie becomes much closer to Brazil. That's a well, good way the, to put it. The, yeah. And so, like, it, the, the, what, what is, is interesting. Buttle or Tuttle? Buttle or Tuttle. Buttle the, or tuttle. What, is, what is wonderful about the idea of doing this to me is the that tattoos. It, it allows the movie to become even more a movie. Like, it becomes so romanticized and oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so outside reality that, like, to bring it back to what Eric said, it has become a musical from the 50s. Well, not only that, but... No, I said that. There, you there, said that. I'm sorry. You said that. There's, yes. there's a weird thing, which is, like, in the first movie, you, you're like, oh, these are criminals, people right. who to whom the rules of society don't apply. Right. Right. But as we go through the through, it's like no, we got fucking rules, like hardcore rules, right. and bigger, you shall not bigger deviate. rules and well, more stringent. And they're rules. not yeah. even and, criminals anymore; and, they're just concepts, right? Right. <laughs> and and the criminals live by rules that are have way more consequences right. than the real world. Yeah, right. but right. like right. the first two, those set of rules, it just seems like uh, like a a smaller clan, I guess, because right. by the time you get to the girl, the woman uh, who was um, Halle Berry. No. The, Adrian Pilecki. Yeah. Yes. It's more like she's a fucking bureaucrat. You want right. to punch her in the face. Right. Oh, like, you mean the adjudicator. The adjudicator. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know that's what I mean? why she's a like, bad guy. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but it was like- I liked her. Yeah, she's, she's sexy. She's, she was she's sexy, great, but you still was like, she's a fuck that chick. Fuck. Do whatever yeah. you want. I, I was rooting for Winston at the end where he's like, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. I like that. But I don't know. It's just those set of rules. Those set of rules. No, she's terrific. Those set of rules in the first two- were so three, right. different than the set of rules. Like it just seemed like right. all of a sudden the club was like you know thousands of people yeah, and and it was bureaucracy it's and bureaucracy right. and people stamping right. and it, it it just became. Um, you think ma- they'd have an app? Well, no, it was monotonous. <laughs> no, 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 it no, no, got no, no. you got it like got, became coins. monotonous yeah, to me right. in a sense of like like what's going through his head of like you know stamp he's he's. That right. it's emphasized more, and I just was like, "Oh God, I feel I felt more." The, for the, the one but. thing I was really missing from that whole thing is I wanted the thing where they rolled up and they put in the little vacuum tube Vroom. thing, like yeah. where oh, I know. <laughs> Brazil, exactly, it's Brazil, <laughs> it's exactly it is right. Brazil, yeah. or Elf. But like, but like I, I was really like uh, by the time we get to Halle Berry and her dogs, like I'm not, it's a video game level. Oh, it's it's it, absolutely absolutely true. And like, the thing is, like, like the design of that set, the whole is, set, it's it's it is yeah, literally someone. That's what I'm saying. If if they take that kernel and go for four, it's going to be like you'll be like, where you can't go further than they went. Like they can't go for like they went as far as they could go. He needs to get his car back. Yes, yeah, much agreed. But like the skill with which they handle three, where they want John Leguizamo dressed as a girl. Yeah, from (laughs) from uh, uh, what's what's the the when we were in drag with uh, Tu Wang Fu. Tu Wang Fu, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, driving 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 a Mustang. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we can bring those two finally bring those two worlds together right. into the woon- Wooniverse. Woon- 
<laughs> that the two one that was a That'd copy of an Australian that I love so much. Yeah, Priscilla yeah, Queen of the Desert, Priscilla which is Queen also awesome. Desert. Yes, right. absolutely. But what I was going to say is that but Long, I, John Leguizamo was fucking good in oh, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's absolutely. A, he's an underrated actor. No, oh, very much. Great. Yeah, no, but he's great. underrated. Like like I was looking at him in this movie. I'm like. He's doing a fine job. Carlito's way, baby. Carlito's way. <sighs> Jesus. And uh, I, I am, by the way, the uh, the West Coast representative of fans of The Counselor, the movie The Counselor by Ridley Scott that everyone hates in Salon called The Worst Movie Ever Made. Really? I loved it. And he's awesome in it. Yeah, it's absolutely great. If you haven't seen it, see it and then blame me. Big big fan of Spawn here. Spawn, there Spawn. you go. Nice. It's a Leguizamo fest, but it's nice. Uh, oh, what I was going to say is I have not been as big a fan of Halle Berry as everybody else has. I was turned around. Well, by I think she's John got a Wick great Wick. lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Halle Berry has never. I'm sorry. Has never that, that, call call back to the Oscar. <laughs> yes, Thanks, exactly, right. Oh. Like, like Halle Berry has never. I for whatever reason, I I just I'm not. She was with badass her. in that Bond film that she was in. Yeah, I mean, like she I understand. Was, I understand why people. She was also stuff. really good I mean, in what's you know, swordfish. swordfish. Right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, Nailed I, it. I, I don't think that she, she just doesn't connect with me for some reason, but. That is no longer true. No, she because John Wick three, she fucking ruled in John Wick three. She and made the TV movie she did about Miss America, uh, the American. I did not see this. That was what got her her start. She did an American TV movie about the Miss America pageant or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't That's know. what got her, and she was good in that. Oh, oh yeah, with what's her name who posed for Penthouse or whatever it was. Was that the story? Yes, yes. Vanessa okay. Williams. Yeah, Vanessa Williams. Um, Wait, what? I will. I will. Yeah, I just got interested. What happened? I, uh, the interesting thing is Halle Berry confused. did not get cast in this movie, in the third movie. Uh, did, what, did she, she asked to be in it. Oh, man. She came after them. She's dynamic in this picture. Like, like that's the thing that's kind of great in, in these movies is uh, people want to want be in it. Want to be in it. And the thing oh, is, like, yeah. her, her shtick. I want to be in it. Her uh, shtick. You see the video of her training? Yeah. Oh, my God. Online. Yeah, the both of them. Yeah, with a gun. Insane. It's yeah, crazy. Right. But, like, the scene with the dogs is so well edited and timed out because, like, like she's doing her badass stuff and it's great and she's shooting with John and it's great. And then the dogs come in and then the dogs come in and you're like, oh, the dogs! And then the dogs go away for a little while until you just about forget about them. And then they come back and do it again. I'm like, I love this. Call back to the dogs. Yeah, hit it. Uh, she packs the dogs with guns, mm-hmm. just like an existence. That is exactly what I thought. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for yes. bringing that up. God bless. Yeah, it's By the, the, do you, the do dog I know, gun. Do I know my theory about why? Go back to our episode with existence Sally with Sally Slade. Slade. Oh, my God. And they talk about packing the, packing I, the guns into the I was so sad. I missed that by a day at the New Beverly. I was just like – and I bet that would have been a packed crowd. Nice. I'm a big, big existence. I, I'm so sad I'm not going to be here at Christmas because they're showing Die Hard at the New Bev. Oh, my God. That's going to burn the house down, yeah. dude. That's what um, I'm saying. But – Okay, dogs and assassins. Yes. Dogs are unjudgmental. Yes. And love you unconditionally. No yes. ma- they don't have any idea of what you've done. There's no rules. That's why assassins love dogs. No yeah. rules, dogs just right. dogs will yep. love you. That's right. They're Australian. not going to judge you for that. Yeah. Like, dogs are unconditional love. Yeah. That's what they are. They don't owe you anything. You don't owe them anything. You just love them, and they love you back yeah. automatically. Dogs are um, dogs are. Perfect. Yep, absolutely. Like cats, fucking suck. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cat guy, and cats. Wait a suck. minute, you hate cats too? <laughs> I gotta hate. To cats. me, there I are was... two kinds of cats: uh, a cooking or a stewing cat. Oh, did, I had a dream. Nope, oh nope. man, I, I disagree. I've had cats and dogs. I had. Every I'm allergic. Kind of I'm really allergic. I'm yeah, allergic too. Yeah, but it doesn't matter that you're allergic. 
the fact is you have to acknowledge the fact that the cats are significantly smarter Here, in it, terms of personality. Not, oh, no, okay. not smarter than may my I, chihuahuas. May I give you yes, my theory? Yes, they are. No. May I give you my theory? And I know your chihuahuas, I, uh, and I love uh, your chihuahuas. They're a wonderful chihuahua. Absolutely. I, I, hate, I hate, hate, hate pet cats. I have a stray cat that lives in the alley between <laughs> my house and the next. 25 lives. Yeah, because he's and, fucking with you because you're an asshole. No, no, no. But here's the thing. That cat loves me, and I will go and I put, like, cream and milk out for the cat. Yeah, right. he's fucking with you. Because I, yeah. like, I like the stray cat. I don't like – You don't want a cat in your house? I don't want a cat in my house. I don't want a cat in anyone else's <laughs> house. But, yeah, be out and be like, yeah. I I'm, 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 I do like big cats. I like like lions and tigers. He's manipulating shit. you. I'm I'm a huge fan of cats. I love cats. I own a cat right now. And wait, the Tom it. Hooper movie? This uh, cats. It's going to be incredible. If it's not, I, incredible, I love I love, oh, I love cats yeah. and we, dogs. I have all I love so all here, animals. But here's my here's my theory regarding the smartness of cats. Cats are not smart. <laughs> cats seem smart, arrogant right? because they have more complicated instincts than dogs do. Dogs are actually quite smart. That's why they seem so stupid. Like, dogs are really trying to be as smart as people, and they're trying to interact with you as if you are a, another dog and you are, they are a person. Right. They're like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm trying to understand you. Cats just have a bunch of uh, programs that they play given whatever well, the circumstances are. There's, a, there's an, I think it's Oscar Wilde has a quote, which is, uh, Better to stay silent and seem stupid than open your mouth and confirm and it. Confirm it exactly, and yes, it's kind of like because cats just kind of always look at you with this aloofness. Yes, where they don't, you know, a dog will like run into a wall at full speed. Yes, because you're trying to play with it, right. and a cat would be like, "I would never do that." I, 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 have <laughs> I will never... just look at you and turn around and show you my butt so, and walk uh, away. We, we, <laughs> we, I, I have, I have a, a cat running. story. Like like Karen and I had uh, had these two cats and they were brother and sister and we had this couch, right? So imagine a couch along a uh, the the, uh, the the wall of a living room and behind the couch is uh, two windows, right? So the couch is split between between these two windows, and so on one arm of the of the couch is one cat, on the other arm of the couch is another cat. So two windows, one cat on each window. I saw that video. There's two a, windows, one cat. There is a uh, – on one – the smart cat, the smart cat, and I say this with love, uh-huh. the smart cat is under the arm of the couch which where the blinds are up mm-hmm. and she's looking out and surveying the neighborhood. The other cat is where the blinds are down. And there's nothing to watch. So this cat is looking out at blinds and staring. And staring away. And then looks to the left to look at the other cat. What are you looking at? And she's very intent. And then he looks at the blinds for like an hour. So guess we're doing this. Guess, guess we're doing this. And it was really, really funny. And, I, and like – <clears throat> Much like my possi- possibly the hardest I've laughed in 30 years is the cat video, which has been uh, remapped with the song Sail, uh, where you see the cat look at you and then it stalks towards the camera along this uh, ledge mm-hmm. and it takes forever to sort of like get its act together and it's going to leap out across to this other balcony. And when it jumps, it loses all traction instantly. Yes. And all of its legs are stuck out in the in the cardinal directions of the earth. Right. All its claws are extended and it's floating there like wily e. coyote and then drops out of the sky. 
Like that is one of the most perfect images I have ever seen, and that reveals the intelligence of cats. <laughs> that is what cats are. They are was a, pure instinct only. There was a cat on a, a tree on our property mm-hmm. like five, six years ago, and I was watering, and I was like, God, this freaking cat again. I'll give him a quick little shot with yes. water. Very powerful jet. Didn't realize that. And I just took this cat out. He's like, Wah! and it goes out over on the other side of the pond, down off the tree. And I was like, okay. I just put the rolled the hose up. Right. Right it was like a hide. It just it just flew out. Boom! It just <laughs> yeah, took him out. It. I was like, oh, it was too powerful. Yeah, yeah, boy. But I, I love I love my cat. It's the best thing in the world. But man, oh man, those things. They, it is not a bright cat. <laughs> that's true, and I, I agree with that. They're not as smart as like Chihuahuas. That's, that's a, your Chihuahua is a, is a Nobel Prize winning Chihuahua. Oh, God, absolutely! I'm so proud of my chihuahua. That's a very fine chihuahua. Uh, how are we doing on time? We're two hours fifty-three. Oh, you are so good. What is it? It's two hours forty-three. Really? You're hitting yeah. the marks, dude. Dude, you're awesome. We, we were talking beforehand. Um, I I cannot wait till the episode on Irishman. Oh yes, because it will be interesting to see if the episode is longer than the, the movie. It's going to be. Which <laughs> episode? The Irishman episode Irishman. The, in our future. Oh, it's three and a half hours long. Yep. Oh it's yeah, a, it's a it's a monster, and we're no, going to spend about fifteen is, minutes talking on, about we, it, and then we'll, we'll talk we'll about cats. Talk about the Irishman during the Irishman. We're going to talk about other shit. No, right? of course that's the idea, but we're going to be talking about it in the context of not talking about the Oscars. Uh, okay. But so honestly, enjoyable. this is so much better than hearing you guys fight. That was very difficult. Oh, that's oh, the really? one of our most popular episodes, though. Which really? one? That, that's the uh, one. I actually thought it was the I thought it was the last show. The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood cool. episode? It was so Chris hard. went ballistic, was and I was like, oh, was this so is good. literally no, the last great. show. It was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. But Many people have complimented us on this. Yeah, but it that's very it, was, it was a great episode, but yeah. it was like, oh, God. Here comes the yeah. bomb. Yeah. But we're good friends, though. We are good friends. We have had sure. many debates, many heated we're, debates before. Yeah, that's that's what makes us good friends, is that we have a difference of an opinion. Absolutely. We go for it. We, don't, we, we go yeah. for it, and I'm very, very proud of us. It's a tooth I think sometimes. that people need to realize that difference in opinion does not necessarily mean you're uh, 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 you not can, friends. Yeah, you can you can have a you can uh, um, object without being objectionable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Because Dan and I disagree on a lot of things, and I disagree with Eric about like cats. For I example, mean, he really right? likes women, and oh, <laughs> let's refer back to the Mel Gibson conversation before. I am flexible on these points with extremely handsome superstars. I just yes. want to say. Yeah. There it is. It's just to put good. it out there. It's all Mel, good. Please. Uh, the, I, I think <laughs> that, like, call. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. What Listen, are you going to do? <laughs> Daniel Buck and I are extremely close mm-hmm. as friends. Mm-hmm. There are some definitely some wildly different views we have Absolutely. about society right, right. The, and on the political side and everything else. Mm-hmm. That, and that's fine, right? And And that's – that's good. good. Good people's good people, man. That's where it comes. Doesn't down matter, to. Doesn't right? Matter. Doesn't yeah. Matter. So, so that's that's a good thing, right? Yeah. So this is my. I know I've brought it before, but I shot a movie out in Montana with um, a yeah. close friend of mine, yep. and I spent an awful lot of time with people that I could not disagree with more politically. Like they are polar opposites of where I come from. Yeah, uh, and but they're I, good people. But they are good people, and they're they're very kind. Okay, question for you: outside. Is John Wick a good person? That's a very good one. Good, um, good way to bring it around there. Uh, may I take this one first? Yeah, you can. Uh, I know, I'll go. The, uh, 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 I, I do believe John Wick is a good person. Uh, I believe that uh, uh, his intention is always uh, a good one. And he is a, he, is a, he, he is a moral person. And in the context of that world, and if that were all real life, 
you'd be a terrible, crazy murderer. But in the context of what the world is and uh, and what the situation means, he is trying to do good in the world. I see. That's what I, I, I see. For me, I, I felt like if I was in that position when, when you lost somebody you loved that much, that it's almost like he had to – he has to go through this kind of blindly in order to for some reason um, – you know you'll never get better. Yeah, but you still have to go down that road. Yes. If, like I mean, if you, he's, if he's you, processing grief. Is yeah, what is happening and it's film. like if you, if right. you were, you know, uh, people, you know, some people I know who battle not anymore drug addiction and stuff, and they go through these processes where they, you know, they lost somebody that they loved because right. of stupid things. Mm-hmm. They go through to kind of. They just get up every morning and kind of keep going forward. Right. And I kind of felt that with him because like, yeah, I understand why he's doing this because it's not suicide, right. but it's like, it's not what I have nothing to lose, but it's part of the process. I felt, you know, I could be wrong, like part of this process of like, right. like no, this is exactly knowing, like in your mind, you'll never get over her, right? So, but you still are going ahead because you have no other choice. I'm not going to sit here and cry. I, I will just keep going. And my totally thing agree. was, I kind of got the beads of it going three, two, right. one was like, it was just this, he has to do it. He has no choice. Yeah, you have to, like, in order for people to see And it makes you fearless about, like, because, if you feel like you don't have to, right. you, you have to do it. Because, like, what, it, if, what if it was real? Yeah, that's, that's okay, what wait, I'm going to say. Yeah. What if, if no, it's real, on. it's totally different. Oh, go ahead. What if it was real and he really was that situation? What would be the moral thing for him to do? I don't believe in revenge or killing, so it would be to stop. No, to expose the entire thing. Maybe um, he'll yes. do that on the yeah. last one. Right. That's, that's where so his moral expose, clarity because, comes. Because then it's like, oh, by the way, there's an entire underbelly of bullshit yeah. going on of assassins that are happening. Right. And, yeah, and, must and, be exposed. and just, yes. just, just like you talked about in a cinematography way where it's like the deep color world and the clarity world. Go to the clarity world of you know outside and say, oh – Look Here at this it is. Mess. Look at this mess. John McForce this... is him testifying to Congress. Yes. yes. Oh my God, that movie would be amazing. That would be amazing. All the presidents wick. That would be the best <laughs> possible movie. But think about that. Like honestly speaking, like if is John Wick a good person or a bad person? He's a good person. He's a good person, yeah. but yeah. he's still in that world. See, right? no, I would disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good person. Mm-hmm. I think he's a bad person mm-hmm. who has a code. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting way to say it. Yeah. I and mean, we might be saying the same thing. N- well, no, because I – okay, so he I He doesn't got, think much of the is, code because at uh, the this, end of the three, he's like – This is what I mean by like, morals. Right? Well, see, I got into a ma- – here's a stunning statement. I got into a disagreement with someone on the internet. What? Um, <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Shocking. I got to tweet but, this. But, <laughs> no, about morality mm-hmm. because I personally think morality does not exist. Interesting. Because I do not believe in a higher power. Oh, okay. So okay. We, okay, go for it. So for if it. there is no ultimate judge. Judge, that's mm-hmm. right. Then there can be no morality because there is no right and wrong. Right. Right? There okay. is merely what you do. What if, it, what if the source what if the, of the judgment is, is you. yourself? That's not a higher power. That's no, but, no, but that's, take that's higher the, power out of it. Yeah. He is keeps going because right. he is, is telling so that's himself. No, that's Morality. You would not call that morality. That's, uh, that's not morality. Okay. Morality is a 
universal concept that everyone is judged the, against. That's gold, against. That's still right. The right? golden rule, no matter what. And, and so for him, it's his own personal code. Right. Not morality, but a code. In, a, fun- in a functional, I have a question. In a functional sense, what is the like, what is the difference code. between a morality and a code? So morality is, and in just a, in a in just in a ap- applicable sense, as mm-hmm. opposed to a higher power sense. Well, no, because without a higher power, then there is no morality. But it's, I mean, but it's still the same both, concept of following. One is codes right. that are reinforced by God. So, so yeah. Code, so morality is that there is a absolute nope. hard truth of mm-hmm. this is right and this is wrong, and right. you shall be. Yeah, judge against I, I versus this is what I believe is right and I believe is wrong or I believe is acceptable or unacceptable. So his actions seem good because he has a code. Well, we are coming at it from the perspective of his code. Right. Right. So like when that like – Guy. It's code that we agree with, so we, his actions. Well, he good. like lets but that he guy breaks go. the code, though. Right. No, he does. He doesn't, though. He he. he what does he say at the end, though? What does Ray Winston say? They totally disregard kind of this kind of uh, court, the um, bureaucracy of this woman and what they're saying. The co- she's the emphasis of the code. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, go fuck yourself. Meanwhile, he he caps a guy on the second one. He's like, why did you do that? I've always saw it as like he's somebody who fucked up. In his life or his life got fucked up and the most meaningful thing in his life and the only way he can release the pain is just to keep going forward right. and he follows this kind of that, thing to right, go right. and hopefully finding some sort of – because I don't think – I don't I never saw him as somebody who would follow a, a code so stringently. Right. I was shocked at Ray Winston – Winstone, uh, uh, not Ray Winston. Yeah, Win- Winston. Well, Ray Winston. Fo- uh, following, breaking the code at the end. I was like, right. God, you'd think he would be the one that yeah. really would follow but he's it. Only superficially following. Wait, I mean, like, are you like, talking about Ian McShane? Ian McShane. Sorry, I'm missing him from what's it called again? Deadwood. Yes, but he was in a movie with Ray Winstone. Okay. Ian McShane and Ray Winston were in that great movie, Sexy Beast. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, but, man, that's good. No. Yes. Uh, what I'm saying is there is John Wick's code mm-hmm. and then there's the High Tables code. Which are sure. Ru- and, so you're and, saying in this movie, the High rules. Tables co- code is quote unquote morality. Yeah, it's right. the woman. And here's, the, here's the thing that's come on from High right. that that's right. everyone must follow and be judged against. So, okay. And yeah. John Wick is like, no, he fucked me. I'm going to kill him. I don't care what you say. Could, could, and this gets, this gets really. This is too much. But is this code based on anger? Is this uh, essentially a morals versus ethics issue? Yes. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. very much it. Morals versus – because the the high table is operating by ethics essentially. It's saying these are the rules that we follow because we agreed on these are the rules that are – You break it and we get to stab your hand and all that stuff. That's what we all do. But but Wick is essentially operating by morals. You know, like where these this is based in a belief rather than a rule book. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm saying – could be wrong. It doesn't matter. But the point is, I feel like that belief mm-hmm. is to purify himself of the pain of yeah. losing the thing I, that I is the most precious to him because this. he didn't yeah. have all of that. Right. And so the one thing that meant most to him that was taken and that anguish and pain, he right. just keeps going with the only tool right. set he knows right. because in I, order I feel thinking like a, it's going to go away. Essentially what this movie, what these movies are to me is a process process of grief story. Yeah, yeah, and, every, and everything is basically symbolic. Yeah, and he's trying to cleanse himself. Is, yeah, so what exactly. you were saying earlier about um, – he could 
turn around on the system. I thought like with Fishborn at the end, I'm getting all the names wrong, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a podcast. Ray Fishborn. But the point is Ray Fishborn, <laughs> he's like, that's going to be the setup. As long as they don't do it on a meteorite, I'm good. Yeah, then that's it. That's I'll it. go for four. And then you know the, the ad's going to come out. It's going to be like John Wick on a meteorite. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're going to meet Titan. And he comes out of the water <laughs> with a trident. Raise like, the Titan. Like, and then they put both put their fingers yeah. down in yeah, this little it. gill and they're like, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, I believe it is possible that they could have John Wick goes up to With like Aquaman. a rock on the sea John, and he holds up John Wick and Aquaman John Wick and, oh my god think of the and, potential and, and Zeus appears and gives oh him a big god. gold gun he wheels around and, and then they go awesome. on a boat to the guns of Navarone oh my god it's perfect the guns of Navarone if that was the uh, pistol yes. only that big no one has ever made guns so of Navarone a remake yeah, the, but yeah. a World War 2 kind know. of Guns that was awesome. And they'll make it a Christmas movie. They'll have Elf in there. It'd be great. Which which do you like better, by the way? Um, uh, Wait, uh, Elf has Eagles like Dare the or alien Elf? Elf. Uh, okay. Clint Eastwood, Where Eagles Dare. I love the way... Oh, you know what I always love when I he love kind of... I love that so fucking yeah, much. When he impersonates like a, a Nazi. Yeah. yeah. It's like... And, so, and then the double-crossing the, double the, double double the end. It's incredible. Yeah, okay. Because I think that the, the, art, the artsy choice is Guns of Navarone, which is a very, it's very good It's fucking great. Those little hooded things they have before the bullets go out. But the fucking cool-ass movie... Is is where have you ever there. seen those rail guns that they had? No. You sh- I'll send you a link. Those they built things like that and they That's put them insane. on rails that were straight from Berlin out, <laughs> and they were like the, probably Nobody like six crazy train like cars long. Yeah, <laughs> it was massive and it was all IKEA. So the book was this thick, and you have to like exactly. a wrench and turn. But we um, we just had to put together. Yeah, you're gonna like this one. Uh, we just had to put. Uh, we just had to put together. You a, live in Burbank. You'll love yeah, this you, one, Chris over there. Um, uh, Anna and I just had to put together a uh, what do you call it? Like a, a TV stand, uh, an IKEA TV stand. Yeah, Burbank uh, is basically IKEA and, and, and a, a Five Guys. And that's, that's it. it. That's all that's worth. I know. <laughs> Not true. But uh, said, Chris, Chris is there too. Chris oh, yeah, is there. There's, there's, you know what they say? a Tesla dealer. Yeah, IKEA. Is Swedish for divorce. <laughs> That's so funny. Really? Oh, dude. That is so funny you say that because my daughter was at camp over the summer. And before she came back, we bought a new desk for her and a bed. And my wife put me in charge to put it together. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, what the fuck? I was like sweating. Okay. Yeah, 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 and I was, we were ready yeah. for a divorce. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, he, insane. He, here's, it's insane. So furniture is like a – uh, role-playing game, right? <laughs> Where you, over the years, you level up, yeah, right? right? Yes, exactly. And, and, and so before I moved to England, I had reached ultimate couch level, right? Oh, yeah. I had a, like, custom buffalo leather couch with a matching chair and ottoman, a chair and a half is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Chofa, sometimes people call it. A chofa. chofa. A buffalo. Nice. That's awkward. Yeah, but, so it was... Okay. It was the chair, the ottoman, and the sofa together were $23,000. Jesus That's a Christ. lot. For but three here's the thing. I this whole podcast, I'm like, God, this guy's really smart. He knows. You're, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm like, you just killed it. You right, just killed right. it for me. You're a moron. Anyway. Man. Anyway. So when I went to move to England. Why did you tell me that? My friends were helping me Break move into Sweet a storage out. unit because I was only planning on going to the UK for like six months or a year. Mm. The furniture wouldn't fit in it. And so a friend of mine was like, I'll take it. And this particular person is the – he has left the world. He's now in seminary, right? That is how – like he is one of the purest, nicest people wow. in the entire world. So I was like, it will be fine. I left my furniture with him. It got bed bugs. Oh, no. And he $23, was – $23,000 bed bugs. He, he was on the first floor of his – 
a part of his apartment building. And in order to get the couch and stuff into his apartment, they had to remove the bars from his window mm. so they could get it in through the window. And then right. they put the bars back on. And they didn't want to remove the bars, pay the landlord a $150 bribe to remove the bars again. Right. So they took a chainsaw to the furniture yes. to get, yes. <laughs> to get it sense. out, as you do. And he didn't tell me this. So he took I, a chainsaw to the couch. Yes, <laughs> to get, get to get it to empty out his apartment of all of his furniture that was infected with bedbugs. I took your expensive couch set, chopped it in half, and dumped bugs inside. Multiple. <laughs> I, I think more than just I, more than just half. I come back from the UK. I get back to LA. I call him like, "Hey, Josh, I I need my furniture back." He's like, "Yeah, about that." So, because I thought I had the whole couch thing solved, mm-hmm. right? This is the last couch I was ever going to have to buy. So I went to Ikea mm-hmm. to get myself, at 40 years old, a $399 couch. Yeah. But I will go. tell you, the best money I ever spent That's in my entire lo- yeah, life absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. was the $88 to have Ikea pre-assemble the couch. Oh, it's so nice. So sweet. Three guys came in. <laughs> they took... Three guys from the five guys that are the next door. Three guys. Three guys. Four minutes. My entire yeah. couch was assembled. Like their it, fingers are like Allen wrenches. It was the most amazing like thing yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. Because there was boxes and then you would like turn to – you know like Bob Ross where you like – you reach down to get your soda and you look up and all of a sudden there's a mountain. There's a deer yeah. painted and you're like, a waterfall you, like, and a I chainsaw. turned around I turned back around there's and a there's credenza. a couch. Look at this. It's amazing. <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Oh, so dear. if you ever go to Ikea – Pay the eighty-eight dollars. If there's a YouTube channel where you watch, how is it that we're getting a couch IKEA tip with great insight from a guy it. who spent twenty-three thousand dollars on a couch? <laughs> That's that how is we just That's unbelievable. That's yeah. a very expensive couch. Actually, no, I, what happened to the I couch? Was, I, I'll say not. It's not the all. Ca- I'm going to do all three. All three together. I'm going to give a shout out to Martin. Martin. Did you throw him away, Martin? I didn't ever see him. They were they were who may be listening to this podcast who works at IKEA. Oh, Martin. At headquarters oh. in Martin. Is this Mar- is this Martin from Burbank? No, no, Mar- no Martin I- from Sweden. Oh, I- from Sweden. Because IKEA does everything in V-Ray. Oh, yeah. I think I think that. I think they do like an IKEA custom the entire cu- catalog. V-Ray, right? The, yeah. oh, the entire catalog is rendered in V-Ray. Yeah, but they have yeah. a, like their own custom version of V-Ray. Right? Most of Sweden is rendered in V-Ray. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's no custom version of V-Ray. <laughs> okay. Was yeah, that industry sure. secrets that you, you just gave out? No, everyone knows that. But the people in Wait, the catalogs. Well, they, about the people. Yeah, no, so, but, no they're rendered gnarled. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But the people, do they have any physical sets for the people or markers where they no, should no, no, sit no. and stand? I mean, there's, there's, there's people in the catalogs and those are Compton or whatever. But I mean, like, there's, there's a large portion of the catalog is rendered in V-Ray. And you told me that once. What, what, and Wayfair I was looking. As well. Wayfair I was, as well. I was, Wayfair, I know. Do you know that? Oh, I'll Wayfair as well. You're right. But the thing is, the... Um, I was looking at the catalog and just catalog, and I was because I knew you had told me that it was right. all V-Ray, and I was just looking at the interaction of of the the people with you know right. the tables and the kids and so, so forth. So I was trying to wonder where that that boundary the, the, was. Between, well, the thing is, like they they make the catalog, but then they what's more important to them is making variations of the thing they need to do. Right. Sure. So Swap imagine like quickly, like yeah. oh you know in Japan this is going to work. That better. was exactly what what right. I did. So, it worked at RTT. So, so like in to- instead of rebuilding an entire kitchen to make it work for japan they just like freaking re-render it yeah, yeah. okay but the right? base elements that's are really still shot on, on set so I, but that was the, curious but, but, yeah, but so, the, well, it goes it, that that's the initial incentive right so I it's configurator stuff it, yes it is but they actually ikea is very smart because they actually 
have the photography unit and the CG unit actually work together with yeah. each other. So, you know, what this makes me happy about, though, is that there are thousands of original plates of actors staring and looking at wonder at empty space. That's hysterical to me. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask Martin. <laughs> Martin, please write in. Yeah, yes, tweet us. Tweet us at? Martini Giant. Yes, and our Instagram is? Martini underscore giant. And you can and find you us can on Facebook. Facebook uh, oh my God, are we actually wrapping up? Martini Giant. <laughs> that was how we we are getting towards it. Normally you have to tell us, okay, let's start wrapping this up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, it was a good opportunity. It was a good window. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, right there. I, I actually really like this. I, first of all, I want to say. Thank uh, you. Thank you, David, for bringing Absolutely, this. Absolutely. Uh, total treat. And uh, I, I actually mentioned this. Because you listened to the podcast I did with with Rob and uh, and Alex, uh, after watching those movies, when I get into my car, I felt different. You fucking drive like a bat out of hell, too. No, I didn't. No, I, God, I I drove methodically, <laughs> accurately, accurately. Yes, like yes. as I'm coming out of my driveway, I was like, mm. yes. Just aware, like hyper aware of my environments. There's <laughs> something right. about being hyper aware of it. I wasn't trying to assassinate anyone or anything because right. my neighbor's like, hey, Chris. You know, yeah. like, and but like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it. In L.A., Fucking when you're assassin. driving, there's a lot of people you want to assassinate. Well, it, and it, yes. it, really, it really points out something. And I think you're going to agree with me on this, David, is that um, the great pleasure, especially of the first one, is that is that movie is accuracy porn. Like all the action scenes are like right on the dot all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's so satisfying. You're like the 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 pow, the the pow. It's great. The thing about the first movie is you have to remember John Wick would not have made it without Willem Dafoe. Yes, exactly. He would have been killed twice in that movie without Willem Dafoe. Because he's got the fucking plastic bag over his head. Yeah, yeah, and or and Adrian Pilecki would have gotten him in the room. Absolutely. If he hadn't woken woken up by the. What would be really interesting is to go back. You mentioned a friend of yours. You said, "Oh, you you know, take money out of the budget." Be interesting seeing if on the fourth one they said, "You know, let's just try to." do it for a certain amount right. because the first one obviously didn't have the budget of the third one. Yeah. Now third you can like go totally matrix with a, a crazy well, budget and just become stupid. There, yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's a problem and you see this with uh, The Hobbit yep. and you see it with the Matrix movies. There's a problem when, direct, when the directors are not told no. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 of course. Like, like when you it's are- called Heaven's Gate. <laughs> oh, I say yes to Heaven's Gate. But if, you, if you're Heaven's just Gate. allowed, you <laughs> if, if you're just allowed to do whatever you want, right. that's right. You know, there's this amazing video on Jurassic Park, um, like a behind the scenes thing, and it's uh, for for us. You know, it, it it's Stan Winston and um, oh my god, I'm blanking on all the people in the room. Rick 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 Carter is in there, and oh my god, I'm blanking on the most genius visual effects supervisor of all time, Mirren. Dennis yeah, Dennis Mirren. Mirren yeah, he's is a in there. Nice guy, man. And um, guy. he was on my tug of war team. Oh, that's amazing. Um, at the Dennis Mirren at the at the July Fourth. That, 4th. that was no, ADD, by the way. That was ADD. Dennis Mirren is it's the nicest person I've yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, but also, <laughs> also you want him on your tug of war team because yeah. he's like six five. <laughs> like, yeah, but they're in this meeting. I emailed him recently, and I was trying to actually get him on a podcast. He's like, ah, that sounds great, but I don't have time right now. So I was like, okay. is he still writing his book? <laughs> he's, he's been writing that book that, for like, twenty years. He's pretty much. So what? Like, and I was talking about it with my mom. I was like, you know, with my mom, she's trying to figure out the industry that I'm working in because I was like, listen, uh, my industry was started by Dennis Muren and I think he just retired. 
Yeah. Like, 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 so, so we don't know. This is yeah. a, so young an industry. So, but, very but, true. so there's this meeting of the three of them with Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And they're presenting how, like, a bunch of stuff about the dinosaurs. And they're all, all three of them are like on the same page about, I forget exactly the detail about it. Uh, I think it's like how the velociraptors are going to move. Mm. And Spielberg is like, yeah, but what if – and then they – he says something like the complete obvious and they immediately all go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's Whoops. the right idea, right? And it's that thing of – I have been in the awkward position of I once said no to Steven Spielberg. Right, right. On a soundstage. Yep. And the entire world came to a screeching halt. <laughs> and I had to explain myself. How could you second guess, Mr. And it Spielberg. was not a matter of, like, you're doing the wrong thing. It was a matter of, if we do that, everything is going to come to a halt, and you right. will have to stop making your movie for the next 24 hours. Right. And why don't we do this, and they can do that overnight, and we can have it ready for you in the morning, and everything will go along great. And he was like, oh, good idea. You'd right. make a good producer. Right. And so it's when, you know, I'm not saying – feel comfortable saying no to everybody all the time. Yeah, but you need to be able to, like, you need, if you're creative. When it's right. Yeah, like, if you're creative, you should be working with Bound- people who will Boundaries tell you work. No. Boundaries right. work. Yeah, because, like, there, there, there are very few directors who, and I, there are some, but there, there are very few directors who work with everything they need at, the, at their beck and call who also make tight, consistent films. Jim Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron, Stanley Kubrick. You know stuff like this, where they're 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 Fincher, yeah, Fincher, Fincher, exactly, and like, but it takes an enormous amount of discipline, and uh, and the best discipline you can actually have is to surround yourself with people that have good taste and you trust, and that's why you know in the seventies when Lucas was making Star Wars and he's buddies with Spielberg and Walter Murch and yeah. uh, friggin' everybody, De Palma. De Palma and everybody, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, and they're telling him, yeah, we saw your cut of Star Wars and that sucked. Like that's why that because they said it, Star Wars is a monster today. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the responsible thing to do. Absolutely, absolutely for certain. Yeah. So like, there is a danger. Like, I don't feel like John Wick has gotten there. I think they're still they they they've they've hit the maximum of what they can do with their style. It's Spinal Tap. Like, you don't want to yeah. go to eleven. Yeah. Like this is like they they're on the they're on the very tripping edge of blowing it. If they go further yeah, than this, so me, what I was saying sense. earlier, if you right. if you trim that budget and just say we're going to live by right. this and we're going to have a little restraints that we had in the first one, but we'll still have the beautiful world that we kind of know from the second one, so right. we don't go to Morocco. Yeah. Maybe we'll just stay yeah, here exactly. and and go to you know I, I Union Square. Right. I don't want them to repeat the beats, right? <laughs> right. That's that's my big. Yeah, problem. but that's an editorial thing. I'm just saying right. budget getting yeah, out just, there yeah, that, because come of the, the, the Matrix thing was yeah. like we have so much money. Let's just have this yeah, like, bullshit. The oh. best way to make a new Matrix movie would be to get. They're making uh, one. Yeah, they're making one. It's gonna it, you know, like it's, it's funny. Be terrible. No joke. Like, my friend, one of my best friends growing up, is an attorney somewhere in some city, and uh, their office is in the next office of his. Oh, yeah. And he's like, they don't clean up the bathroom. It was so funny. <laughs> funny. It's really funny because he didn't know who they were. Right, he's right, in his, right. And he's just like, I don't know these guys. Maybe you've heard of it. It seems like your thing. And I was like, well, this is because like the like the. Uh, like the Matrix is amazing, right? And they and uh, and they made it with like m- close to nothing compared to the other movies. The first one, yeah, the first yeah. one, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's unbelievably tight. It's unbelievably tight and uh, and supremely entertaining. And then after that, you know, they're given the moon, 
And the second they, one was the truck thing on the highway. Yeah, it doesn't work because there's no there's no tension in this. Film Number at all. two is the truck thing on the highway, as well as the uh, orgy rave scene. That's the thing, right. and they took a lot out of. Um, the Cream Master Cycle. Oh, Matthew no, Barney. Be, no, I would watch that instead of No, but some of that feeling was like... Oh, yeah, the, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, actually, the lighting is, is spot on. Yeah, yeah for the Cream Master Cycle. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I enjoy, I enjoy the, what I've seen of Cream Master. No, that council thing was so stupid. Yes, I was man. like, when you stop. Have a, when you have a council with people Take with their weird checkbook beards, away. you're making a bad movie. But yeah, the, like, the, I, I don't have... But they pretty much did that on John Wick. But it worked. But it worked. Yeah, but yeah it, they, were, they did it right. Yeah. Like, cause like the th- it worked the- on John Wick. Yeah, I have to Somehow say the brilliant she- thing about that movie is what you were talking about. First of all, I love Anamorphic, <clears throat> but those yeah, lights so- and the practical lighting is cool. It <laughs> wasn't like, awesome oh, we'll looking. do it in post. They just carved it right there, right. and yeah, and it's just there was some beauty. It really shows up. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, no, that's it is such a f- like grabbing you know, those frame those frames yeah. for what we're gonna do after those photos. Yeah, it's like. That's yeah, gorgeous frames. <laughs> yeah, so and good, I mean, so uh, honestly, it, it is a <clears throat> the. The problem with a movie like John Wick, which is full of visual effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But they are perfectly executed. Yeah. And it Peter Horst, pr- rocking it. Yes. But it, <laughs> it, it, it promotes the fetishization of the practical. Oh, yeah. That yeah. People yeah. Have. A, yes, right, right, right. And I, like, there are, there are people who have died, mm-hmm. literally people who have died in the past five years because. Of this, oh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a stunt, right, right? Right, and a stunt that should be a digit double, sure, right. But doing it as a stunt, yeah. We we talked about this before. Like the 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 right thing to do is choose the right thing to do, right? Don't choose CG because it's CG, and don't choose practical right. because it's practical. Choose the one that works, right? You know, that's the way, like yeah. And, I, just and, to backtrack, I think it's because a lot of the sets were practical with lights instead of extensions, right? right. Which you can tell, and the and, and which and that, opens up another whole door of, uh crafting and look and uh agreement disagreement over the look and style where right. it's like this is our set right exactly this is exactly what i was going to say and it's that's, like the, that's the, the little thing, bit of it this isn't, it isn't the cg versus non-cg it's yeah. the, it's a, what it is is it, it is the the deciding ahead of time what you are these doing. are our parameters <laughs> and we are doing yeah. this but, so we're but, making this but it's, it's also very small decisions that mm-hmm. have a huge impact like we're going to film this on a translate not on a green screen right yeah like that and there's still going to be visual effects to clean yeah, up. But that's also a money yeah. thing too, yeah. because it's like you know we could blow our budget here, but we can do a translate and then on the video backdrops and stuff like that. There's a lot of cool stuff in there, and a lot of those locations, it was just like they kind of beating the walls with yeah. like these LEDs, which are like what fifty cents for yeah. ten feet. That looks it was ridiculously great. cool. So just good. like that makes sense. It look insanely good. Yeah, it's yeah and yeah. then you could dial the colors in too, which it's, would be it, it, really yeah. cool. It's yeah. funny because I have a friend who directed a movie for uh, the Asylum, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And when he did it, he you know he is extremely extremely smart, and so he would like go to Target and get like twenty bucks in Christmas lights mm-hmm. and hang them up. Close to camera, so they're yeah. going to be all bokeh out, yeah. and they add tremendous production value. It looks incredibly expensive and beautiful. But, yeah. but he got in trouble because he's like, "You're making it look better than our other movies. Don't do that." <laughs> because it's the asylum, right? Uh. But but it it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it it's it's that thing of small Simulated small, small things yeah. can make 
Can, Absolutely. It, it's it's a thousand little things. Yeah. Thousand cuts. Yeah. Will yeah. Kill you. Like, but, but a thousand little I know. additions will yeah. add up to something great. Like, That's if, what I'm if, saying. If, a yeah. thousand if, cuts if will you, kill you too. If you're taking but control like, and, and, and you are cuts. paying attention to your decisions and looking at the frame and saying, well, this is what we want to be doing, then you're going to do it right. If you're like, we could do this in post or make decisions later, blah, 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 and you kick the can down the road. It's going to suck. Here's FOMAD. A, but, but here's Fo, a, FOMAD. I have this theory called FOMAD. Mm-hmm. Right? You all know what FOMO is, right? No. Uh, fear of missing out. Uh, oh, right? yes. Where like, people will buy a house because they're like, oh, interest rates are going up, so I need to buy now. To so buy like, now. okay. But I have this thing called FOMAD, which is uh, fear of making a decision. Yeah. Because until, if, as, until you make a decision, you haven't made a bad decision. Yeah, right. That's this right. is the antithesis of filmmaking. And so everything in filmmaking now <laughs> is putting off decisions Ugh. where we're, we're like – The pits. Like um, – Phil Tippett had this um, – oh, God, Google it. He's at FMX a couple of years ago, and he talks about being fired off of Beauty and the Beast <laughs> right. because they went to hire him, and he was like, oh, no, yeah. fuck, no, don't do this, CG. Build the greatest puppet of all yeah, time, right. and it will be way better. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, it must be CG. We, we need to be able to like focus group this and, yeah. and redesign and it, it. And, and everything like that. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's really fucking stupid. According to a group of people that we gathered at the yeah. Westfield and they Mall. Fi- they fired we'll- <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's that, like – and it's that whole thing of like the directors I've worked for that make great movies is because they, they make decisions. They know what they want to <laughs> exactly. make. Yep, that's right. Fin- David Fincher, top, top of the list of this thing. Yeah, but like, comes into but the, just to movie clarify, there are a lot of directors who know what they want to make, but they go work in a system that won't allow right. him to do but that. To do it. Yeah. That goes back to the Tim Miller yeah, thing exactly. where you're walking in, like, why would you do that? Like, because you're going to fucking make you're gonna this change movie yourself. the way it is. But with John Wick, yeah, right. with John Wick, like... The small infrastructure, it seemed yeah. like, in terms of the top hierarchy, right, right, right. as opposed to it's not a Disney focus group or some right. lawyer. This is why, then what I was going to say is that the, if they're going to make a great Matrix movie... That goes back to 70s, yeah. dude. Oh, absolutely. Where it's like, fuck like, you. If just you make want, my, let me make my movie. Yeah, make the fucking... You can have somebody... make the movie, right? Tell me what to do, but... But at least it's just him and I right. and a couple of producers talking about it. So if if the uh, uh, if the producers of the Matrix are listening, here's how you make a great Matrix movie: uh, budget twenty five million dollars, give it to somebody who is uh, just proven themselves with a great indie film, and that's it. Don't do anything else. If you're doing anything else, you're going to make that's a bad funny. movie. About ten years ago, I said somebody should do the ten, mm-hmm. where they give ten million dollars to just you know. You get four people or filmmakers mm. and a producer decide who these guys are and give them $10 million for, for their feature and just roll the dice because right. one of them is going like, to well, – Yeah, exactly. Like, like that much, freedom, much one of them is going to – Yeah, but like that's why John Wick is awesome because the, right. the first yeah. one, it was like, oh, you're making a $14 million movie? Yeah, what do we fucking shit? care? And we're not going like, to pay attention to you at all. Yeah, yeah. Like 86 off that 14? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 But it, it it's that um, – Everything in John Wick, the first one especially, is intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing yeah. is accidental. Totally chosen by design. That's why every it works. shot is absolutely. like, oh, we're not going to put five cameras on this and pick the best angle. Right. We can't do that. We have one fucking camera. We have a camera. Yeah, yeah. it is a single camera shoot. Like that. they were on the first one. I was. I did a little bit of research. They would actually be in the point where like they would kill a stunt guy, mm-hmm. and he would like 
when the camera would move by, he'd scurry off and then run back in as and new, be another yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. New, dude. Be another dude. <laughs> yeah, like this is like oh, I shot this um, uh, zombie movie, a short zombie movie, and we had to have like a uh, like a like with binges. Yeah, with the, well, exactly true. Or and, not, and with a little zombie clown car it was nice. So, it was so different kind of short zombie. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a twenty minute <laughs> zombie film. Okay, uh, which you can see online. Um, and uh, if we had to have all these uh, uh, like guys in sort of you know uh, hazmat suits running around, and like on the night we went to shoot, we had. Uh, two people available for the hazmat suits, and that was pretty much it. So we just had them run in a circle around the camera and reverse their directions every now and again, and then had the sound of people yelling to each other, and suddenly it was a million people. That's how you make a fucking movie. That's funny because I like, literally was, a couple weeks ago I was watching Vertigo. Oh yeah, and the flower shop scene, and then guy walks by, you know, crowd, San Francisco. Guy changed his jacket. Same guy with a sh- gray hair. Kind of looked like Craig Sedillis. You know, it's like going yeah, back. That's then how you it's do a black it. jacket. Same guy. So you can yeah. see in his profile. New hat. It's, it's just <laughs> like, there's switch just a jackets. Big go back. Switch jackets. Hold exactly, flowers. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you That's how you make movies. Absolutely. It's cool. All right. Are we ready to do this? Let's do it. McGrew. All right. We want to thank David Strapinis. Thank you so um, much. Absolutely fantastic time. That was uh, John Wick one through three, apparently. Perhaps other things. Appreciate it. Excellent work. I want a bottle. <laughs> Drink, talk, 